it's fine. Let's go over to the players. And then DM cam needs to activate that. Okay. Does it still not show that my uh, Discord camera's on? Your Discord camera's on, yeah. It's very blurry, though. <laughs> okay. It's okay. not horrendous. It's just well, not as clear as normal. Fix it through settings. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Take a second. I don't know about that one. What do you mean you don't know? What are you talking about? I don't know if the camera's going to be working out too well. Oh, because the your internet? Yeah. That's I, okay. I, what I'll did. do... That's fine. Uh, once he starts streaming again, what I can do here is I'm just going to... I'm going to window cap two things, and I'll put yours where yours goes, and it'll just be your fucking watermelon holding a pistol. Yeah. Which one day I'm going to have to have you explain to me what the fuck is <laughs> Because I don't understand. Uh, so for this, we're going to put... Cass is cam, which is fine. The window is going to be Discord. And then I... I have to shrink the fuck out of Discord. That. 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 Fine, because it's going to go down a couple of sizes. Here. How do I go into my camera settings on my uh, laptop? I don't know. What? You ask me how to run your laptop, homie? <laughs> I know sometimes you like to think of me as tech support, but like I don't, I don't know. <laughs> You've always been my tech support, homie. That's fair. I do be answering I mean, questions. My options are choose which apps can access. You know, I I bullshit most of the things I tell you, right? Yeah, one hundred percent. But it okay, works. I'm I just I'm glad you know. Uh, okay, my boy. Let me let me try. And then that's gotta go into the cast folder. Yeah, I don't know what the fuck's going on. That is horrible. It's not even showing it's up right now. Gotta go under the overlay, and that's how we're gonna stack them. That's not bad, right? Voice and video, video settings. Too easy. That is way low quality for my camera. I don't want to reset that my video because then I have to reload everything. That's fine. That'll work. Let's cast this cam, and then yours is in the right spot now too. So because we're only playing with two people tonight, uh, it's gonna be oh, Ben okay. Cam. It's gotta be off Discord. Cut down. Down. Like that. Oh, Far Traveler always on it. I do like that one. I think I had that one before. Had what? That uh. That description. The background for. It was for the Warforged that I had. 
I thought your Warforged was like an acolyte or something. Far no, he was a far traveler because he came from Eberron, the fucking whole yeah. ass different planet. Yeah. Yes, sir. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I totally forgot about that, honestly, homie. I just thought that would sound good that you came from a city that yeah. nobody would know. Oh, yeah. Okay. And that is Ben's cam. Oh, which is on the wrong fucking one anyway. Ben's cam needs to be unlocked because that's Ben's fucking character. So just just to recap, what do you need from me tonight? Like, cause I tomorrow now that I have the day off tomorrow, I can definitely sit down and spend an hour, a couple hours looking through my thing and actually like fully setting everything up. But like, what do you need from me tonight? Is the question for this? What you got? We don't gotta stress it right now. This is just an intro session, so he can get used to the game because he's never played it. And okay. uh, so we can give a little backstory to your character. A literal story, not just you writing your backstory, which you're still going to give me. Um, yes, I, I, right. oh. I know you're fucking, you're busy, dude. Your brain's fried from working. I'm not mad about it. Well, you know, I literally asked you yesterday if you wanted to do it, and you said yes. So it's not a big deal. We're, we're fine right now. Yeah. Don't sweat it. Yesterday, while I was chilling at McDonald's eating, we were on the while we were discussing this. I was eating my Big Mac, my boy. I was eating. Hey, McDonald's. homie, do what you gotta do. Ain't nothing mad oh, about that. Uh, existing. Oh, I'm just gonna create a new source. Cam back. Okay, cam backs need to be black. I know stream. It looks funny. Give me one second. I turn my camera off for a minute. Is it gonna hurt you? It's just gonna swap your camera spots and then reswap them when we're done. It's not a big deal. Don't worry about it. If you gotta do it. Okay. Yeah. You literally just swap spots. That's all you did. Cause it's on Discord. It's whoever has their camera on appears first, but then it's alphabetical underneath that. So when you take it away, he's first because his name comes first on the list. Uh. But then when you turn yours back on, if you both had yours on, he would still appear before you, but then I could just swap the camera positions, which is fine, too. Yeah, I need to copy that, paste a duplicate, paste a duplicate. <clears throat> this is all shit I should have done before we started streaming. I don't care literally an intro session we'll figure it out i guess i'm just gonna have to deal with quality of my camera that's weird though it is weird normally it's been it's been better than that i don't know why it's iffy today of all days the most yeah but fuck i can't, you I can't fuck you's apparently settings to fucking try to fuck with the quality on the camera okay it's built in, so the only thing I could think would be the built-in camera, like, app, wherever that's at. Yeah, I've already opened the camera app itself. There can't be no options. Beyond that, homie, I don't, I don't know. Okay, that's fine. Ben shit gets locked up now. Come back for Rob. Back goes under. And back for player four. Whoever player four decides to be. 
this is what it's going to look like when we're streaming in this. And I'm going to have to do the same thing in this one. We may not be using a whole lot this evening. Uh, though I will copy over everybody's anyway. Passes cam to playmat to paste reference. That didn't work, did it? Uh, yeah, I'm just going to pull that off. It might just come to me for that, and then we'll come back over to this, because this is going to be so much bouncing around, it's going to be ridiculous. <clears throat> Chat down there is fine. You know what, we got the time, because he's fixing his shit, so I'll work on it. Duplicate. Alright, so I think I found a disease for you, my boy. Alright, send it to me on Discord. Yes, sir. It could be something affecting your fucking, your tribe of, uh, you know, druid centaurs or whatever, or you may be the only druid centaur left because it's been wiping people out or something, who knows. All semi-believable stories. Those don't have to be true. I mean, you can pick whatever you want. I just that's no, just what popped into yeah, my head. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a pick who it affects or what it affects. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, you fucking your your backstory for the Warforge was great, dude. We had such a fucking artful backstory coming off your Warforge. I yeah. I expect the same. I'm gonna be honest. Oh no! <clears throat> oh no! <laughs> <laughs> Nah, I got you, man. I got you. I'll, I'll think. I'll, I'll definitely have something spicy for for the centaur. <clears throat> I just have just had to. Play that. That's actually good. Right click, paste duplicate. This is for Nick's character. It means I get shrunk down to there. And back for nope, it goes to Nick. <clears throat> uh okay, now we gotta go to DD players. What the hell is it? Is it eight three two? Yeah it is. Uh, so that's done. I need gases. I did Nick's. I need Rob's. I'm backing two copy. Hey, stupid What'd you say? So one last thing. So it's not my camera. It's Discord. 
Because on OBS, I look fine. Okay, do you have some weird shit enabled on your... I'm going to reset my Discord. Yeah, I was going to say, close it out and restart it, and then you might need to go into your settings and turn on your hardware acceleration, because your CPU might not be enough to, to push it, which would be weird, because you're... It might be because you're running this like game that's taxing as a motherfucker. Settings my, my actual settings. Discord settings. Turn on hard, hardware acceleration and advanced settings. Alright, give me a second. Yeah. <clears throat> Paste duplicate. Okay, that's gonna go there. How fast? Settings. Player four. So I'm looking for advanced settings. Hardware acceleration is on. Okay, yeah, if it's already on, then I don't know. Might have just needed to reset Discord. Let's find out. Yeah, I mean, it's a, it's not like flawless, but it's a difference. Okay. But I still seem... I still have no camera showing, homie, so it might be because I have streamer mode enabled. It's because I have streamer mode enabled. <laughs> that's what it was. On my end, that's what it was. Uh, I also have streamer mode enabled. Take your cam. Copy. You go to playmat. Paste duplicate. Cut that, cut that, cut that, cut that. So that should be what we need right there. Should just drop you right in here. Looks about right. In there, drop you under there, lock that motherfucker up. It'll work for right now. That's the plan anyway. Yeah, I mean, I'll reset my computer later and see if it works out better. Alright. This seems to draw up a little bit. Right about there. That needs to draw up right there. And then down. In the slot. Lock that up. Open up Cass's. Move his around a little bit. Nope, that's not right. Put that shit back in the right spot. Okay. Camera. Left alt, drag it up. Put it there. There. Okay, this is what we're going to start with. Let me check that disease you just sent me. <clears throat> and you could be looking for a way to cure it. Okay, uh, who are you curing it for? Just be. Mm -hmm. 
Is it a lover? Is it a brother? Is it a, is it a brother lover? I don't know what you're into. Yeah, well, like, uh, <laughs> four. Be back at my table. Yeah. <clears throat> okay. My mama. My sister. We'll do my sister. That's fair. Okay. Are your parents still alive? I like that one better. Are your parents still alive? No, they're dead. They're dead? Okay, so it's just you and your sister, or you have other siblings? Yes, sir. Just my sister. Great. Okay, write that down so we don't forget it. Yeah, that's all. <laughs> uh, oh, did I send you that um, description you needed? Yeah. I don't know, did you? I don't know, did I? For the book? No. No, for... Uh, the other thing. Character. No, you have not. I know what you're talking about now. You have not. Fuck. <clears throat> so the question is here, do I read my campaign first intro where I'm like yo bear with us we're trying to figure out technical difficulties and shit or do I do I wait until the campaign starts to do it that one it's not like that one's campaign specific so we could go over it the first few times like the first part and then like I the would, entirety yeah. of it where we look okay you're right you're right you're right yeah right. I'll wait I'll wait for that the last piece of it at the end yeah. <clears throat> okay so let me let me pull it up real quick so I can go over it because the people that are here uh, first round intro. Alright. Oh, shit. You guys ready for this? Send it, buddy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, hello and welcome all to my first Dungeons & Dragons stream. If you've been here before, you know this has been a long time coming. Uh, if you're new, just know it's all a bit wonky for us between new players, new software, new story, and new use. Uh, new or old, please bear with us as we find our footing in this whole D&D streaming thing. It is strange to all of us. We've watched a couple. We've... I think Cass said he's played in a couple. But nothing has been this intense. Uh, it's going to be going to be a change of pace, for sure. Now, I've never DM'd the way you're about to witness. I've never seen anybody else play on stream quite like this either. Um... It is different. It is not your typical Roll20 experience. Uh, if you're on a browser, we are using the official D&D Beyond live Twitch extension. It should be on the left, whatever side is the left. Let me look at myself. Hang on. It should be that way, maybe? I think that's the... No, it's towards my mic. It's that way. It'll be on this side. <laughs> um, it'll allow you to get real-time updates of things like character stats, health, attack, uh, their attack abilities, the conditions they're carrying, you know, if they're blinded, if they're stunned, something like that, and the items they have equipped or attuned. I'm not sure which one's one of those two. Um, be sure to check it out. You can go look at it. It's kind of cool. If I, you know, kill Payne's character, you can see it. <laughs> Uh, now I want to thank my good friend Nick, who's half-dragon, you'll hopefully come to know over the next few months throughout our actual campaign. Tonight is just going to be an intro session for these two characters, uh, how they know each other, 
why they're on the mission that they're going to be on when our full campaign starts on the 1st. Uh, February is where we're going to start. Uh, without him, I wouldn't know that this program exists. It would have blew right the fuck over me, and we never would have had a D&D &D stream. Uh, my biggest holdup on streaming D&D was that I didn't want to provide that Roll20-like experience to my players or our potential viewers. I learned in person, played in person, and I DM'd in person. Is it? Oh, it's Hunter. Hey, man, how you doing? Uh, cool. I'm good. Let me see here. Coming from that school of thought, I had to have three dimen I had to have three dimensions and terrain and ships and mountains and dungeons and minis, and that's the idea. Nick knows. Cass knows before the pandemic I had a mass amount of money in fucking minis. I had a custom wooden DM screen. Uh I had my uh black and white ebony wood custom dice tray. I spent absurd amount of money doing this. I have like six hundred and something dollars in in D and D books, all kind of stuff. Um and I hold nothing against people who can do that Roll20 like experience. Just I personally can't. I, I even even to DM, I need that semblance of realism. And you know, let's just let's let's call it a crutch of an unimaginative and traumatic youth and move on. <laughs> perfect. That works, Payne. Uh, I gotta leave that. I said perfect. That works. Uh, anyways, that's a very long-winded way to say this is new for all of us. Bear with us, please, as we might deal with technical difficulties. People might disconnect, you know, because we're doing this through Discord, through the game, and then through OBS on top of all of that. Uh, it's going to be new. It's going to be a little taxing. We're going to figure it out. Just hang on. We'll get there. It'll be good. I, I promise. <laughs> um... Let me see. Anything else? Let's just do intros of you two right now, because that's probably the next thing we need. Uh, Cass, you can go first. Just like your uh, some basic shit about you, your Twitch, and then your experience with D&D. Talk about that a little bit. Whatever else you think you need. Guys, my name's Cass. Uh, I'm fairly new to to Twitch still. Um, catch me on every now and then. Uh, D and D wise, I actually didn't really start playing until I started playing with uh, with Jacob. Um, I did a couple campaigns online on Roll Twenty, um, nothing too serious like what we had. But you know, I'm excited to be here. And <laughs> for now, I'll be playing Out of Door Sworn Centaur. But uh, yeah, that's it for me. Uh, well, you, 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 thanks for thanks for putting me on the spot, boy. You're welcome. That's it. the point. Go ahead, <laughs> go ahead, Ben. Uh, hey guys, my name is Ben. Uh, I'm also um, Lord Longballs, or you'll hear him call me Pain because of my old gamer tag. Uh, this is going to be my actual very first experience with D and D. I've spent a lot of hours in this last week or so with JJ, learning and building this character. So I'm super excited to do this, and I just. Super excited on how we're gonna do this, and I hope this goes well. I'm waiting for <coughs> this for my life. <laughs> Told you, man, it's gonna be psychological torture. It's idea. <laughs> uh, I I get off on the psychological torture. No, it's not that bad. It's really not that bad. What I'll do the psychological torture is twisting you against your own friends that are in your own party. That's the fun part. 
Uh, 100% that's the only part. I'm going to use... I, I ask Cass, homie. I did it to him. I did it to Nick. I did it to John that played with us. I did it to the the few other people that we had. Uh, I I used their characters against each other in a way that nobody fucking saw coming. Which is... It baffles me because Nick's character was a paladin of Tiamat. And Cass's character was a paladin of Bahamut. <laughs> Two rival gods, so and yeah. you handed that to me, homie. I I couldn't just let it go. <laughs> uh, anyways, I'm JJ. Some people call me Jacob. Oh, it's Lord Longcock on Twitch, Twitter, oh, fucking uh, Discord. What the hell else are we on? TikTok, I, Instagram, all that shit. Um, we are going to make a different. Oh, I'm I'm the Dungeon Daddy. That's the important part. Um, <laughs> We have a different server that we have made for streaming this, but we're not going to use that page until it is uh, will be the proper verb here. Affiliate-able I guess would be the proper words here. Until it has the ability to become affiliate uh, because Ben and I already have affiliate. What we're going to do is stream from my page or his page. Probably mine because I have the DM controls in the game. Uh, and then we're just going to host it on everybody else's pages, including the other one, which is going to be likely a mimic, which I can. I was going to say, did you set that up already? <laughs> I have the page up, but I didn't. I didn't uh... host. I didn't host it yet. No. Um, essentially. We are going to, at some point, move our D&D campaign over to that once it is affiliatable and becomes a profitable source. Uh, not necessarily profitable, but it has the ability to be donated to, is the idea. And then, just like my page, 10% uh, is going to go to a local nonprofit that I volunteer at. Uh, that Lundock actually runs, Cass. Lundock runs the nonprofit that I, that I volunteer with. Okay. Yeah. Um, and then the rest of it goes back into getting us better shit to do this. It's going to go into me me paying people for overlays. It's going to go into me paying people to build me fucking minis and maps and shit for this. Uh, because when I tell you this shit is different, it is different. By different, let me show you. I apologize now if your computer explodes pain. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell you right now, homie. I am sorry ahead of time. Oh, God. <laughs> It's all right. Uh, February we start building my new one. Yeah, in February we start building your PC. Right now, I am really sorry <laughs> for what's about to happen. Um, all I see is a dice or your hand. Oh yeah, no, it's it's not there yet. Hang on, I'm looking for a particular thing. Okay, here's one part. Oh god. Oh god. No. Nope. You're worried about mine. Oh, you forgot yeah, to talk well, about him. You forgot about me. You over. Holy hell! Oh, there's water. And there's all I have to do is align it. Drag it over. Oh my god! Drop it down. When I tell you this shit is next level ability, it just takes a second to line up. But oh, once I do. Crap. Looks like you need to <clears throat> Yeah. That out there. That is Dang, insane. Uh, I'm just watching my... I'm watching Cass's thing just go to 600. <laughs> Boop! 
It survived, I though. Am running your, I am running your stream in about two frames a second, though. Is my stream lagging? <laughs> uh, well, for me, it is. I don't know if it is. It is. It is. I'm going to have to fix it. Uh, you know what it is? Because I'm streaming. I'm playing the game in fucking 2.5K. That's what it is. Yeah, 2.5K ultra settings. So it should have fucking it should skyrocket here in a second. It should pick back up. If only we had shit like that. Yeah, I know. The water's moving. I don't know if your screen's gonna register it, but the water has texture oh, and moves. Okay. Yeah, it's, it's yeah, that's oh Yeah, and God. the ship I I uh if you look around the table you'll see the fucking lanterns. I took the lanterns and made them really small and put them on the ship. So all those little lights, I I custom put those on that that ship. Somebody else did build the ship and I took it out of the uh the workshop for this, but yeah. Now that being said, I can just right click it. Get rid of it, and now we're back to normal. Yeah, now you're gonna ex explode our computers Oof. again. No. We may not use this a whole lot for this reason, that it's gonna be it's gonna be really hard for not only me to stream it, but everybody else. Now, something else I want to go over is I have a bunch of table views. I can go here, I can go to the side, another angle. I can go from the top down. Uh, I can set it to my view, and I also have quick settings to jump me around to the players' tables. So when it is their turn, you want to roll a dice for me, Payne? Uh, yeah. Yeah. The no, out of the baggie. Out of the baggie's fine. Out of the baggie. Yeah. Uh, D20 second from the left. Yeah. So you can actually pick your dice up. You can take it out, and you if you drag and like move your mouse a little bit and then let it go, you'll actually roll the dice. Uh, and then you can you have all kind of visual controls so you can move around and actually zoom in and see his dice I have the visual controls I should say um, Or you know put that back for me uh, So or you can come over here to the small roller down here at the bottom You can just click d20 go and do it and then click roll and at the top of my screen it will show Yeah at the top of my screen it will show yeah, it's gonna show that you rolled X, you know, whatever it is uh, come back over here, and we have the ability to do all this stuff. Now, all of the stuff that is behind this dice tower that you guys can see in this little, uh, the little wyvern over here, they cannot see while they're playing. Uh, my players cannot see that. Um, they're, essentially, they can only see from that lamp to the right here. Uh, and around the table, we're going to have Nick on the green. Cass, what the hell color is yours? Is it purple, I think? Purple. Okay, yeah, yeah Cass there. is going to be on the purple. Back here in the corner on the black section is going to be Rob. On the red is going to be whoever we decide our player four is going to be. And the yellow is going to be Ben. Um, every now and then I might bring out the big D20 if it's an important roll. Something crazy they're going to do, and I'll snatch the big d20 and throw it in the middle of the thing and then they can roll it themselves um do what they want with it you know it, it adds a little bit of fun to that lets Dang. them do something crazy wait didn't you have a big d20 also i did in real life yes oh yeah <laughs> and I, I also had that spiked one that left fucking dents oh, on the table yeah, that 
Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're probably still on the on the table too. Bearded brown then. coats. If you watch this, I'm sorry I fucked up your table with my spike dice. Um, now another neat thing that I can do so everybody can see it, I can actually take maps. Uh, yeah. Let me just pull in here. So we're gonna pull that out. I'm gonna take that out, and I can just drag a map out here and drop it. And then scale that motherfucker to the moon. I was about to say, that thing's tiny, my boy. This is a map of Baldur's Gate. Oh. Sea of Swords. Oh. Right? It's pretty All cool. Right. I can take it, and I can also just put it back. And then I can take that. Nope. I, I, I took it out again. Shit. Hang on. Yeah, there we go. And then pick it up, and then put that motherfucker right there. Now, what we are doing tonight uh, to start this is we're doing Candlekeep Mysteries. Um, that is going to be the intro to the other campaign that we're doing that is going to be a lot of homebrewed shit. Uh, it is based in the Sea of Swords. It is going to start-ish near Waterdeep, but not in Waterdeep because I also made up the whole fucking city that they're going to that's an island, so that's where we're gonna start. All that stuff will come later when we get to that point. Uh... Right now... Uh-oh. What they're going to get is... Uh... Nope. Nope, 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 nope. Okay, this is the wrong one. I apologize. Give me a second. Remember the technical difficulties we talked about at the beginning of this? It's fucking... We're new. You gotta bear with us, homie. I apologize in advance. We already talked about this. <laughs> we're gonna make it fun. Interactive and fun. Right. So, you guys can size that up if you need to. That is the map of Candlekeep. I can actually fucking blow it up and just make it sit on the wall behind you if you want. Uh, I can just rotate and see it. It's fine. Yeah. I need to learn how to stick yeah. candles, though. I never did figure that out. Uh, if you go to something, I think it's shift. No, if you right-click off the side of the screen, like where nothing is underneath you, if you right-click, you can just hit save camera, and then you go over to... <laughs> Which one you want? I apologize. I have to sneeze there. Okay, so that being said, I'm gonna block off. Boy, I guess you. I'm gonna block off of uh, Rob's map. I'm gonna pull this up real quick. Rotate it down. Turn that off. Right click it. Size that up a couple of times. And lift it up a little bit more. There you go, boys. Now you got a map of candle keep at the end of the table. Heck yeah. Got a little clipping through it, but that's fine. We'll worry about it later. Again, first session, we're not super stressed about it. We're missing three of our players because two of them are at work, one of them doesn't exist. And. <laughs> <laughs> we're here for a fun time. And we're just here to intro the players. That being said... Oh no. 
I don't know. Are you guys ready? I'm 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 ready, man. All right, that's fine. We can start. <laughs> as ready as I will ever be. For sure. <sighs> <clears throat> genuinely terrified but yes it's not it's not that serious yet uh, <laughs> yeah, that's the problem yeah yeah <laughs> so we're going to drop into what is kind of a fast scene um ben or vincent as i should call you uh an arrow is going to fly past you very, very close to your head. In fact, so close that it's going to trim just a little bit of hair that you have left on the side of your head. It is it is razor sharp. It's flying by you with, you know, 600, 700 feet per second. It's, it's moving pretty quickly. Um, keep in mind, you're running at 30 feet every, well, we'll say 40, because you're going to be riding. You're riding a horse. Uh, it is not your horse. It is a horse that you stole, and it is why you're being chased. Um, would you like to tell us who Vincent is and what he looks like to start? As as you're running from... You started the story with him having hair already, but he wears a hood. <laughs> but um... Right, well, I mean, if you're riding, maybe your yeah. hood popped down. You know, what do you look... What um, does Vincent look like? Vincent is a, approximately about a 5 foot 10... Uh... Male human, uh, just a, a more tan white complexion to him. Uh, he has gray hair and brown eyes. Uh, he's a medium athletic build. He's not all that gr not all that heavy, but not all that light. Uh, he's currently wearing a, a full black cloak, uh, pretty much all black. As the cloak is draping behind you and flowing in the wind, what does anybody see? That's important. The so uh, as the cloak is flowing behind me, what, what is seen is the three daggers on the right side of my hip, and the pouch on my leather pouch on the left, and then the red on the inside of the cloak. Okay. Um. You know where you're going. You know why you're going there. We'll get to that in a moment. Let's go back to cast. Alador, right? That's what your character's name is. Is that right? Alador. Alador. Okay. I fucking. Alador, yeah. I got you. I'll get it. I'll get it. We're new. No, you made your character I, yesterday. Bear with me. <laughs> no, no, you're, bro. I I made this yesterday. Hey, there's still so much stuff on this thing. Unfortunately, so I do apologize, but I've been working, so it's okay, homie. Um, you got a job. You dealing with people. We get it. You be you be doing <laughs> all kind of doing stuff. Doing grown here. up stuff. I don't like it. Um, it's okay. Um, this so is cool. this is just us getting our shit together, and also you guys experiencing the beginning of the game. That's what this is. That's yeah. why. That's why we're playing this. Missing two of our known players and the one that doesn't exist. Uh, <laughs> that may never exist. It may never exist. <laughs> I may have to delete that camera frame. We never know. We'll see. We'll get there eventually. Um, it would be less stuff for your computers to render. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, to you throw a board thing out there, my computer fucking has a stroke. Yeah, I, that was I. I apologized ahead of time. 
It actually didn't do as bad as I thought it was going to do. Sorry, yeah, sorry. Cass's fucking computer went to 600 <laughs> ping when I put on moving water. Uh, this is over here. Disconnect. Disconnect. Yeah, this, Disconnect. Motherfucker, this motherfucker's computer sounds like a PS4. <laughs> That's all you hear right now. <laughs> it's flying in my, in my hotel room. It's flying right now. That's how that's how loud it is and how fast. Cass is running around trying to hold that bitch down on its on its power cord like a leash. Come on, don't no, don't. <laughs> oh man. So for the few people that are here, that's why he's not streaming his camera at the moment is because this was actually way more taxing on his computer than I thought it was going to be. Yeah. But this is how we're going to play, and we're going to make do. If if we have to change his Discord photo to a picture of Cass, and we'll just let him talk, that's what we'll do. Make it happen, guys. Uh, and it's it's not it's not my computer that can't handle it. It's the hotel. It's Wi-Fi. the internet. Yeah, yeah. It's I know it's the booty. internet that you're on. Well, go get you a hotspot disc. It'll be that's that's, that's what, what he's I'm doing. Tomorrow, yeah, that's what he's doing. Tomorrow I'm going to get one. Um, the alcohol is oh. boring. Okay. That being said, we are going to. I, I kind of like to describe these like movie scenes. We're gonna. We're going to lean back a little bit, we're going to tilt up, and we're going to watch as Payne rides into the sunset, as Ben, as Vincent, rides into the sunset on this horse being chased. That was just a very quick intro, so we can describe to you what his character looks like. We're going to jump to Cass, who is like an eight and a half foot tall centaur. Um, yeah, sir. <laughs> he, he's a big, muscled up horse man. <laughs> He's living his life. We're not here to tell him how to live it. Uh, Cass, what we're going to start here is we're going to say that Alador is... Actually, do you want to talk about what where he... I mean, you're going to Candlekeep. We've already covered that. Mm-hmm. Do you want to talk about why he's going to Candlekeep? And then we'll describe how he comes into play. Yeah, yeah. So, okay. So I got that part at least for, for, for somewhat. Yeah. Go ahead, talk about it. So, um, <laughs> Alador is exploring Candlekeep for um, information on a mysterious element that you know many people don't know about, and it's it's we've never had a cure for those that get afflicted with it, right? Um, yeah, we'll talk about what it is in a minute. For yeah, I gotcha. Many people have gone to search for a cure on this disease, but none returned with a cure to help the ones afflicted. Uh, now the time has come that it has hit my last living family member, Odie, my younger sister. So the only information I ever got about possibly finding a cure was Candlekeep. That's all I ever knew. It, many years of my people going to try to find. Did you bullshit me a backstory in 20 minutes? Maybe. <laughs> I am impressed. Hey, I am fucking I impressed, you. Holy. I got you, my boy. I got you. Um, so I'll. I'll, I'll... All right. Okay, As we're coming in, background on Spectre, and I'll I'll give you what what it is, right? Yeah, oh, we'll we'll sorry. do that. We'll do that when you get to where you're going. For sure. For sure. So, uh, as you're thinking about your sister. As you're, you're, shit, you don't walk, you trot, don't you? As you're trotting down the road. <laughs> um, can you describe to me what he looks like when we would, we would. Well, 
come through the woods and, and see Alador? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, I had to pull it up on my phone because. Uh, so, Alador has hazel eyes. He's, <laughs> his hair is chestnut. So, chestnut brown. And then, because of living out in the. The highlands, the plains, pretty much. Mm-hmm. Um, not many, sh- not much sage. So my skin is honey brown. So I'm a just a brown centaur <laughs> altogether, but with different tones, you know. But um, I have a gentle face that because I've haven't really known much, but with the shred of sadness because I'm hopeful I can try to find, but. There's always that little doubt in my mind that I may not succeed, you know? Okay. Uh, yeah. Does he have long hair or does he have short hair? He has long hair. Long hair? Okay. Long I was hair. just curious. Yeah. Um, no. So as, as we kind of, our view rapidly flows through the woods, uh, we approach the centaur. He's running, you know, jogging through his woods. He's, he's not in any rush particularly, but he also knows that Time is of the essence, that, that his sister is sick, that his sister is hurt, uh, that he is her last hope. Uh, in the distance, he begins to see these tiny spires that over time become massive. Um, and when I tell you Candlekeep, the images of Candlekeep online are hard to find in in royalty-free images. Um, but I can show you a picture of Mont Saint-Michel in France, which is what I like to imagine if you were there, if you were looking at it in 2020 vision, is what it would look like. Uh, Mont Saint-Michel is a beautiful, beautiful cathedral island, I guess, in France. A big, massive cathedral on top. Uh, and the way Candlekeep is described in the book is that it looks like an endless amount of candlesticks atop a birthday cake. Um, massive spires standing atop 50-foot-tall walls, surrounding a massive courtyard, holding more, even taller spires in the center. It's a massive castle. Uh, a lot of grab dre other than the roofs. The roofs are all different colors, so it, it gives the illusion of colored candlesticks. It gets its name Candlekeep from this view that it looks like melted candles kind of just pouring down an angled surface. Uh, It is on a cliff face, as you can see by the image I have up here in the corner. I will move a little closer so you can see it. That is the Dungeons & Dragons depiction of Candlekeep. Um, It is as Disney picture-esque castle looking as you can think. It is a beautiful place. It's very well maintained. Um, And in the very highest, tallest tower in the dead center, on the highest point of the land, there is a shining beacon. Um, It is indescribable. Candlekeep is essentially the, the library of Alexandria of the Sword Coast. Now, it is, it is well known across Sword Coast that Candlekeep is... Candlekeep is, is, the, is the repository of all knowledge. Uh, you know, 
I don't know if you came up with this yet, Cass. Uh, you did bullshit me backstory, so I'm throwing it to you anyway. Uh, <laughs> you do know, everybody knows, that to get into Candlekeep, it costs you something. It costs you a tome or book of knowledge that the, cape, the Keep doesn't already have. They have what was probably millions of books. It has been thousands of years of amassed knowledge piled into one Keep. So, Cass, Alador, what book did you bring? He says as he scrambles through his notes to find the book. <laughs> Cass? He might have DC'd. I don't know. In the top, it doesn't no, no, say no, no, disconnected. No. Okay. I'm, I'm bad. I'm, I'm sorry. It's just I had to look through my notes because I, <laughs> I had it in my inventory, but it booked it and saved. So That's it's okay. called uh, Daydream Compodium of the West. Okay. Have you read this book? Has so Alador read this book? Name, you're going to think of You're going to think. I have. Okay. I have. All right. So a little backstory of it. Right. So the centaur people, they're made of 12 uh, tribes, right? Each tribe is tasked with, uh, has, uh, I would say, a, it, it's, it describes it in the, in the, the Compodium as a hero, right? So the hero, each, each, each one kind is of a, cham- a champion pillars. of the tribe. Pretty much, yeah. yes. Uh, <laughs> it's known as the 12 pillars, and each, each tribe worships them. Okay. Not as gods, but as uh, more of a good luck. So, um, I'm I'm certain none of the books of the Twelve Pillars has come to Candlekeep, but that is I'm not totally certain okay. just because that's that's the other tribe's business. But my tribe allowed me to bring this in exchange to try to find information. On the disease right okay i'm for that um like i said in the distance you can see the spire start to rise from the tree line and you know your your journey is almost let's say halfway done i don't want to say complete your journey to candle keep is almost complete but your journey to this knowledge you feel is halfway done so you you're getting this sense of accomplishment as you as you gallop towards and even so you find yourself running faster and faster because of the excitement that you you have been told by many that this place holds the knowledge that you see. Now we're going to come back to Vincent. Galloping his horse, the sun is setting. You know that the shadows will be in your favor because it's one of the things you're ready for. Um, you also know that you're down to only three daggers. You have three left. You know that these people shooting bows and arrows, or I'm sorry, shooting arrows from their bows at you are getting more and more accurate. They're getting closer and closer to you. You know, they've, they've nicked one of your robes. Uh, they, they've probably ricocheted a round or two off of the stirrups. They're, they're getting damn close to, to hitting you. They're very well trained for horseback archers. Um, you stole this horse from these people. 
you're riding to Candlekeep because you're in search of your own knowledge, which we'll come to later. Uh, what do you do? You, you know if you throw your knives, you're not going to get them back. That's the thing. And you're down to three. So, what do you do in this scenario? You're running for your life at this point. What are my current surroundings? You're on a very well, well, I'm sorry, previously well-traveled trail. So it has carved a pretty decent road. Uh, you know, not, not concreted road by any means, but a dirt path that is very traveled enough over time that it has carved a decent, a decent uh, line through the woods. You know, on either side, you do have pretty, pretty thick woods. Um, and then, you know, not far to the east through those woods is a direct cliff down. You have you have come through Baldur's Gate. Uh, you you started in in Waterdeep. You've come south through Baldur's Gate. You've traveled through Baldur's Gate. That is where you stole your horse that you're riding currently, uh, which you don't know the name of. Okay. Uh, <laughs> you just stole the the best looking horse they had. I'm assuming. Uh, that just that seems like something Vincent would do. Yes. Uh, what? Do, how how far am I from? Candlekeep. 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 Yes, sorry. You can see the spires in the distance. I can see the spires. So yeah, I, I very, just just peeking over the edge of the mountain. So you figure you're you're still several miles off. Okay. And how many people were pursuing me? Sorry, last question. Roll a d6. Roll a d6. Do do do. That's second to the left on this board. On that. Should be. It's a square one. Cubes. Yep. <laughs> six. <laughs> I've got six people chasing me, and I have three knives. You have three knives that you know if you throw, you're not getting back. Because um, how are you going to go find them? You're in, you're in the woods. You're never going to remember exactly where you threw it, so... Let me let me say ne not let me not say never because the dice the dice decide. Uh, yeah. It's very unlikely. <laughs> very unlikely that I'm going to be able to stop to to refind your your daggers exactly. Now that's not to say uh, that I'm going to give you give you an idea here. You don't have to follow it. That's not to say that you you couldn't jump from horse to horse and kill every single person with a knife in your hand and never never leaves your hand, so you never lose it. Is, what is what is their distance from me to them? I'm gonna say there's two galloping on you rather quickly. They've stopped shooting their bows, and there's still four. There's there's gonna be three in the pack behind him. They're they're still trained on you with bows, and there's one that seems to be having trouble with his horse. He's still he's still okay. close enough that you know he's there. When you look back, you can see six people. But he seems to be trailing behind. Something is wrong with his horse. So... Hmm. <laughs> Shit, I'm gonna have to go get my dice. <laughs> I got them. Never mind, they're right here. So I would... So, so what I want to do is I want to... I'm going to throw a dagger at the closest horse to me. Hoping that when that horse falls would trip up some of the other horses behind him. Okay. So you're just gonna try and hit the closest horse to you with a knife? Yes. Uh are you yes. now I'm gonna ask you, you 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 do have your sharpshooter feet, so you don't have to worry about <clears throat> a uh 
How do I put this? You, you don't have to worry about a disadvantage on a distance. I'm going to say he's, he's probably getting close to that 20, 20 feet anyway, but 60 feet on a dagger. Um, okay. I do need to look up the stat block on a horse, because I don't know it. Uh, <laughs> I'm hopefully aiming for, like, the shoulder blade area, just to... Hopefully he's going to cause the horse to trip. Or fall. This is my hope. I'm long-shotting this. It's possible. Um, do you want to use that extra part part of the sharpshooter feat where you take the negative five to hit for a potential plus ten damage bonus, or do you not want to take that take that risk? Since I'm not worried, uh, what's what's what what am I going to need for damage to cause the? That's the question. You don't know. Um, I'm. I, you're not very familiar with. The horses of Baldur's Gate, the draft horses that they they ride. And this would be a. It would be an attack roll. It would be a D twenty plus whatever your attack modifier is for. Uh, for daggers. Daggers. Yep. Which now I'm gonna. You're on horseback, right? So you're. Do me a do me an animal handling check to see how well you're riding that horse. Give me just a second. It signed me out of my D and D. That's okay. Just do it on your phone. That way we can we can move through this. Because you're not even at Candlekeep yet. <laughs> we're just, we're trying to progress. Just do it on your phone. We'll get to it. Or just hit the if you hit the back button, it should just drop you right back in the thing. Yeah, you back buttoned me as I was logged in. That's fine. Uh. Okay. So you need a animal handling check. Yeah, animal handling D twenty plus whatever your animal handling is. It should be one of the very top on the skill list. My animal handling is a not minus one, so you can D twenty minus one then. Which the D twenty is the second to the right? Or last second last to the right? Because I think yes. Uh no, that's a D twelve. It's the one all the way on the right, sorry. Yeah. I gotta roll that so it'll go away. There we go. So twelve, so an eleven. Eleven. Okay, so you're you're riding this horse. It it's a lot bigger of a horse than you're used to coming from from Waterdeep. Typically, you're used to smaller horses. Waterdeep has a lot tighter streets than Baldergate, so we're gonna say you're used to maybe faster horses because they're a little bit smaller. This horse is very, very Clydesdale-like. It is thick. <clears throat> um, just open it up and click Authorize. It's fine. You can use my page. I did, yeah. yeah, and then just go to Campaign. You have to go up to the Collections in the top left, and then go to My Campaign. <clears throat> oh, I got my character sheet up. I'm, I'm, I'm logged in. <clears throat> okay. It was, uh, maybe I was a couple steps behind you. I don't know. Um, visually, anyway. The... Let me just go down here to Candlekeep and open up the map. That's fine. I'll just leave the map like that. Um, this horse is a little uncomfortable for you. You know, you're you're a medium average build guy uh, and human, and, and this is a rather thick horse. It's not made for anybody bigger than you. It's just you grabbed the biggest, strongest looking horse they had, and they caught you. 
<laughs> or they're they're mm, let me they want, they, saw they want to catch you yeah they they visually saw what you did and they're going after you that being said as weird of a, a mechanic as this is going to sound because you're doing it i'm going to give that horse half cover even though he's not even behind cover it's just a slight bonus to his ac because of the difficulty of you riding a horse turning around and throwing a dagger and keep in mind, when you throw this, you will be down a dagger, so you have to remove it from your inventory. That's fine. Yeah, go ahead. Um, <clears throat> so it's a d20 roll plus whatever your attack modifier is for daggers. Which I'm going right, to shift good. 9 back over to your table. I believe... It is a plus 6. Yes, so it's a plus 6, but I also believe with Sharpshooter, I ignore half cover. That's right, you do. So we'll say because you're you're uh you're so well trained, even though you're not as well trained on horseback. You you still make the throw. Go go ahead and, and roll D twenty. D twenty? Yeah, you're not gonna suffer the inconvenience of, of the horse being you steady yourself is what I mean. You you, you okay. take a deep breath, you make the shot as needed. So D twenty plus six. 17 shit yeah that hits homie so you're aiming for the horse's shoulder yes I'm okay aiming for the horse's shoulder give me your give me your damage roll which is a d6 correct d4, d4 plus four, yeah yeah d4 plus four because you're you rolled so fucking high for your deck stat <laughs> uh that's so that's a seven. seven uh yeah i mean that's a lot of damage, <laughs> damage for a horse. Uh, he's not dead, but he is going to definitely stumble. Let me let me see how badly here. Yeah, um, he's. We're gonna say that front foot buckles when he when he runs. That that front right leg that you're shooting at when you throw your dagger, it's gonna buckle out from underneath him. Uh, meaning that that horse is going to fall because I rolled a natural one, um, which is great for my first roll of the fucking campaign. Uh, um, yeah, so he, he, I mean, me rolling the natural one, that, that horse is going to step as the dagger hits, that foot is just going to curl up underneath him, and he is going to basically chest and face plant because of how elongated a horse's front end is. And that rider is going to go right over top of him. So you've knocked one horse completely out of the fight. But you are down a dagger. You have two left. Okay. Uh, the other rider is going to start to approach. And see how close he gets. Fuck me. <laughs> uh, Alright, so he's within... He's within 10 feet of you. He's he's not as close as I wanted him to be. Um, we're going to say he's he's within 10 feet of you. Uh, him and his horse are... You know, his horse is, is seemingly faster than your horse, or you may not be riding your horse to the extent that you think it can be rode. Okay. Because you you did roll at 11 on animal handling, so we're going to say that it's you're, you're dropping behind. You're, you're not riding him as well as you could be. Okay. Yeah, it's not necessarily the horse's fault what i'm trying to say um that being said he is out of range so he can't he can't really do a whole lot to you uh the other three are going to take some bow shots at your horse though so we'll see 
So that was my next question, because I did try <clears throat> trip those other three. I was going to ask if any of them tripped in the process. I didn't hear you say that. I'm sorry. Um, go ahead yeah. and roll me roll me three d20s. Roll them separately, though. So I, Yeah, roll them separately. And then we're going to add your performance modifier to them. As weird of a stat as that sounds, it's going to be how well you did your job. My performance modifier... It's going to be on that skills list. The the long, really long list in the middle of the screen, and then you have to scroll it down to... to Oh shit! Oh, playing D and D. Yeah, we're Excellent. playing D and D. I just we didn't join the D and D stream, Chaz. All it was. Oh okay. Uh, is a plus zero. So. Goodbye. Bye, Kaylin. <laughs> uh, do me a favor, guys, and jump to the D and D streams chat. It's in the fucking the D and D thing on Discord. Yeah, it'll put us I, in. The, was, yeah, it'll put bad. us in the same order, and then it'll put it private so nobody can join. Um, I don't see the D and D stream chat. There it is. Yeah, it's in its own folder. Okay, do the same thing for me, Cass. Where? Where? It, uh, on the left side, there'll be like the categories you can pick on Discord. Oh, I see it. One of them I is D&D. Yeah, and then just join the D&D streams chat. Perfect. There we go. And now everything will line back up the way it's supposed to. Hooray. Uh, <laughs> Alright, so I have a zero, a plus zero on performance, but... Uh... Oh, son. Okay. So essentially why that would be a performance role is because it's how well you're doing the job that you set out to do. Uh, you're not necessarily acting, but it's how well you did what you were trying to do. You you were trying to throw that dagger. You got a really good hit with that dagger. You really hurt that horse. It fell down. It hurt the rider very badly. Uh, when I rolled to see how much damage that guy took when he hit the ground, and he's fucked. <laughs> he's not. He's not. He's not dead, but he's fucked. Uh, when he hit, so the thing is, is I rolled to see if the horse would land on top of him, <laughs> and it did. Uh, <laughs> Oh man, I'm starting off on a good start. Here. That was that was good, homie. That was that was a good idea to try and throw it at the horse rather than the rider. I'll tell you that. Um, okay. um so I need to roll three d twenty to see if any of those. Yes, separately though, and they're going to be plus zero to see if, if they're going to trip over them. Essentially. <clears throat> so my first one is a eleven. Okay. Oh shit! I'm dropping dice. Hang on. Fifteen. Okay, that one's probably going to be good. Uh, first one falls. Second one falls. Third one's still riding, so you have at least three horses behind you still. Two are going to fall on that other horse. Okay, so I've, I've cut down three with one move. You cut down three with one move, and that's not bad, homie. That's a fucking great start for a D&D campaign. <laughs> um, first ever action in a D&D campaign to take out three people. That's right, with Love one dagger, story. homie. A dagger that takes a D4. Um, that being said, uh, the, so one is still behind, well, two or two are far behind, one is directly behind, the one is still having trouble with his horse, let's see how bad a trouble, uh, with a natural 20, he's not having trouble anymore, his horse is hauling ass, his horse caught up, so you do, you do still have three on you right now, he's not caught up with you, he's gonna take a couple of turns, so we'll see how many turns. Two. Okay, so he's going to take two turns. So you're going to have the ability to do two things essentially before he catches up to you with the other horse. So you you could take out the other two horses first. Uh, you have that option. You have the one guy that's on a bow behind you who's going to try and, and uh, try and hit you with a fourteen. Uh, oh shit! Cast disconnected. That's fine, yeah, we'll pick him back up. So he's gonna try to hit me with an old 14. Uh, of course. With a 14. Uh, that um, is my AC. Your armor class? Okay, so that is gonna hit then. 
That's fine, I got you, Cass. I'll send you the invite. One second. <clears throat> it's gonna take you a little while to render, it's alright. Yeah, it's all good, it's all good. Uh we might even be you know, I might I might even be able to run most of this without the thing running. You know what I mean? Like you you might be able to yeah. back out of it and I just tell the story essentially. Because I don't I don't have a map built for this. I'm just using the maps that they're providing right now. So if anything, you could just pull up the D and D stream, and we yeah, can just no, we can keep you up with that way, uh, or the Twitch stream, which I was trying to say. So yeah, uh, so you said fourteen is your AC, correct? Yes. Okay, so that arrow is going to hit, uh, and you are going to take three damage from that arrow. It is going to pierce. Let's say. Nick my ribs or something. Yeah, I'm. I'm gonna say it's gonna. It's gonna come. Probably. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna cripple your arm. That's not what I'm trying to do. Let's just roll a dice to see what's gonna land on. Cause there is like a stat block for this. Okay. Uh, left thigh. <clears throat> left thigh. All right. Yeah, it's gonna end up in your left thigh. Um, so you do take that arrow. It just sticks right in your left thigh. It does hurt severely because it is an arrow piercing into your flesh. Uh, but but you are still riding. Um, what do you do? It's your turn again. Go ahead. Uh, how far behind is that uh, guy on the faster horse? The one that was already close to you, or the one that was f catching up the was with the natural twenty? About ten feet. About ten feet. Yeah. Okay. Um, do I have any like tree branches or anything sticking out above, like in in reach above me, or anything like that over this path? Yeah. Yeah. Um, maybe not reachable sitting on the horse, but if you stood, maybe possibly. Stood. Yeah, which okay, I would yeah. need an acrobatics check to see if you could do that. Yeah. Uh, was there anything attached to the horse when I took it? Saddlebags, but you didn't look. Didn't look at them. Okay. Yeah. This horse, it looks like it was getting ready to go on a journey. Okay. Yep. But you didn't. Um, you didn't look in the bag. Their horses also have bags. It seems to be that these guys were getting ready to go somewhere, and you stole their horse out from underneath them. Okay, so <clears throat> I would like to search the saddlebags, actually. Okay, so that's going to be an investigation check. Okay, uh, so that's going to be a plus one. <clears throat> no, because it's not Fae Fiend or Undead. Uh, yeah. uh, pro tip, if you guys like Reese's, Reese's has started making... Marshmallow top Reese's like like fluffer nutters, but it it's in a Reese. Shit's wild. Uh, what do I need to roll for that investigation check? A D twenty. I'm gonna take a thirteen. Thirteen, okay. Uh, you find a ring on a necklace. Standard bedroll equipment backpack. Um. Yep, I'm dropping my Reese's. Um, it's your standard like traveler's day pack. Okay. Spare clothes, uh, spare pair of boots, water skin, um, a wine skin, and they're very clearly labeled. One, you know, one is. One is clear. You can see it's water. The other one is deer hide of some kind. A hide of some kind. Okay. Um, 
two flasks of oil. <clears throat> and roll a roll D eight. D eight, that is one looks like a diamond. Or two pyramids stacked on top of each other. Is going to be a six. I was really hoping you didn't roll six. Um, <laughs> a short bow. Oh, I'm sorry, a hand crossbow. A hand crossbow. A hand crossbow. And since you got one, I'll give you some bolts for it. Roll a d6. <clears throat> and there are four bolts. Roll a roll a d20 now. We're doing evens and odds for this one. D20. Mm -hmm. Odds is good. Evens is bad. Nine. Okay. Um, it's loaded. <laughs> All right. Now, because you took the time to investigate something... Yeah, you, I figured that was my action. You have a bonus action. Your movements are all going to go together, so it's not like you can run away from them. You're all moving in the same path. Okay. So I'd like to... So I can use my bonus action to attack, can't I? You had to take the melee at uh, attack to do that. Okay. You can activate your rights because you're a rogue blood hunter. Um, but having seen what you did to that first guy with the first horse, <laughs> hold on, and the second horse, and the third horse with a fucking three and a four. Um, I don't know what mojo has rubbed off of my dice. This is some bullshit. Uh, cause these are my these are my dice that I used to fuck up Cass and Nick with. These are these are the these are the yellow and red ones. Yeah. Not rolling in your favor. These ones. Yes. They lost the mojo. They lost the mojo, homie. I also still have these ones that I haven't me. rolled yet. It's just me, cause I bet you you're gonna roll them against Cass and roll that twice. It's possible. Yeah. Um. Roll me another animal handling check real quick. Uh, and that was a D6? 20. Or D20. I'm learning still. You're good, dude. That is going to be a four. Oh, shit. Alright, having seen what you did to the other two guys, you know that taking down the horse seems to be the better option. But... In searching for the in searching through the bags behind you, you kind of took your attention off of riding forward for a second. Give me a shit. What's your passive perception? Because you're going to be turned around. I'm going to say you don't see this coming. My perception. Passive perception. Passive perception, I believe, is a nine. He did. Uh, he was very excited, Sammy. Passive perception. Yes, it is a nine. Nine. Yes. Yeah, I've got a. You forgot I had a go, passive perception, didn't you? No, that's. Go ahead and roll me a d20 at disadvantage. So two and take the lower number. You can roll them both at the same time because it'll show us the separate numbers. Eleven. Eleven. Okay. Uh. Yeah, with your acrobatics modifier, that's gonna be enough. That'll be fifteen. Um. At the very last second. You hear, you hear the horse's head 
brush some branches, and you know that his head is below where your head is. He's lower than you, so you know you have just that long to move, and you catch yourself just fast enough that you, you don't get absolutely shithoused. You know, you, you're, I'm sorry, you don't get absolutely have your shit rocked by a tree branch. Um, because that would have fucking sucked, let me tell you. The guy behind you, that's very close to you, with a 19, uh, also gets out of the way. We'll say that he, he dodges it. He, I don't know, we'll say he does some fancy shit. He leans back and fucking Neo Matrixes this goddamn tree branch, homie. And you, you did some fucking, like, laid flat planked on the horse or something. Uh, just for story's sake, we'll say that's what happened. You laid down very tightly, you know, like you're hugging a crotch rocket almost. Yeah. Um... That being said, let's let's jump back to Cass for a second. Cass, you are getting close as hell, man. You're getting very excited. Alador can you can feel your hope climbing, if that makes sense. You you know you know it deep down inside that this is the place where you need to be to save your sister. It is drastically important that you you do this, you be here, you do this thing. Now, as you're galloping, you can hear your own, you know, that typical of a horse, you know, as he's galloping along because your lower half is that of a massive fucking horse. Um, I don't know. I don't own horses or horses... Are like a six foot tall for a body? Is that like a lot for a horse? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I don't think so. I don't really know a whole lot for horses. <laughs> uh, You're from Ocala, dog. Yeah, I know. Hor- horse capital of the fucking world. And I don't own no goddamn horses, homie. I've dated a bunch of girls that have owned them, but I don't, I don't fuck with horses. I don't fuck with horses. <laughs> um, you didn't date that to learn about horses I, sure. I own a motorcycle oh shit Dalton went hunting and he got himself a buck that's great man nice that's fucking great now your dad has to teach you how to gut a deer good luck with that yeah, you have to get your first buck that's lol if you don't get blooded in you didn't kill it you didn't kill it it doesn't count. If you don't get blooded in, you didn't kill it. It doesn't count. I'm calling it right now. That's great, though, dude. We're super fucking happy for you. That's that's a big a fucking picture, stepping stone. Yeah. yeah, put it in. Put it. Put it in the I, fucking not maybe not gen chat. I don't know something on Discord. Uh, put it in gen chat. Try not to make it too fucking graphic. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> um. Congrats, I know, I know that's a great feeling. Yeah, that's a, that's a huge feeling for somebody who enjoys hunting to get their first deer, dude. That's fucking awesome. First, I'm super proud. first buck, is, it's unreal, dude, it is. Uh, that's important enough we can break from the game, right? No. Yes. <laughs> so we'll we'll start here, again. we'll get back to it. The, the... Oh, let me shift over to your table, actually. What is it, six for you? It is six for you. God damn it, I'm getting good at this. Okay. <laughs> uh... I remember and shit, man. I spent like twenty something hours in here making this room. All right, I'm aware. Um, you as you're starting to get close to the the kind of split off road that takes you to the entrance of Candlekeep, you start to hear a lot more galloping, and it sounds much more rushed than yours. 
Um, it it sounds like whoever it is is. I mean, you you know because you have horse legs. They're either running to or from something. You know what that sound is. You know you you have run to or from something in this manner before, and you know exactly the difference between that normal a horse you know horse pace to insanely fast. You know he he is Kentucky Derby sprinting his ass off as this horse on on a horse, and you you can hear him. You don't even know it's a him yet. You see a, a hooded figure, you know, in the distance. The very farthest you can see down this, this grassy, very shady, because the trees go up and wrap over the top of the... It create kind of a canopy, a tunnel almost. Uh, yeah. And ahead, you can also see the split-off. You know, the split-off is probably... If you split this into thirds, it would be on your one-third, and then there would be a third section... And that another third at the far end of that would be the shaded figure riding on horseback. You're very okay. keen to this sound, though. You know what it is. Okay. Trying to stress that part. Okay. Um, okay. It's somebody running to or from something. You know what it is. Mm. What do you do? Mm -hmm. uh, I'm going to, just because I hear it, I'm going to slow down and just kind of confusedly look around. Or. You know the sounds coming from in front of you. Do I? You what are you? What are you trying to look for? For the origin of the sound, like I'm trying to like slow down and try to. Like, well, in in the distance, you know, uh, let's call it let's call it a mile. That's fair. A mile ahead of you, it's a small figure. There's a dust cloud behind it. It is moving. It is coming towards you. You can see the small little black dot growing bigger and bigger and bigger, very very slightly. Um, it's much easier to tell when you. When you stop, when you come to a complete stop, you can very much, very clearly see that it is coming towards you. Uh -huh. It is yeah. hauling ass. <clears throat> okay. Oh, jeez. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna. I'm gonna. All right. So I stop. I'm gonna. I'm gonna start moving again. I'm gonna start uh, gallop. Uh, take. I'm gonna start galloping towards. Okay. Quickly towards or it. stealthy or just a normal pace. Uh, a normal pace, but I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna move a little bit further to the right just to be out of the way. Okay, so kind of to the well. Let me. Going you're going northward, and, and he's going coming southward. Also. I want to clarify that for you. So if you look at the map for me, like the I didn't send you the map of I did. I sent you the map. It's in Discord. Um. Yeah. Yeah. So you uh. If you pull up the map of Candlekeep, like the... I'm sorry, not even the map of Candlekeep. This would be a map of... Uh, of Faerun, Faerun, um, which is in the D&D chat on Discord. So look in that real quick. Yep, yeah, is there... Candlekeep is just below Baldur's Gate. Um, he is coming from okay. Baldur's Gate southward to you. You're going northward to Candlekeep. Okay. okay. So see, when you get to the right... You're going to be going away from the road that goes to Candlekeep. No, 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 I'm not. I'm not. I'm not turning right. I'm going to push to the right. So if I'm walking, so you just I'm want to, you want to be on the right tree line, essentially. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I want to be on the right side, <clears throat> still on the path heading towards. Okay, so you're you're just kind of trying to get out of the way. I misunderstood. When I thought you said going to the right, I thought you were trying to say you're going down the trails. That's what I was trying to clarify. 
no, no, no. Yes, yes, yes. I'm just trying to trying to push off and just keep going, but just not trying to be in the way. Okay. Um. Okay. Um. Anything else? More should we um, jump back no, into just, his combat? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's go, let's go back to his combat. I'm not I'm not close enough to do anything to know what's going on. Okay. Okay. Well, we jump back into it. Paying the the attention snaps back to you as you're galloping your horse. You grabbing. You have the. Uh, your right hand dominant, correct? Vincent is right hand dominant? Yes. Okay, so you have the the, the reins in the left hand. You're riding the hell out of this horse. Give me another animal, uh, animal handling check. And that is a d20. Yes. <clears throat> it's minus one, right? Yeah. Oof. Uh, eight. All right. Roll me a d ten. I gotta roll two dice too. I don't know if I roll a ten. Ten. A nine. A nine. Okay. Nine. Um, we will say with your with your little nine roll there that was that was positive enough that you're doing okay. Uh, even though you're having a lot of trouble maintaining speed on this horse. He seems to be slowing up, speeding down, slowing up, speeding down. You know, and and you know that part of it is you taking your attention off to look at the people behind you, to search the bags, to throw a dagger. What you've been doing to keep yourself as, as safe as you want to call your lifestyle. Um, you know that a lot of this is your you're doing it's you're not understanding the horse this particular horse you're not bonding well with him it seems <clears throat> um if you roll negatively again like below a 10 you're gonna start having bad problems okay on on the animal handling checks the next round you'll have to roll another animal handling essentially okay. um, um so that being said you're having some trouble what do you plan on doing your animal handling check is going to affect what happens that's why I'm, I, 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 I keep having you do this is the guy behind me on a smaller horse more suited for my size? Yeah. Yeah, his, his source so, is, is smaller for your size. Yeah, I'm going to say when you picked this horse, you picked it because it was the largest. It appeared to be the strongest. It was the most muscularly defined. Um, now you're realizing that this is probably a horse made for towing. Yes. Not a horse built for speed. And you needed a horse built for speed. Okay. So The horse behind I, I you do. seems to be smaller, leaner. And faster, much faster. Is I would like to <clears throat> take the guy off the other horse and take his horse. Like you want to stand up on your horse, jump to his horse, and flying kick Maybe, him off yeah, of it? Or just knock him off as I'm landing on his horse. Okay. Or at least attempt to. Okay. Um, so to climb up on your horse, to stand on it, I'm going to do an acrobatics check. So it's a D20, D20 plus a four. Yeah. That's gonna be eleven. Okay. Um, it's gonna be uneasy footing, so we're gonna say your next roll is gonna be disadvantage because you you rolled poorly for animal handling, mm -hmm. uh, and that one was not the best roll either. The so the the DC for that was gonna be a fourteen. You needed to roll at least a fourteen to get to the other one, so you needed to roll a ten plus four essentially. Okay. Um. Wait, was it 11 on the dice? 
Or was it 11, uh, no, it was 11 total? Did you add did you add the four to it? Yeah. Okay, okay. Um Yeah, so that being said, your your uneasy footing when you make the jump, your your athletics athletics check to make this jump from one to the other, uh is gonna be is at a disadvantage. So because of those two negative rolls. You didn't meet the DC for the other one, plus the negative horse. You know, we're gonna say when you stand up, it makes the horse a little uncomfortable. Uh and he, he seems to be I'm not going to say slowing down to let the other horse get closer, because that would seem like it would better your situation. We're going to see that he... Or we're going to say that he... Uh, he seems to just be uncomfortable with somebody standing on him. He was okay with somebody riding him, not all that well. Standing, standing on him is just really unsettling for the horse, and it seems to be fucking you up, too. So, give me, give me two D20s, take the lower number... Whatever your your uh, athletics modifier is, add that, add that in. It's a one. Um, <laughs> what's your what's your athletics modifier? Just so I can do the math here. That's a plus four. It's a five either way. <laughs> your your athletics is plus four. Yeah. You're reading acrobatics. Oh, oh acrobatics, acrobatics. Yeah, uh, athletics is different. It's strength based. Athletics is minus two. <laughs> Oh fuck! She so rolled a negative one. Uh, yeah, I failed this. <clears throat> Let me do something here. Hang on, I fucked that up. It bounced off the table. It's a fourteen. That's a sixteen, and that's an eighteen. Yep, this hurts. Roll me two d sixes. Nope. Yeah. Together. No, I'm sorry. 2d4s. 2d4s, not 2 sixes. I'm sorry. Just roll those and then cancel them out with 2d4s. That would have been fucking I lucky. Really don't that that would have been fucking lucky. Alright. As you jump from this horse to the other horse, it's gonna be like... It's gonna be like almost every... Poor jump scene in a movie, homie. You you jump from one horse to the other, both hands onto the side of the horse, and your feet are just dangling, kicking. You're trying to catch your way back up, and the horse's legs are so long and powerful in comparison to yours that as he's stepping forward, your feet start to drag, your body starts to slide off of the horse, and you're going to fall. Okay. When you fall, you're going to take four damage. You're going to take one at first, because that's what you rolled at first, and the second horse that's going to come very close to you, the guy who has the bow, he's going to try and shoot an arrow at you as he passes over top of you. Now, you are prone, so he is at disadvantage because he's using a ranged weapon. Does a 13 hit? No. My AC is 14. Okay, because I rolled a 1 and a 9. I'm sorry, not, I'm sorry, not a 1 and a 9. I rolled a 17 and a 9. So, so you're going to take, you're gonna take uh, 4 in total. So it was 1 and the 3. 1 when you hit when you uh, got shot by this arrow. No, I'm sorry. Fuck. Not. I did that wrong. One, you only take one damage because you hit the ground and you, while rolling, somehow dodged an arrow that was shot right from above you. And he missed the, the arrow. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, dude. Dalton, we'll see you later, homie. We appreciate you coming yeah, in and hanging out. Congrats on that deer, man. That was massive. Um, like a good eight point. Now you have guy number three that rolled the natural 20. 
Oh, shit. On his animal handling coming up on you rather quickly. This guy has not been carrying a bow the entire time. He has been carrying a sword. He was... Because he was carrying a sword and his buddies were carrying the bows, I'm gonna say it's fair for you to assume that it was his fucking horse that you stole. Uh, and you have his crossbow in your hand. <clears throat> Which, you know what? D were you holding the crossbow or did you clamp it onto you? I clamped it onto me. Okay. Yeah, I'll, I'll let you retcon that in because I didn't ask at the time. Um, that, sh that was bad on my bad for not, for not asking what you do with the crossbow. So you have it clamped onto your side. When you fell, roll me, roll me a d6 for you and nods. Odds are good, so, um, we're gonna say the crossbow didn't go off, because it was loaded when you put it on your hip. <laughs> uh, I was just gonna make you reload, I was gonna make it shoot you, but I was just gonna make you take the time to reload it. Um, so, he's approaching, you have his crossbow, it is attached to your hip. We're gonna see what he does, because he has a sword and you have his weapon. You have his main weapon, I keep rolling this fucking dice off the table. So is he going to be swinging at me with disadvantage because it's not his main weapon, or...? No, uh, he essentially... Even though it's not his main weapon, he is still trained in martial weapons. Okay. So he, his character is still going to be trained in martial weapons as you're approaching. Or as he's approaching you, you are still prone, which means he does get advantage on the attack, but because he's moving on horseback, I'm going to take away that advantage. Okay. Um, so it's just going to be one single roll. And it is a fucking 13 in total. You survive. <laughs> Pain has survived his first fucking iteration of combat, apparently. Um, the other two that have passed you are slowing down to turn around. Obviously, they're galloping their horses rather quickly. Um, so they, they have to slow down to make the turns around anyway. These aren't fucking barrel horses where they can stop on two fucking, you know, in, in two strides. These are horses that are made for long-distance journeys, so when they slow down... These horses are pretty winded at this point. <clears throat> now, uh, let's jump back over to, to Cass. Uh, Cass, you're going to have... Or Alador, I should say. i got to get used to guys calling you guys by your fucking character name. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I don't even remember your Warforged name, homie. I just remember Nyx as Garnigan, because it was such a strange fucking name. Oh god, I don't even remember it myself. It was something oh, really god. simple, because you were a robot. <laughs> I remember oh, it being god. it being not absurdly complicated. Kane. Um, it was Yeah, it was Kane something, that's right, yeah. And then you, like, took the name of your master, whatever it was. I don't remember what was your last name. The guy who built you. Uh, anyway. You see in front of you, now galloping past you, an empty horse. You didn't really catch what happened at the, the far end of this, you know, almost... We'll say he's probably close to three quarters of a mile at this point. You didn't really see what happened. Uh, you, you just know now that this horse is riderless gallops right past you like you're not even there homie just takes on just whoosh, gone man's man's moving pretty quickly um you could you could easily keep up you're much fitter than this horse uh-huh but uh. it blows right by you saddlebags are flapping in the air you know saddle is just sliding back and forth like one does 
yeah. In the distance, though, in that that three quarter, you know, three quarters of a mile further down the road, you can see now three more horses. You can see two that seem to be stopping very quickly uh, because they are, again, as I said, these are not barrel horses. These are not horses made for stopping very quickly. These are not show horses. These are horses made for utility. Uh, you can see a third horse much further back, and you can see a small, I'm going to say small, an average-sized <laughs> uh, black-cloaked figure on this, on the ground, on his two, well, he's not on his two feet, I'm sorry, he's on his back. You can see him laying on the ground, like he's, it, it would appear that he fell from his horse. <clears throat> okay. Um, what do you so do? So, after, after seeing this, I'm going to rush, I'm going to rush towards, uh, towards them. Because I don't know what's going on. I don't know if he's uh, better figures being attacked or anything. Well, okay. What's going on? So I'm gonna rush uh, towards them. Uh, am I close enough to do a perception check to see what they look like? Like uh, the dude, the guys on the on the on the horses. I'm gonna say probably not. But what you can do is dash this round, and next round you can do it. Okay. You know, so saying I'll, saying yeah. three quarters of a mile is probably a bit further than I want it to be. Let's let's say he's under a quarter of a mile at this point. Like, you, you have closed the ground to the... You're going to start here at the corner where you could just take the turn and walk to Candlekeep. You can see the gates in the distance, you know, further down this road that kind of curves a little bit. You can see you can see the gates in the distance, uh, but he's maybe a quarter mile further up the road. That way you, you have a decent picture of what's going on at this point, and that would make a little more sense for, like, how the horse has covered that much distance in this short amount of time. Um, yeah. yeah pretty, pretty. So okay. you, you can see... Essentially, that it is a hooded figure. It seems to be masculine in shape, uh, and the the two closer horseback riders are masculine. If you want to check further for that, you can. Uh, it's gonna be pretty pretty high DC to do it, though. I don't know what your perception is offhand, yeah, but uh, you might be able to make the roll. <clears throat> it is entirely your choice. Would you like uh, yeah. to dash and get a, get closer? That way, the next round you could move, or you could perception check and then move, and you'd be pretty close to being in range. Yeah, that that's better. I'd, I'd rather it be lower than okay required. Than, okay, than so higher. you you do your movement, you dash. Um, you're you're pretty close at this point. We're doing a little a little loose on the movement distances here, but you're we're say because you're a big ass horse, uh, centaur man. You're, you're getting pretty close at this point. You yeah, you're one full turn of okay. movement away. So it'd be another eighty feet essentially because you move forty feet in one round being being a centaur. Yes. Uh, so we'll yes, say yes. you're another 80 feet away. Okay, that's fair. That's um, <clears throat> would you like to do anything else? Uh, I'm also gonna I'm gonna pull out my spear just in case. Okay. Because uh, I don't know what's going on. Okay. So I'll pull out my spear. And Is there anything special about your spear? Like, do you want to talk about what it looks it like or anything? It does happen. And, uh, no, it's a it's just uh wow, it's just a a simple spear that we crafted. Okay. Village. Is what is the blade made of? That's kind of what I'm looking for here. Is it is it a piece of obsidian? Is it a piece of steel? A piece of uh you know bronze? It's piece it's of just piece an of rock. Iron, iron, <clears throat> iron. Uh, okay. Iron spearhead. Okay. Cool. Uh, so you have an iron spearhead. That's fine. Or iron spear with an iron spear. Or I'm sorry, wooden spear, iron spearhead. That's what I'm trying to say. <laughs> 
Uh, perfectly fine. Okay, so we'll jump back, yes, jump right yes. back into Pain's combat. We're slow. Uh, Pain, you are on your back. The two that seem to be slowing down are, or that they have slowed down, they're slowed down. They are turning around, and the other one is trying to come to a rapid stop as well. Uh, okay. the two bowmen are within distance of you. Uh, to shoot you. Because they're 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 quite they're halfway between you and whatever this figure is that seems to be rushing at you from the distance. It kind of looks like your horse that just left you <clears throat> because it's also chestnut brown, and that's that's really all you can figure out. You did just fall from a horse, so your your eyes are a little fuzzy. Um, to go beyond that, I mean, it's it's kind of your choice what you do right here. The third one, the third one that was that swung the sword at you while you were prone and missed. Um, he he's got to slow the horse down it, again. He was having trouble originally, so let me check him real quick. That's another natural he twenty. He's one. not he's not having no. The first one he the first one was a a one, so he was in really. I'm sorry, the first one was a three. He was having really bad trouble with his horse. The second one was a natural twenty, and the third one I just rolled was also a natural twenty. What the fuck? <clears throat> Uh, I don't make I don't make the rules, homie. The dice do. I know. Uh, um, I, that's a lie. I do make the rules. The right the dice enforce them. There's <laughs> uh, natural twenty on the dice, so he he's gonna stop his horse rather quickly. Next turn, he would have the ability to attack you. Not this coming turn. This one is gonna be stopping the horse, getting off the horse, turning around, being ready to fight with you. The next turn, he could attack you. <clears throat> the other two, bows up and ready. What do you do first? I am going to get up and run into the deep shrub shrubbery that's on the side of the road because you did say it is a, a decently dense forest. Yeah, absolutely. It is very, very thick underbrush. In. Very, very thick underbrush. I'm going to run and into very, very dark. To hide. Okay, so you're going to take your action to hide? Yes. Okay. You dash into the, the shrubbery. You can only go 30 feet. No, sorry, dash because dash is another, another action. You run into the, in the forest. You can only move 30 feet. So I'm going to say... Roll me a... Roll me a d10. You're trying to go low here. That is a six. Six? Okay, so we'll say the edge of the dirt path is, is six feet from the... The, uh, the edge of the, the tree line. You know, uh, we'll say, because it was a six, the first ten feet, you know, the, the six feet to the trees, another four feet before it gets very dense. After that... You're pretty well... You need to roll me a, uh, a stealth check. Okay, uh, that's <clears throat> gonna be a plus four, and it is my expertise, so does that also give me my proficiency bonus? It's already included in those numbers on DD Beyond. So oh, it's okay. still plus four. So I need to do a d20 roll, or...? Yes, d20 plus four. It's <clears throat> going to be a four. Fourteen, okay... Uh, as soon as you hit that deep shrubbery, they lose you. The two bowmen. Okay. Uh, they are going to kind of blindly fire, which is going to be a negative a disadvantage, not negative. That's a no. That's a no. That's a nat one. Means. Uh, the first guy wildly just flings an arrow, and it's it's not far from you, because he rolled a thirteen. <laughs> thirteen in total is what he got. Uh, the, the arrow swung by you, it just, he couldn't, couldn't exactly keep track of where you were, and you, you fairly well hid when you ran through there. Um, okay. the other one was in that one, 
So go ahead, go ahead and roll me a d20 for evens and odds. Evens, evens is bad, odds is good. <clears throat> Ten. Evens is bad. Okay. Well, fuck. His bowstring breaks. Then we'll just call that right there. Uh, so question: Do I have a bonus action currently, or no? Your uh, yes, you would have a bonus action because you use your your movement to run, your action to hide. You do have a bonus action left. Okay, uh, I'd like to use that bonus action to draw my dagger and hold it in my hand. That's fine. Yeah, I would have assumed you had it already. That's fine though. Yeah. Okay. I, I just I know I hadn't said anything about drawing any weapons yet. So That's okay. I, I want to draw. Yeah, th weapons. this early on, dude, being that your character is level two, we're not super focused on the the heavy detail shit yet. It's just kind of okay. this whole thing is to get you into playing your character. Okay. That's the idea. What you know, what uh, Vincent would do. Just trying to go with the things I thought I needed to do. That's fine. Yeah, the further we get into a campaign, like it, the more detail our combat battle or our, our battle scenarios will get into. Um, you know, like when you get to the island that you're going to that I don't want to mention yet. Uh, in the main campaign, you're, if you run into any battles, the battles are going to be a lot more precise, and I will explain a lot more, and it's going to take us a lot longer to get through them. This is taking a lot longer than I thought it was going to take, but that's fine. I don't care. Okay. It's, the yeah, fun of this is teaching you what to do. If that's since it's already pretty much known that I've got my dagger in hand, can I use my bonus action to pull my, that crossbow into my left hand? Sure. Yeah, I can do that. That's fine. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, be, because of how... Uh, reliant you are on your you know very close combat blades and being daggers uh, I would say that you would almost always have one on you like when you sleep when you eat you would have one within arm's reach at all times okay yeah that being said is there anything special about your daggers are these are these just cheap shitty you know iron daggers are these steel daggers are what do the handles look like is there anything special about them so these, so these daggers, and so what they are, they were a gift to me for joining the guild, and they are pitch black steel daggers. What guild? <clears throat> shadow Thieves. Remember, I know. The people watching don't know. For, for joining the Shadow Thieves when I was younger. Okay. And as a gift for completing my training, I was gifted these <clears throat> pitch black steel daggers. One you have lost. That one I have lost, yes. Yeah, but the intention is for you to use them. Yes. When you're gifted something by a thieve guild that were probably stolen, but when they were given to you, <laughs> Chad, yes, the, the intention is for you to protect yourself with them. So part of you, I would say, is, is rather excited about that, that you feel like, yes, you finally got to the point in your career where you're doing what you're supposed to be doing. This is the, the intensity that you signed up for. Yes. <clears throat> okay. Uh... Anything else? Okay, so they're pitch black daggers with a leather hilt on them with red threading throughout it. <coughs> I like that color combo. That sounds cool. Yeah. Um, but a single one of those daggers has a red stripe up the middle. Okay. Um, yeah, I'll take that. Uh, that being said, you cast, you see, uh, you see him, you see a figure, I don't say him yet, uh, you see a figure bolt into the woods, and you see the two that already had got off their horses fire two arrows. One of them, you see very clearly his bow has a problem. Uh, you don't, I'm gonna say you're not necessarily close enough to see that his bowstring broke yet, but there seems to be something wrong with his bow. You know, he puts his hand down, he's obviously yelling something, a curse. 
Okay. Uh, what, lang oh. what languages how, do you speak? How... <clears throat> oh, that is... I speak It'd be in your proficiencies. Elvish, Sylvan, and okay. Common. Yeah, so you're, you're gonna know exactly what he's saying, because he's saying this in Elvish. Uh, essentially, he yells, uh, this piece of shit, you know? Uh, what he's gonna say, what he's gonna say essentially is human piece of shit. Human piece of shit. Human okay. piece of shit, as he throws the bow on the ground and draws a short sword. Okay. Um. Whether or oh, not, okay. whether or not that's directed at the figure who just ran into the woods, or if that is directed at the bow, I'm gonna say because you didn't necessarily see the bowstring break, you're not necessarily sure which one it's directed at. But you know, it, oh. it was it was said in an aggravated tone, loudly enough okay. that you at eighty feet away could clearly hear it in a different language. Wow, <laughs> jeez, okay, he's mad. Um, what do you do? So, uh, my turn, I'm guessing. Or, yes, yeah, right, it's so it's on I'm you now. I'm gonna move up forty feet, so that should be forty feet away. Forty feet away. Yeah, I'm gonna do a perception check because I. I know he's speaking Elvish, but I don't know what he looks like, and I want to see if I can tell. That's fine. Let me tell you a little bit about them before you decide whether or not you want to make a perception roll, because now you're close enough that I would tell you that your your passive perception would tell you a little bit. Okay. Um, before you actively have to go and, and seek and waste a turn trying to do this. I don't want to say waste, but like intentionally use a turn for this. You might not have to, based on the information I gave you. Um... As you get closer, these three men, the ears, very clearly elvish. Their skin is very, very olive brown dark. Oh. Um, oh. The armor that they're wearing is very, very dark steel. It's almost black. Um... The one who is still on the horse is wearing, like, a black leather armor rather than a metal armor, but it does have metal accents across yeah. the, the chest. Like, there's two, essentially, two metal chest pieces that are separated like pecs would be, essentially. Yeah. And then, along the abdomen, there are two metal slits going straight down. That same very dark black steel. His helmet, very clearly dark black metal. Uh, and... His helmet has a red stripe running from right between the eyes to the very clearly back of his head where his long, uh, long, very, very dark black hair is flowing out of the bottom of it. The other two, you can't see their hair flowing out of the bottom of their helmets. You just see it on him. <clears throat> he does look to be... His, his face, because he's still facing you, I would say he very clearly looks like he would be an elder of the two that you just saw turn around. Okay. 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 Uh, that's the information I'm going to give you. Ooh, that is your, your so. passive perception knowing that, because you're a fucking druid, and your perception's stupid. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. Uh, oh, dang. Uh, <clears throat> dang, that's, that's a good thing. Uh, I'm gonna, so I'm, I'm 40 feet away. I'm sure. going to... I'm going to announce myself just so that I don't fucking I don't surprise them if I try to move closer and then I'm t ten feet away. And go, um, hey, what's going on? Ba you know. I'm going to tell you based on your perception, they know you're there. Oh, they okay. Yeah, um, they know you're there, but you're not their intended target by any means. 
You're you're very clearly insignificant to them at this point in time. Oh. <clears throat> wow. That's 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 messed up. I don't um, mean it as an insult. I'm just No, I don't I don't. I don't. Yeah, you you played with me enough to know what I talk off, about man. and the way I mean it when I say it. Come on. I know. I know. <laughs> I'm gonna piss I, these guys the fuck off. I, um, you've yeah, seen the hooded I'm, figure dressed in black run into the woods. You've I'm seen. Gonna, I'm just gonna yell. Uh, what's going on here? I'm I'm seeing what's. Are you guys? Um, guys in trouble. Now because remember the, these so these are very clearly full blooded elves. Uh, uh -huh. do you want to tell the cast what your half, your, your humanoid half is? <clears throat> do you not remember? I'll tell you if you don't remember. Oh, my bad, dude. I, I, You're yeah. okay. Oh, true. No, it's not druidic, is it? It's dryad. No. Dryad. Yeah, it's very close to druid. It's okay. Your druid is your class. Your race is, is centaur. But being centaur, yeah. you get to be half whatever you want to be, as long as it's a humanoid creature, half horse. So, okay, just like like Nick's character is half dragon, he chose elf as his other dra as other half. So he's half dragon, half elf. Wow. M meaning that's he lives for two thousand years. <laughs> that's that's beautiful. Uh. But you you get to choose your other half. I I totally allow that. Even if it's not in the books, I would yeah. allow that. Um, dryad yeah. is what you are, which is it comes oh, yeah. into importance later. You're half dryad, you're half horse. So when you pull up, when you when you're approaching them, elves are typically xenophobic. Ah, you know stop. this. You've dealt with them before. Yeah, they're they're in your woods, you know the woods the woods that your but your the horse half of your though. family. Yeah, yeah. Well, they've grown to be they've grown to be good with you, but these aren't elves that you you don't recognize. They're yeah. you don't recognize where they're from because their skin is a color you've never seen. But you know those ears. Yeah. Those are the elves that they you know they have to be related in some way somehow to the ones that are in your woods too. Um, that being said, when they look at you, one of them spits. He, he does not want to pay you the time of day. The one that is very clearly 10 years their senior screams, be gone, half-blood. Oh, this is none of your concern. Screams it at you. He's very clearly unhappy. This man is, he's in a bad fucking mood. I'll give you a chance Hell. to do something else. Because you didn't, you didn't roll a perception check, so do, do your thing. What do you, what do you want to do? Oh, man, that's hard. I'm, I'm, I'm just kind of flabbergasted at this. I'm kind of... I'm going to... I'm going to... Can I... Can I... Yeah, I don't know that... That Alador would have experienced a lot of... About this. Yeah, yeah, you could spend a turn just, like, processing. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'm a, yeah, I'll do that. I'll okay, because I'm going to say, I, I don't think Alador would have experienced this kind of, like, hatred up to this point. Yeah. This This kind of direct, like, intentional hatred. They just don't like you because you're you. This is, this is true xenophobia at its core. They do not like you because yeah. you are yeah. half-blooded. 
But that's it. You want to spend your turn just kind of processing what's going to happen? Okay. Yeah. Okay. We're going to jump back to... To to Vincent. Thank you for cheering. Sorry. Dalton cheering for 800. I appreciate that, man. Yeah, dude. Take your shot. Um... So, uh, no, 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 don't skip forward. Take your shot. Nah, boy. <laughs> Get that shot going, son. <laughs> um, to clarify where you are, you are 20 feet into the woods. You're hidden. They're not tracking you very well. That arrow was very close to you. They know what direction you've went in. And you've went in towards a cliff. There's only... A few hundred feet worth of woods here before you hit a cliff that's going to drop several hundred feet to the water. And two of them are currently <clears throat> facing. Two of them are facing you. One is facing Cass. He's still turning the horse around at this Cass. point in time. Okay. No, one. One, it, okay. the, one of the younger ones just kind of spit when he talked to him because he saw him when he pulled up. He knew what he is. So it's the, it's the older one talking to Cass. <clears throat> And they're yes. all I wouldn't even say talking. I would say like he addressed him, and oh, he yeah. he was in the process of like he's off the horse now, in the process of turning around. Cass approached, and he was like, "Be gone, half blood. This is unimportant to you." And 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 he's you know in the process, literally slow motion turning as you're processing, thinking what you're gonna do. Uh, okay. So before he. 60 feet yes. Yeah. Everybody's well within sixty feet of you. They're okay. probably. The, the two closest ones, probably 30. The next guy, probably 40. Cast, probably How 50. How far is the oldest one? <clears throat> 40. 40 feet. 40. Okay. But so, just, just before you do this, remember, remember my caveat to sharpshooter. Three-quarter covers does not get ignored. Half cover does. Okay, that's fine. Right. Uh, You're in hiding, meaning you also can't see them. Okay. Um... So just a question, because it says it's my bonus actions is two-weapon fighting. Uh-huh. What does that entail? Uh, I can just fight real well close combat with two weapons, or I could do... Give me, give me one attack. second to pull up the other because I don't have it pulled up right now. Um, let me click it, see if it, it does anything. Two-weapon fighting, when you take an attack action, an attack with a light melee weapon that you are holding in one hand, you can bonus action to attack with a different light melee weapon it is melee weapons only homie okay it is All not right. ranged weapons so if you if you had two daggers and you you slashed one you could bonus action slash the second but you okay. cannot crossbow one throw a knife the second that's not how it works okay so <clears throat> what i would like to do is since i am in hiding yeah so it would count as sneak attack yeah. I want to shoot an arrow at the older guy who just insulted Cass. I'll jump off the map real quick back to our other screen. Okay, uh, so you said you want to shoot an arrow at the older one? Yes. Okay. Roll me d20, add four. Did you add a light crossbow to your, your inventory? A, ha a hand crossbow? I don't know how to do that. Okay, I'll go over that with you later. I, th I thought I told you to do that. That's fine. Don't worry about it. Do you know the damage that the crossbow does off the top of your head? I can look it up. I don't know about a hand crossbow. I, I want to say it's D6. I will roll this D20, and the plus four is for my... <clears throat> no, it's not going to be a plus four to hit. Uh, what uh, it's, it's, it's probably going to be a plus three to hit. What, uh, what stat's going to be for my hit? It's just going to be a D20 plus three. 
Yeah. Well, hold on. Look, uh, bottom left side of your screen. Are you proficient in? Hang on. Let me come over to your screen to take a peek real quick. Uh, scroll down on this page. I I can do it. Never mind. Get that shit out of the way. I'm proficient in, in martial weapons and simple weapons. Okay, yeah, so you are proficient in, in the crossbow then, because Mart's a marshal. Okay. Um, okay. So, yeah, you... So, I would get my... So it's a, it's a, yeah, it's, so it's a, D20, it's a D20 plus 4 then, because I was just going to add one. Yeah, D20 plus 4. <clears throat> All right. This is going to be a 15. 15? Fuck, dude. Yeah, you're gonna hit him. Uh, roll me a roll me a d6 plus. Uh, d6 and a and that's a sneak attack. So roll me two d6. Two d6. Yeah, two d6 plus uh plus three. Plus three. Yeah. Looking at nine. Okay. Uh, so just so you're clear, I, Cass, I don't know if you remember this. There are two different phrases that I will tell you about an enemy when you're hurting him. Right? There is, he's looking rough, uh, which is going to be, he's, he's half damage. He's below half damage, at half or below. Right? The other one is, he's bloodied. Bloodied means he's under 10 health. Okay? Ben? Okay, I just want to make sure you heard me. Yep. So the, he's under ten health, and uh, looking rough, he's under half health. Under half health, he's like half or below. Because if you if you meet half, I'll just say he's he's, he's looking rough. He's if you get ten or below, I'll say he's bloody. Right. Okay. Uh, so at this point in time, that arrow shot, where do you where do you want it to hit that wasn't vital? I'm not gonna say it stabbed him in the neck because that just seems a little overboard. Um, uh, you know, you you may have hit him in the shoulder. You may have, you know, you may have got right in between the plates on his armor or something, something yeah, like I was that. Aiming for like his side. Aiming for his side. Okay, yeah, because they would be secured by leather. Even it would be secured yeah. by leather straps. That's fine. Yeah, yeah. So we'll say when he when he reaches up and kind of gestures at Cass and he's like, "Be gone, halfling, half half blood. Be gone, half blood." When he does that, as he's drawing his sword with his other hand, that, that bolt slams into his side, dude. Hits him hard. Uh, he's, he's looking rough. That took a lot of life out of this man. He's not below 10 yet, but he's hurting. Okay, and so as that arrow hits, uh, I yell at him in Elvish. That's what you get, you Elvish trash. Ooh, okay. And then as my bonus action, I want to reload my crossbow. Sure. You're allowed. Um, do you do any of your movement? Or you stay in the same spot. I'm gonna stay in the same spot. Uh, okay. So something you have to know about hiding the action hiding. Once I've taken a shot. I've, I've, I've you are no longer hiding. They know exactly where you're at. Okay. That being said, is homie on the horse that or homie that just got off the horse that you shot's turn. So obviously, I feel like. And he's he, the one with the still working bow, correct? No. No, no, no. There, there is one with the bow who is still trained on you. He would have, he would have redrawn by the time he was waiting for this was turn really to roll around. He was the one with the broken bow. That, with the working bow. No, the one next to him was the one whose bow broke, and he's going to draw his sword. You know, he, the one next to him was in the process of drawing his short sword. And then the... Okay, so the older guy's bow still works. The older guy doesn't have a bow. There's three guys there. 
Sorry, I'm just trying to differentiate the guys. He's You're the good. one who never, who I had his crossbow. You're good. Well, you don't know any of their names yet, so I haven't decided to to tell you what their names are, and that's that's the reason. There's a reason I'm doing that. Um, you don't know who you stole from. <clears throat> but I'm assuming that he's the one who doesn't have a bow at all. Is the older. Yes, you stole his horse. Is what you you conclusion that you came to. The reason he was riding yeah. so hard, riding so fast. The first horse that you stole was his horse. Okay, good fuck it. I hit you with your own bow. Uh, yeah, that's, that's exactly what's happened. He had a hand crossbow and you shot him with his own crossbow. <laughs> I just like the irony. Right? That's got a little, that's got a little irony to it. It's good. Um, especially with how he's very clearly treated Cass. Uh, and then you're directly calling him out for being Elvish now. This man is enraged. He's gonna, he's gonna with, you know, as he's kind of wincing from this pain in his side, you know, he's, he's very clearly, uh, you know, that, that shit hurt when it hit him. He's gonna... Draw his short sword, point into the woods, and say, there he is. I see him. Because you exposed okay. yourself when you shot, he knows where you are. Yeah, take your time, Cass. Mm-hmm. Um, I was fixing to put us on fucking... I'll be back. I have to run to the front desk. That's fine. I was fixing to put us on break in a couple of minutes anyway, so if you come back and we're not talking, that's what it is, because I, I have to run to the restroom and we're getting about a halfway through the thing point anyway. Yeah, I gotcha. Um, so that's fine. Ready. Take your time. Uh... I'm going to say he's 40 feet from you. With his whole movement, he can't get there. His whole movement is 30 feet. Uh, so he's, he's at a, a 10, 10 feet from you movement. He can dash and make up that room. He's going to do that. He's not going to burn all of his dash, but you, you use it or lose it kind of thing. Um, so he makes the run. He is now right up against you. He's in your face. You have one dagger in one hand. You have a reloaded hand crossbow in another. It so is. He, he's right in my face, correct? Yeah, he's rushing you. He's he's in your shit right now. He's he's up in your face. Would that allow me an attack of opportunity? That is only when they leave your melee range. Okay, I right? didn't know how that one worked. I was just that's okay. Sorry. Something that you need to know. Uh, that that you I we haven't talked about yet, so I don't think you would know this. Uh, ranged weapons like a bow. Or a crossbow, a uh, a pistol, anything of that sort. Uh, they are disadvantage in melee range. So if you if you picked up that bow and shot him point blank, it's a disadvantage. Okay, that's just D and D rules. My dagger in my hand, so. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's what I was gonna say. The dagger you can hit him with. That's fine. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, if you leave his five foot range. You're, you're going to take an attack of opportunity. If he leaves your five-foot range, you're going to get attack of opportunity. Just so you understand how that mechanic works. Okay. Okay. Um, so, he's up in your face. He can't do anything else. Um, he, you know, he's yelled at his team. He's done his movement. Uh, let, me, let me look at his bonus actions real quick. I could literally die here. He's gonna cast a uh, healing word on himself. Fuck me. Uh, ta, 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 ta. So remember, you did nine damage to him. Yes. And he only heals for four. Okay. What's his total HP? You don't know that. I was just seeing if I could ask. No. You don't know that. <laughs> uh, you just know that, that when he was hurt, he, he was looking rough. Okay. Well, I'm sorry. No, he would not have been looking rough. He would have been one over looking rough. 
If you can do math, you can figure out what his health is then. <laughs> I hit him for nine. Yep. Okay, I'll yep. let you do this. Go ahead. I know his HP. Okay, know his HP. great. Uh, he has healed for four. So technically, you've only done five damage to him at this point. He has a little more than that. Um, okay. It's going to be the fellow with the working bow's turn. Shit. Uh, what's your armor class? 14. Alright, so an arrow from... Uh, I'm going to say it's, it's going to be pretty hard for you to see him at this point because you have a big looming fucking elf in your face. Um, but an arrow is going to sling right over that elf's shoulder and it's going to smack you right in the shoulder with a 17 to hit. Uh, well, fuck. Nope, hold on. Shit. You're completely obscured by a big fucking elf because that's what I said, so no, you get I mean, three quarters cover. cover. That's three quarters cover, so you get plus five to your AC. He misses. Because he's too short. So that, oh. that arrow doesn't hit, and you're fucking lucky because I rolled an eight to, to, for damage. Um, <laughs> that arrow misses, and uh, it's, it's not a bad enough roll for me to say that it hits the, the boss elf. I'm still not going to name yet. Um... Yeah, we're gonna go with that. So that's that's. I mean, that's what happens for him. The other one is going to run into the woods. The other one was only thirty feet from you. So when yes. he runs into the woods, he is going to be against you. Uh, I'm gonna say he doesn't have enough movement to get flanking on you. He's not gonna be able to get around behind you and and take a take advantage from being flanked. Um, so what we're gonna say is that he's gonna take one swing at you with his short sword. Okay. I gotta switch fucking dice. <laughs> does a does a fourteen hit? Ten plus four. Fourteen is my AC. Fourteen AC. So I technically still in three quarter cover. No, because he is next to you. I am now. still in the I am still in the shrubs. But he know he knows exactly where you're at because you fired okay. it. Well, you gave away that that advantage when you fired. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I just want to clarify. Uh, so ten plus four is fourteen. That matches your AC. That means it hits. So mat match or beat is how AC works. Okay. Um, was I short sword? Yeah, okay. Fuck me. He only has three damage. He has three damage with short sword. He cleaves down at you. He's very clearly just as offended as his boss is. This man is very obviously looking at him a kiss ass. Uh, <laughs> these two look very, very similar. Now that they're in your face, even though it's very shaded, um, in, in these th this very thick shrubbery. You can now see the armor very clearly. Not that you haven't seen it already. They've been chasing you for miles. <laughs> but you can now see all the details that I told Cass. Plus that this, this smaller one, this less in charge one, looks very, very similar to the older one, but his hair is shorter. His chin is a little less defined. Neither one of them have facial hair. Um, and the one on the, the, the taller, very clearly the leader one seems to have kind of bags under his eyes. He has, you know, the signs of age. Um, and you know, mm, roll me an intelligence check. Well, no, you speak Elvish. You would know this shit. I speak uh, Elvish and my intelligence is 14. <laughs> yeah, I was going to have your roll for it, but you, you, you know, because you, you speak Elvish, you know enough about elves to say this. 
he's rather old for an elf to be wearing armor. Okay. Um, the only people that are very clearly showing age, they're wearing wearing armor that are still elves that you know of, are very important people. Uh, you know, th these are kings or or lords of a region, or or uh, I want to say not like like heads they're, of security they're like elders. They're, they're elders obviously not only because of their age but because of their authority that they hold okay <clears throat> so you you may have scorned somebody that was a bigger problem than you think it is uh you know you you may have thought it was just a horse but now it's you you stolen from this man offending his honor kind of scenario okay okay uh, he took his swing at you. That's all he can do. He doesn't have any bonus actions. He's just a regular fighter. Well, he could action surge, okay. I guess, but he's not going to do that yet. So, <clears throat> just, just throwing in a question here, because yep. my actions in combat currently on my list are dodge and grapple. Yeah, you can take an action to dodge. Uh, that... Essentially, that be... it doesn't retcon the hit that you just took. It's using your action to prep a dodge for when they attack again. They attack a okay. disadvantage. Okay. So, and then <clears throat> grapple or, or, like pretty much just throw somebody at, throws at somebody. Grapple, grapple would be like you tackling them, trying to restrain them. But that's going to be one person. Um, you're, you're rather weak, so I'm going to say that's going to see, you're going to have to roll to see if you fall prone when you do it, because you have a seven, yeah, uh, yeah. you have a seven strength. And, uh. Right now would be a great time for Cass to be able to help me. Yeah, well, it's we. Uh, it would be his turn next, actually. Yeah. So. But I don't know where he is. Cass, are you still here? Uh, I mean, I can, I can run with my next turn real fast. Yeah, I'm here. Okay. I'm back. You're fine. Uh, it is. It is your turn now, Cass. <clears throat> now I will tell you. You were ten feet from these guys. The one with the bow is still still ten feet in front of you. Let's, let's call him. No, he'd be twenty feet in front of you. The the uh -huh. one who told you to to not. To leave the the elder one is uh he ran into the woods and the younger one to the right of the bowman ran into the woods as well so you okay. right now the only one you can you can see you know make me a perception check actually see if you can tell exactly where they are in this in these woods in these woods yeah so easy. Give me a sec. Uh, i'm gonna give you advantage too because you're you're pretty fucking woodsy fella you you live in the woods. That makes a lot of sense for you to be able to like know the woods and know what stands out. Ooh. 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 Twenty one. Twenty one, my boy. Ooh. You know exactly where they went. You know you can you can even see the dude that they're after in the woods now. You can you with the twenty one you can see that it's a male. It's it's still forty feet from you, so it's one full turn of movement. But um, it is very clearly male. He is very clearly hurt. He's got a big, big slash right here across his collarbone. You can see it. He's bleeding. His his black armor is is red, running down the front of it. Uh, oh, okay. you have what? You have you have thirteen total hit points, right, Payne? Uh, I have six currently. You have six currently. He is looking looking fucking rough. Uh, he's he's looks like he's in bad shape. Okay, um, so I'm gonna uh, be fucking 
I'm Hold gonna on. be upset. One more time. I'll, one second. The 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 bowman with your twenty one very clearly looks like he's in good shape. The the taller of the elves looks hurt. The other elf that is in the woods looks fine. All right. Um, I have to run to the restroom and pee really quick, so I'm gonna give you a minute yeah. to decide what you want to do. I'll be back in like thirty seconds. Yeah, dude. <clears throat> Go for it. The dice have not been in my face. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying, dude. No, no lie. That die that that Jake Jacob had. Well, so uh, the thing is, is like he's rolling bad against me, and it's like, which is surprising because that die. So you haven't met me a whole lot. I'm pretty much never. That this man every time would just be like, "That's an at twenty. That's an at twenty. That's an at twenty. And he's been rolling nat ones and fours. Yeah. Against me. <laughs> no, I'm gonna I got be you. really upset if I die right here. Uh, I think how I'm gonna do it is uh, that that what he said just just baffled and, and upset me pretty good. So I'm gonna I'm gonna I don't were know you what here? you were here I'll, when I when I did my turn, correct? Uh, yeah, yeah, your turn that you just did. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, I was here. Um, you shot you shot the the elder. I said fuck the freak. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah, so I saw that. Um, and this, ladies and gentlemen, is how two level twos make what would have been a forty, you know, thirty to forty minute engagement take <laughs> take two and a half hours. Wait. <laughs> Man, we, we've we've had that before. You spent you spent eight real time hours shopping. I expect <laughs> nothing less from you. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just yes, saying, had I kicked that first man off his horse correctly, I'd have been fine. <clears throat> yeah, if you if you would have kicked the guy, you probably would have done well. Um, I'd have gotten away. You would have got a much faster horse. It would essentially what you would have just a done. Is you would have just went in the first fucking Pirates of the Caribbean movie when they steal the Endeavor at first and they really want the faster ship, the Intrepid or whatever yep. the fuck it is. That's what you just did. The, okay. Well, that's that's what you would have done yeah, had you okay. got the the smaller, yes, faster horse. Okay. Yeah, because you rolled a negative one. You should be glad I didn't make it I kill did. you. <laughs> you should be glad I didn't make it I kill you. Dude, I did not know it was possible Bruh. to roll a negative one. I rolled a one and a two. Oh, homie, it's possible to get severe negatives. Yes, sir. All right. Yes, sir. Um. So, Cass, what is your what is your decision here? What do you want to do? All right. So, uh, how far is how far is the closest dude? That how the far is the Bowman is twenty feet from you, and he is alone. All right, so I'm gonna I'm gonna be upset about what what the elder said. I'm just I'm just I'm just fuming. I'm mad. I'm usually a nice guy. I'm I'm mad. So, um, not much, but I'm a, I'm a I'm gonna cast Thorn Whip on the dude. Oh, okay. Sorry, I fucked up. Click the wrong button. I'm back. <laughs> so I'm gonna cast Thorn Whip. Okay. Smack the dude. Yeah. Let's see how. Yeah, yeah. Is it a is it a deck save for me or is oh. it a roll from you? No, it's it's bad. It's it's an eight. It's an eight. I probably missed. Yeah, I probably missed. That's it's it. Hard. In total, it's including your spellcasting modifier and everything. Eight. That's that. 
that's okay. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah, it's uh, it's definitely not gonna hit on me. So when you cast your thorn whip, he well, so he uh, he heard your loud ass feet clopping, and he he kind of turned around and saw, uh, because an eight an eight's pretty it's substantially lower than his armor class. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, I figured. I figured. We're gonna say, you know what? I'll give you the benefit of the dowry here. We'll do the dice. Yeah, now with a, with a sixteen, he's he's gonna see it coming. Uh, he's he's gonna get out of it. He's it's it's not. It's like it tried to get to him, but almost that his armor pushed it off. Roll me a perception check. Perception check. Yep. This dude. Okay, what now? I'm going booty. What the hell? What was it? Nine. Nine. Yeah. Um. You, know how to, you how to saw when that. when the thorn whip hit him. You saw his armor flicker. His plate armor. You saw it. It flicker. Um. A what now? What kind of armor? A what? Uh. We're back a, to you. A what? <laughs> we're back to you. Yeah. What does okay, Vincent uh, do? So, you have two two large uh, elves in your face. Does the sound of him attacking possibly distract at least one of the elves that are in my face? Yeah, I'll roll a dice. I I don't know because I don't know that Thorn Whip makes a noise. I don't either. That's why I'm asking. <clears throat> I mean, it or might sound like it might sound like gravel crunching. Like what? At least the reaction of the other elf getting attacked. I rolled a six and a seven, so I'm gonna say that it it startles them enough, like the. We'll make it makes the whip crack sound, sure. But then that's canon. That has to be a thing we use every time. So when he uses it, he has to whoosh, that's he has to do it every time. Okay. That's fine. You uh, fucked up, cat. Yeah, he he cool. he forced you to do that. When you cast <laughs> oh, Thorn Whip, you oh, have to whoosh. Oh <laughs> I'm trying to save myself, you're fuck off. You remember when we used to force Nick into growling to activate his broom? Oh yeah. Yeah. that. <laughs> I told this motherfucker because he had a broom capable of handling a 400-pound half-dragon, or 400-pound dragonborn, that he had to tell it how to activate in Draconic. So I was like, what does it sound like? And he goes, Rawr. And I was like, okay. Now you have to say that every time when you want to activate... When you want to activate your fucking, uh... Your, your flying broom. That's what you have to say. You have to roar. And he did it every time. And he hated me for it. <laughs> um, us making fun of Nick aside. Oh, man. I'm going to say that it makes the whip noise. You know, it, 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 it doesn't... It goes around him, but it's like it gets pushed off. And make a, make a perception check. I want to see if you see this. Okay, so my perception... Or if you just hear the noise too, that's what I'm trying to see. Because the no the noise, I'm not going to make you roll for. D twenty or D twenty plus whatever your perception is. It's minus one. <clears throat> Ooh. That is a eight. With yeah, with an eight, you have the two big guys kind of blocking you in front. You you don't see it. You hear the noise. I'm going to say you're familiar with the sound of a whip. Maybe not particularly this thorn whip. You don't you know even if you saw it, it would kind of catch you off guard. What it is. Uh, because it is a, a large green whip that flows out of this man's hand. Okay. 
and and wraps around something, and you can pull your pull people towards you with it and shit like that. Um, I, I'm gonna say that you don't see what it is, but you hear the whoosh when it when it comes by. Okay. You know, even though you're you would be 20 feet from this. No, sorry, you would be 30 30 feet from the bowman. So you would be 30 feet from the sound production when it when it wraps around his armor and makes this noise. So you, you don't get to see the... When I said the Har's armor flickers, you don't see that. That's just Cass's character. Okay. Um, you do have the two big guys in front of you. I'm not going to count that perception check against you as, as an, an action. So you can Because I asked you to do it. It wasn't you asking if you could do something. Um, that being said, what do you plan to do? Uh, do either of them turn towards the sound? I'm going to say they hear it. Uh, I rolled pretty shitty. I, I rolled a, uh, I thought it was a six, but it's actually a nine. I rolled a nine and a seven. We'll say the seven is the shorter guy, and he's kind of at an angle from you anyway, so he looks over, it breaks his attention from you. Um, if you hit him, I would count that as advantage. Uh, okay. but the larger one still is trained on you. What I want to do... <clears throat> his rage is so high that he's... He's, he's, he's not coming to, off you. I want to grab the... Not like grab per se, but um, I'm going to put my knife to the throat of the one that's not paying attention to me, the younger one. Okay. Just to threaten him? Just to threaten him, and uh, I'm, I'm going to try to defuse the situation. Surprising? Okay. Okay, um, do me... Are you trying to do it intimidatingly, or are you trying to do it like a... I'm trying to do it like, an act, like a man-to-man -man conversation. Like, hey, I'm sorry. We, we, we can go on with our day. Your horse is right over there. You, I leave you alone, you leave me alone. Oh, no, roll, roll another perception check. Another perception check? Yeah. Okay, and that's a d20? Yes. I don't give a shit what the dice says. Uh, it's gone. Ten. The horse ran. <laughs> the horse is fucking gone. Uh, his horse specifically did not stop running. Okay. Um, that some bitch is gone. So that being said, to do that, I'm gonna say make me make me just a general dexterity check. It's gonna be a d20 roll plus your dexterity modifier, which I think is plus four. Yes. Yeah, I can come over here and look at your stats. I haven't done this the whole time. I don't know. I've been sitting here looking that at the fucking Daniel Key thing. Uh, fucking fuck me. In eight God in total? Mm, yes. Roll your damage. Roll my damage? Roll your damage. I'm not attempting <clears throat> to damage. I'm attempting to hold the knife to his neck. I know. And so my damage is a D6, correct? D4. Uh, Just a D4, yeah. <clears throat> You're fine. It's a D4, so with my dagger, it's a D4 plus, plus four. four. Yep. Nope. That is going to be a... When you draw the dagger up to his throat, uh, you slice his throat. He takes six damage. He is bloodied as a motherfucker. Okay. He is and on his last goddamn legs. The The younger one who very clearly is is uh related to in some way to the older one you have now does that now put him almost entirely slit his throat no you unless no. you want to but you so the thing the way the way D, &D works is uh you see the nine spaces out here in the middle yeah 
Oh, the, all the uh, squares? Okay, so I'm going to move a piece out here so you can see it. I'll move your piece out here. Right, so you see him. I'm going to borrow Nick's piece for a second. He'll be our larger so guy. for. guy's like right here. And, like one's like right here, one's like right here. Pretty much. Directly in front of me. Lock off. Yeah, one, one is going to be here. Right, that's the larger one. Cass is going to be behind you towards the candle, correct? Okay. Right, right. Uh, towards your okay. candle at your table, yes. Uh, the other one is going to be like right here, the smaller one, and he's the one That's who. The one currently bleeding out. Yes, that is the one who you you fucked up really badly. Cass is going to be in this general area over here. <clears throat> the bowman yeah. in this general area right here. The larger one do... right up in your fucking face. I can't use my bonus action as another attack. Can you can. Nope, you can't. It has to be in the other hand. Another hand? <clears throat> your your dagger would have had your second dagger would have had to be in your other hand. You cannot make a dagger with another a non melee. You can't make a two weapon fighting attack with a non melee weapon. Then I want to for my bonus action. I'm going to put the guy bleeding from the throat between me and the older the older guy. Like I'm gonna move around him. If you move away from the larger guy to put him in between you, you're gonna take attack of opportunity. Because you're 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 breaking from the older guy's melee range. Am I though? Because he still should be in range, even with me on the other side of the guy. What's his melee range? So it's going to be five feet, which is a standard D and D character space is five feet by five feet for a medium character. Your medium character. So you you take up a whole five foot cube essentially. Okay. <clears throat> is it possible for him to miss and hit his friend? It's possible. Unlikely. Uh, yeah, I think actually, so as my bonus action, I'm going to try to put an arrow in the older guy's face. Okay. Roll roll a d20. Two, roll two d20s and add three to the lowest one because it's going to be a shot at disadvantage because it's point blank range. <clears throat> With a six, that fucking arrow. I'm going to say. Because I'm of the five feet from him, right? But that's not that's in D and D. Yeah. Five feet is disadvantage. It matter. Yeah. If you were if you were ten feet from him, you'd be fine. But at five feet, you're not. Point blank range doesn't. Point blank damage does not exist in D and D unless the DM homebrews that in. Yeah. Um, that being said, I'm going to say because of the cross you have to do because your dagger is in your right hand, it's your dominant hand, right? Mm -hmm. When you swing that dagger across and try and hold it to the guy's throat, that may be why you you. Accidentally slit his throat. Yeah, you could be off balance a little bit, and when you go to squeeze the arrow, squeeze the bolt anyway, because it's a crossbow shoot, bolts, not arrows. But when you go to squeeze off that bolt, it just pings off the armor of this man, because it's it's a weird like you're crossed over your arm. It's just uncomfortable at this point. You, it just made for a really bad shot. It pinged right off the side of this man's black armor. It is black as night. Um, do me a favor while you're in front of him, make me another, make, make me a history check. A history check? A history uh, check. So D20, I, uh, D20 plus history modifier. It's not an advantage because it's not about fey fiends or undead. Six. Uh, he has a logo, they both do, emblazoned right in the dead center of, uh, their chests, their chest plates. Uh, remember, the larger one, as I described him before to Cass, he's wearing leather armor, but he has two large metallic, like, 
essentially peck plates uh, placed into his armor. In between them is a small metal band, and then underneath, on his abdomen area, there are two slits of the black metal going straight down. And his armor is just as dark as as the... I'm sorry, the leather armor is just as dark as the metal armor on, on all the other people. It just seems that he wears leather for some reason versus they wear metal. You're not unclear. You're not clear on why. Um, but you being as smart as you are, I'm going to say that you know it's likely because he can move faster. And it also could likely be because he has to wear light armor due to be some kind of spellcaster. Um, and that's, I'm only telling you that because your intelligence is high. Um, moving on from that, he, uh, he didn't like you. Very well fucking aware of that. Yeah, so, uh, and he can see what you've done to the individual with him, on accident or not, with that role, you fucked it up. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Let's see what he does. Surprisingly, (laughs) this man seems to care more about his own son than you stealing his horse. Oh, shit. He is going to roll me an athletics check. Athletics? Yeah. It what? <laughs> you roll a d twenty. Yeah, yeah, d twenty. It's a four minus two. My athletics is a minus two. So okay. Well, he rolled a nineteen. He rolled a nineteen and has a plus two. Yeah, I'm fucked. Uh, so he is going to shove you backwards. Okay. So you're gonna fall backwards ten feet away. You're prone. Okay. Uh, he is gonna fall to his knees and catch his son as his son is falling. Okay. Um. As this happens, his drops his sword. You hear the woman with the bow, who you now can distinguish as a woman because she speaks. Uh, she was far enough away that you couldn't clearly tell and cast when you looked at her. She was wearing enough armor and facing the wrong direction that you couldn't really tell either. She screams, runs into the forest. Runs immediate runs immediately to the one that's fallen. Uh, drops to her knees. The bow falls to the ground, and you, Vincent, you can see how how hurt these people are over something as simple as you stealing a horse and their reaction to it. What do you do? I'll let you do something, because they, they all took their actions to try and run to the body. <clears throat> I'm going to use my action to run towards Cass. To distance myself. Um, okay, what? so it, it takes half your movement to stand up when you're prone. That's fine. So that'll be 15. You can run 15, and then you can use your action to dash the other 20 feet, 25 feet to him. Once you're there, all you can do is say something. that You're burnt on everything else. You've used all, all your other abilities up to that point. When I get there, I look at him and tell him it is time to go. Okay. 
Okay, so we we jump to your your view, Cass. We're now in first person, Alador view. Um, you see the the bow woman. You hear her scream, shriek. She runs into the forest, throws her bow down. Uh-huh. You can see in the woods. There's kind of a you roll a twenty one before in your perception, so I'll tell you exactly what happens. You you saw exactly what I described. You saw the the shorter of all of them in the black cloak, reach over with the knife and hold it to the younger one's throat. You saw him raise his hand crossbow. You saw the the bolt ping. You heard it just ping right off the side of the armor. It slid right off, metal on metal. A little scraping noise, but nothing else. Uh, a little scraping noise in, in the ringing of metal on metal. Sorry, kind of like a tuning fork. Uh, you saw the bullet uh, bolt just ricochet off into the woods. You heard it crackle in the trees behind you. Um, upon that, you saw the larger one. You, well, you saw the, the smaller one kind of disappear behind the largest of them in a shadow. And then you yeah. saw him just a, a, a black shadow just get forced backwards away from them. You saw whatever it was fall. Can't clearly tell what it is. You see the larger one turn, drop to his knees, and catch something. Like, catch it with both arms, almost cradle it. And then you see the, uh, the female. That's when she does her scream. She runs into the woods. <clears throat> she screams so loud, you can't really hear the word she says, so I'm not going to tell you what it is. <clears throat> um, and, th- and then you see the, the shadow that you've seen this whole time, the dark, uh, you know, kind of... Would you describe your character as olive-skinned, Ben? Uh, yes. Okay, yeah, the dark, kind of olive-skinned, dark hair. Uh, individual, run from the woods, run directly at you. It's time to leave. What do you do? <laughs> okay. Um, am I still upset is the question. Um, you can roll a check for that. Huh? You can roll some kind of check for that. Roll, roll me a d20, add your... I'll check what you say, I would roll for that. Do a wisdom saving throw. Oh, wisdom throw, that too easy. Yeah, saving throw, though. 17. 17, my boy. Yeah. A 17, I would say, after what's just happened, you're still shocked, but you, you can still yourself enough to know that this is the individual that they were after, uh, that something seems to have happened inside the um, forest. You couldn't really clearly see what it was, but you saw somebody else fall. You know it wasn't him, so it has to be the other elf that went in there after him, <clears throat> that the, the other two yeah. elves are now pursuing. And the guy in front of you, he seems to be not afraid, but very clearly needs, how do I put this? Medical help. Yeah, but not, that's not what I'm saying. I mean, you would know that as a druid, you'd be able to look at him and know that he's, he's hurt badly, but that he needs an escape. Uh-huh. Okay. Um. You're a so, horse man. I'm so mad at these. <laughs> I'm still mad at these dudes, so I'm gonna say fuck them. 
I'm not, I don't I don't care about them and I'm gonna help him out. So Okay. Uh can I can I He is can, a, he is five ten and the back of the your back on your horse is six feet tall. He can't okay. he can't necessarily jump onto the back of your horse. You might have to help him. But he is right up against you. I mean he, he approached you can from the woods, you walked right up to you. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you can do it. Um what do you weigh, Payne? Yeah, I'm a I'm a I'm a uh, like one fifty eight, I believe. Is what I decided. One fifty. Okay. Well, okay. Um, Unless you need me to weigh more, because I'm five ten. As a centaur, you're a large creature, right, Cass? Yeah, it says I can carry three thirty. Be- because yeah, because he's half that. He's. I'm gonna say he's not even. He's not even a problem to lift up. Okay, too easy. <clears throat> so you you slap a hand back. You both do the fucking the beastmaster grip where you grip each other's forearms, and you fucking snatch him right up. What do you do after that? That's, yeah. I'm gonna say that's your action is pulling him onto you, but you still have your uh, movement, you still have your bonus action. He is very clearly hurt. Alright. Okay. Uh, I can't do anything bonus action wise. Uh, that that'd be helpful. So I am gonna move and you my can, forty. And you can talk to him if you need to say something, but remember it's six seconds. Okay. Uh. So yeah, I'm. I'm just gonna go ahead and do my. I'm gonna move forty. Okay. Let's keep going the way back, I was going. Back towards the. Candlekeep, because you, now you've passed it by a bit. You're going back What's towards. Up? You've passed the entrance to Candlekeep a while, a little, not far. You know, it may be like two turns of movement back. Because remember when we had you oh. stopped right at the entrance and then you bolted oh, forward. Yeah, you're right. So you're yeah, you're two good. turns away from it. Yeah. To the um, entrance to yeah, Candlekeep, I'll... and then it's like several. You know, it's 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 probably a thousand meters or so. You know, a, okay. a kilometer wow. or so to the actual gates so you still have a little ways to go to there but these people okay. do seem rather preoccupied at the moment okay. there are also three horses in front of okay. you uh ooh, oh, I, can't, I can't do a bonus action animal handling thing right that's action depends on what you want to do you have to describe it to me what you want to do with the horse I want to scare them <laughs> I want to try to scare off the horses but that would be an action. By making a loud noise, by running up on them and trying to spook them by, like, presence. What are you trying to do? Uh, <clears throat> loud noise. We'll do do a loud noise. Okay, uh, instead of animal handling, make me a performance check. Try to spook them that way, but... Uh, now, uh, hold on, before you do this, I'm gonna tell you how to do this now, Ben. Uh, that way later on you know that this is an ability. You can assist him. Oh, I can. Right? Okay. When that happens, if you want to assist somebody doing a check, you roll a die, you announce it, you'd be like, okay, I want to assist. So you announce it, Uh, right? I do want to assist in this. So you're going to roll a performance check, too. If you roll over a 10 or get a 10 with your modifier for performance, then he gets advantage on the roll. He then rolls two dice, takes the higher number. I roll a 12. Okay. So then you get advantage, Cass. And that's how assistance works, is you can benefit another player... Uh, oh, so, yeah. okay, I appreciate, I appreciate. All right, so first one is, oh, a seven. That's bad. Oh uh, yeah, that's not great. An eighteen. An eighteen on the second one. Boy, that's with go, your modifier baby. for performance. I, I don't, I don't have a modifier. You don't have one. Okay. Well, I don't need it. That's fine. Two. That's fine. Um, so yeah, we'll say there's some, there's some. What, what noises do you make? Actually, I'm not even gonna make these noises. These are your choice. What do you do? What do you do? What noises? Uh, it can be anything, homie. It doesn't have to. 
Whatever yeah, you I'm just gonna do. I'm just gonna smack my my hooves into the ground. Okay, like, so you're gonna kind of rear rear up a little bit and and make and some kind of stomping bit. noises. You know, you can yell or whatever you want to, but that's that's fine. Yeah, that's what I'm gonna do. Okay. Rear. So you rear up and kind of slam down. You're you're essentially asserting your a dominance on this region, and, and it scares these horses away. These horses are nowhere near as intelligent as you are. Because they are, they are non-communicative. They have no ability to I speak. You know, their their intelligence is a fucking three. So. Yeah, yeah, I got it. Actually, I don't, it might be lower than a three. Just out of curiosity, what is the horse's intelligence? Uh, it's like a two, it might be a two. I know their HP is not all that high. No, it's nineteen. Yeah, their intelligence is a two. Minus minus four. Damn. It's nineteen, and you did uh, you did nine damage in one throw. One throw, yeah. Uh, yeah, well, it's, so it's nineteen for the draft horses. What you were riding, and I made it fifteen for the smaller horses. Okay. And you did nine damage, and then a nat one on the roll following is why you fell. Yeah. <laughs> when the dice were in my favor. Yeah, it happens now sometimes. The turns homie. tabled very quickly. Oh yeah, you're not even in the boat. You're not even in the fun part. Nope. Um. Yeah, so you you scare him away. Um, you know what? Hang on. Roll an eighteen. Let me. So that's a fail. That's a fail. That's a, yeah, a fucking eleven and two and a one. So yeah, all three of them bolt. They are still wearing their saddles. They are still wearing their saddlebags. That like uh, medieval horse armor. That's like the plate between their eyes and kind of goes over their cheeks. It's all black to match the match the armor of the riders. Just don't wear it at all. But they do take off. Okay, gotcha. They run into the okay, woods. Yeah, 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 baby. Alright, nice, 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 Um, and then instead of my movement. Yeah, you still have your forty feet movement. You took your action I'm and pull them up on the horse. Yep, I'm uh head towards Cattle Towards I'm gonna turn around and go back. Okay. Yeah, you turn around, you uh you start running back towards the woods, you have another turn of move I'm sorry, not not Woods, you start turning back towards the T to take the road so, to Candlekeep, which you have a kilometer eight. when you make that turn, but you still have a turn, one full turn of movement, 80 feet, it'd be a move and a dash to get to the turn to then run. Uh, okay. Got coming it. to that, we kind of conclude the, com the combat because these people are... Let me see if they pull their shit together. Fucking no. Yeah, with a, with a 7 and a, and a fucking 1. No, they're they're so fucked. Worried about this dude so who distraught. now has now has one hit point thanks to Payne's attempt to be civilized and shove a knife into his throat. Um, <laughs> he, he had one hit point, homie. You literally put him to one health. It's all right. I feel absolutely nothing about doing. Man anything. was one shot, and then you missed your shot. We don't want to talk about that. I was gonna say yeah, you're a fucking chops kid, but I just I let it go. I feel absolutely no pity because I hit the shot too well. No, the but the the crossbow that you missed immediately afterwards. Uh, yeah, that's great. Uh, so you have one dagger dripping with blood, pain. You have another dagger that never left your hip. The one I'm gonna say the one with the red stripe never left your hip. Yeah, that was my hope. That was my original plan. I was gonna. Okay, yeah, that that's gonna be your last straw to throw that's that. My one, last yeah, uh, and your crossbow is two bolts left. 
I should have three because you gave me four. I only shot one. I gave you four. You shot two. You shot I one. You shot one into the guy's side, and then you ricocheted around yeah. off of him. So I have two bolts. You have two bolts left. You have a hand crossbow that is unloaded. Um, that is correct. That I'm assuming you reattach to your side as you jump on this centaur's back. Which, by the way, you've never seen a centaur because they're not really common in Waterdeep. <clears throat> it's a little fucking weird. Um, like, yeah. do you spoon him when you ride him? Because he doesn't have a, he doesn't have a harness. I uh, I am going to hundred percent honest. What? However, I, however, I landed when he threw me on there. I kind of more assumed like it was riding a horse bareback, and that's what I went with. it's yeah, but it's it's like riding a horse bareback, no but like he also has like a really muscular back in front of you. You know, it's it's a little weird. Um, I, I'm I'm quite injured, so I'm probably heavily leaning against him for stability. That makes sense. Yeah, that would that would make sense. Um, yeah, so you guys, I mean, it doesn't take long to make the distance up to find, uh, find your way to Candlekeep, the gate for Candlekeep, the, uh, the gatehouse main entrance. Um, the road you just came off is called the Way of the Lion, and now if you guys look at that Candlekeep map that I have, I've pulled up on stream, but the one that I've sent both of you, that you would know, you'd be fairly familiar with this place. You've, you've never been here. But Candlekeep is mythological for the intelligent. You know, this is essentially... A good place for me. Yeah, I'm trying to find the... I mean, it's not like saying Valhalla and the fucking, the, the, you know, the Golden it's Temple. City of Scholars. This is a city of scholars, exactly. That's a very good way to put it, thank you. This is a city of scholars, and therefore it is... Anyone intelligent wants to be here. This is the MIT of... You know, the, the MIT, the Harvard, the Yale, whatever you want to call it, Ivy League Intelligence School of the Sword Coast. Hmm. Okay. It is also the largest library, which is, is unfathomably big. Millions of books here, right? You know what it costs to get in. As you approach the gate, there are five men standing atop it. All in very dark blue robes. Uh, the one in the middle is bald. Has a very long white beard. Uh, you know what? I like it's it's four four men, one woman. Sorry. Woman on the far left. The uh, the woman has long brown hair. Seems to be rather young. Just two pieces that fall, like, right down here in the front, but everything else is kind of pulled back. Uh, you have... neck. So, I'm going to start from the left here, the woman. Move over one. There is a... Uh, he's not young, but he's not old. He's in his 30s-ish, kind of. 30s-ish man. Uh, African-American man. Dark. Anyway, ebony skin, I guess, because they're not American in, in D&D. Ebony skin, man. Um, he's got some age on him, salt and pepper hair, got facial hair that's kind of salt and peppered a little bit, a little gray, a little white in here. Um, even though he's in his 30s, he looks like he's gone under a lot of stress, right? Because he, he is graying at rather young age. Uh, move over to the next one. You've got the elderly man. He would look like he's of Asian descent, essentially. Uh, very, very long, long facial hair. No hair on top. Uh, move over to the next one. Very, very tall, blonde man. 
you know, he the other the other ones being, you know, five nine, five eight, and the woman being in the five six to five eight range. You can't really place her. Um, the man on the far right is very clearly almost seven feet tall. Not far. I'm sorry, not far right. Second from the right. Uh, very clearly almost seven feet tall. Very blonde. His hair is cut in the way of like. 12th century Christian monks, how they fucking cut the, the center of their hair and let the outsides grow. That's what his hair is cut like. Um, very, very strong, strong jawline on this man. <clears throat> They're all wearing the exact same blue robe, just different lengths, obviously, due to their height. And then the next one over is a dragonborn. A dragonborn, a, uh, a, a silver dragonborn, uh, has two little monocle looking glasses attached to his head but they're not attached to anything they're just resting on the edge of his nose and he wears that same blue same blue robe no, nothing really distinguishable about him from this distance they are 50 feet above you <clears throat> on top of the gate the gate itself only like 20 feet tall and it folds down towards you um but the walls themselves around Candlekeep are 50 feet high. <clears throat> and they're, they're 15 feet thick, which you'll notice as you enter through the gates. We haven't got to that point yet. Um, one atop the wall. Can't really place which one because you don't see any mouths moving uh, from this distance. You see, or hear, uh, a masculine voice ask if you've come prepared to pay the fee. Who's this, who's this right to do it? What? Who was this directed? Both of you hear it. There's two of you. Directed towards. Oh, okay, okay. <clears throat> it is very the large, deep voice. Have you come prepared to pay? No, I'm sorry. Have you come prepared to volunteer your knowledge, is what he says. <clears throat> I have. I am searching for knowledge, and I'm willing to give knowledge in exchange. And you? I have come prepared. The gates crack open, loud, wooden groan, kind of a as they big open. You hear these massive chains do 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 as these chains are being drawn up to suck, to pull the doors towards you, because they open outwards, which is seemingly strange for castle doors. Why would they open outwards? Um, Ben, make me an intelligence check. Intelligence check? <clears throat> yeah, d20 roll, add your intelligence modifier. Wait, give me a second. Intelligence <clears throat> check. That's going to be a nat 1, but plus 7 to... Uh, oh, 7, sorry. It's going to be 9. It was a 7 plus 2? Yes. Okay. Um... Yeah. With a nine, you you are smart enough to know that there is a uh an intelligence to putting your doors like this to the extent that it makes them harder to siege. <clears throat> to push doors in that only go out is impossible. Okay. Unless unless with substantial strength. 
Because if the do if the doors only open outwards, and you're trying to push them inwards, and they literally can't because they're folded into each other, the the weight of the I'm sorry the the force that you're applying to it has to be multiplied, and you, you essentially you'd be better off breaking the hinges off than you would be breaking off the actual doors because the the force needed would be higher than the tensile strength of wood itself. <laughs> you would have to blow the doors apart to open them inward and then invade. And by the time you finally get these open, you know that this place is full of mages. And these are some of the most well-trained, well-educated mages in the entirety of Faerun. Okay. <clears throat> and that's all I'm going to give you the nine. That's pretty basic right, knowledge. That's fair. That's, that's fair. Um, as the gate slides open it only opens wide enough for one person to fit through and it is blinding on the other side of this thing because you're walking directly into the sunset the sunset is shining through the castle it's these amusing I'm sorry these, these beautiful yet amusing shadows they're skewn all over the floor they're, they're moving in different directions they're uh it's almost like the sun shooting a kaleidoscope directly at you, but on the ground, not directly into your eyes, um, of shadows, essentially, instead of of light. A silhouette appears in this bright sun, and it takes a couple of steps forward, and it's the dragonborn. You can see it's the same dragonborn you thought you saw above, down in almost an instant, because the doors opened as soon as you answered yes. Um... He stands in front of you, hands extended. What knowledge did you bring? Uh, oh, uh, I'm going <clears> to <throat> pull out the daydream, and I am going to present it to the dragonborn of you. And this is the knowledge that I present. He takes the book, he looks over it. With a natural goddamn 20. He accepts it. <clears throat> oh, God. Uh, he thanks you deeply. The, the book that you've brought him is, is more important than you think it is. Um, you can, see, you can see visible excitement on this Dragonborn's face. Uh, Dragonborns, well, I want to clarify, Dragonborns don't have lips. And you can see visible excitement on this Dragonborn's face. Yes. That was an odd image. <laughs> right? I thought, I thought that would be... <laughs> I thought that would, I'm glad, homie. It's like, if a... If an iguana could smile... <laughs> yeah, that's terrifying. Uh, yeah, okay, so... Uh, his attention... Leaves the book after after a few solid seconds of, of deep consideration of what he's holding, the importance of what he's holding, the the knowledge of dryad myth and and dryad not not just myth but like true legends, dryad dryads it's living legend. That's what I'm trying to work for here. Uh huh. Seems to be very very important to this dragonborn. He, I mean, deeply, deeply considers this book. Opens the cover, you know, like blows a little dust off of it, closes it very gently, and seems to 
hold it very close to his heart. Not not literally, but like he seems to be figuratively holding close to his heart while also literally holding it close to his chest. Uh, <laughs> uh, okay. His his attention okay. snaps from the book and looks up to Vincent, who's still sitting on your back, <clears throat> still bleeding. Uh, and you, boy. I I pull up the original stories of the underground guilds which i haven't explained it all yet that's okay uh, <laughs> uh this being the guilds of waterdeep i'm assuming this is the, uh, or all of them can i can i explain it real fast yeah okay so it's... you would know this book so if you feel like sharing the information go okay, for it so it is it is the first <clears throat> written book of the story of the start of thieves guilds in Faerun. Wow. That is hidden throughout different cities depending on who finds it <sighs> added to by every guild member who finds it. Based on the natural 20 I rolled for him, roll me, roll me 2d20s. 2d20s? Yep, 2d20s, take the higher number. Add your... How's your persuasion? My persuasion is a zero. So a 14. Okay. Uh, with a 14, I'm going to say... I'm, I'm looking for the rarity of that book is what I was doing with that. It was just trying yeah. to see. Um, well, there's only one, but we'll, we'll go with 14. Oh, I didn't know you said it was the only copy. Yes, because it is handwritten oh, by yeah. everybody who's ever I'm sorry. It, excuse the shit out of me. That's a, if it's the only one of its kind. I, I probably I didn't describe it that well. I'm sorry. That's okay, dude. I mean, if it's the only one of its kind, that is knowledge that this library cannot have. You know, not knowledge that it cannot have from this point of view, written by this person, written at this period of time. This is truly important. This. Page, go ahead. Each page of this book is from a different member of a guild. At a different time. Yeah, I. I'm not gonna say he knows that immediately, but no. Do you explain it to him as well, or do you just um, are you just explaining it to anybody watching? Yes, because when I hand him the book, there is no cover. There, it's just a black old leather cover, like an old notebook with a single string around it, holding it closed. The leather is very worn and cracking away, <clears throat> almost disintegrating to the touch. Okay. Pages are also very worn. You can see some of, like, it got wet occasionally, a little bit of water damage to, to certain corners. Just You can see the, the years of age that that notebook has gone through. I'm going to say that he looks up to you, makes direct eye contact, like his nose comes up, and his, even his glasses are pointed directly at you while you're sitting atop this horse. He's going to look deeply into you, and you're going to hear in your head... Are you sure? That this is something you can part with. I'm gonna... <clears throat> yes, because the past should be learned while a new future starts. He takes it. Do you, um, do you reply that out loud or do you reply it in your head? Yes, yeah, I replied that out loud. Okay. Uh, so, 
just so you know, Cass, that when he when he said, "Are you sure you can part with this?" That was very clearly inside Vincent's head. <clears throat> you didn't hear it, and then he he replies out loud. Uh, me. So the Dragonborn then replies out loud. Have you added your passage? I have added enough. He nods respectfully. Takes the book, stacks them together. And they welcome you to Candlekeep. The doors open entirely. You hear the wood creak once more. Groan as it's being stretched open by this the, the metal iron chains. And you can hear them as they're clunking through the gears, do 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 as they're being sucked into the wall, withdrawing the uh the door so you can enter. Your eyes slowly adjust. And inside this castle as you take your first few steps into the court of air. We'll come back in a minute. That way you guys can go pee and I can get water and we can take care of that stuff. So we'll be back in a few moments. You mean so I can get over the fuck cramping in my leg right now? Yeah, we'll do that. We'll be back in a few minutes. Hey, my bad. I clicked the wrong button and canceled the stream, but we'll still be back in a few minutes. We'll be back in a minute. I turn the stream off. I'm stupid. Ignore me. We'll be back.
Okay, we're back now. Green hasn't changed. There it is. Yeah, the the conversation we had while we were gone. <laughs> <laughs> well, took a Packets. took a couple of left turns. <laughs> a and a couple rights. Yeah. Maybe one. <sighs> All right. So where we left off was that the your eyes were just adjusting to the abrupt brightness, uh, the harsh sun of Faerun. Jeez. Uh, and as you step through, you get to see those dancing shadows that I talked about that are almost kaleidoscopic, which I think is a word, and we're going to use it because it sounds fancy. Um, very geometric because of how, how many towers are here, how many spires are within this keep. Keep in mind, this is almost all mages. Um, mages of some kind, whether they're wizards, whether they're sorcerers, whether they're bards, druids, warlocks. They're probably here at some point or another to study, to learn, as long as they're formally educated, I would say. Um, it's very important for these people to come here to hone their magic in. So the fact that your centaur druid has showed up, you you feel like you have the potential to learn amazing things here, and it not just be the cure you came searching for. Uh, Vincent the Blood Hunter Rogue doesn't necessarily feel the same thing. I'm gonna say you probably feel rather anxious coming to this place. You've never. You've never been here, but you know that people here are smarter than you, and it's not something you typically run into. You're, you're rather intelligent for a street kid. Uh, you know, most, most everything you know, book-wise, you taught yourself. I'm going to put the one thing that would put me at ease in this town is the fact that I know very, very few, if at all, Members of Thieves Guild are in. Yeah, there likely wouldn't be any. This this would be a very, very heavily policed place. The fact that you were let in at all after he probed your mind like that is astounding. <laughs> that that tells you something about what he witnessed, and yourself even. Uh when he when he hit you with that slight mind probe and he spoke inside your mind, he was he was penetrating your brain. He was reading your, your outermost thoughts. So he, he doesn't understand your deepest intentions for things yet, but he did understand your, your surface level thought, your immediate thoughts, which I'm assuming you weren't guarding your thoughts. No. If you would like to say you were, we can go back and roll for it to see how you did. I, I'd like to say, well, yes, I'm still on guard because I'm an, I'm an anti-person. I'm always on guard to something. But even in, your, even in your thoughts or just in your going, presentation? In general, but going through that gate put me at a certain level of ease. Knowing that there's some semblance of safety here? Yes. <clears throat> okay, that's fair. That makes a lot of sense. Um, it's possible for me to do an action while I'm walking through this gate. Yeah. Yeah, okay, you're, so right, now, right now is technically we're not in our turn order, so it's kind of free, do whatever you want. Describe it to me, but also leave room for, for Cass to say what he wants to do if he's 
I'm, assu okay. I'm assuming you're still sitting on his back because we never said you got off. And, right, and you would have rode through the injured. door standing on his back, yeah. fairly injured. I'm, I'm assuming I'm, you're probably, like, leaned forward, kind of cradling your... You're holding your thigh, cradling your arm. Uh, you know, you're, you were cut, like, across the chest area, like, collar... Yeah, so co essentially like, left collarbone down towards the center of your chest. In, in an arc, almost, because he swung the sword in an arcing manner. I'm gonna say that's how you were cut. Yes. I'm okay with that. Okay. Um, so would you say that, like, I'm just now passing that guard I was handing the books to? <clears throat> uh, he he didn't pass. give you, he didn't project the vibes of a guard. He, he didn't hit you with the show me the, your ID MP vibes. The man, the man who asked us for the books, the Dragonborn, am I yeah. still in a fairly close distance to him? Yeah, you're right. maybe 10 feet. I'm, I'm going to say when Cass starts progressing forward and you're carried with him, he would have got maybe 10 feet in front of you, clear, you know, entered the doorway, and you started moving toward. So as, as you're passing through those doors that are still opening to their maximum, um, he's maybe only 10 feet in front of you. You can still see him while your eyes are adjusting. He's that close. Uh, and you know he's Dragonborn. That's essentially all you know. He's, he's a silver Dragonborn, and he wears glasses, and he wears these dark, dark blue, almost a royal blue robe. Okay. So what I'm gonna do, and I have uh, still that six seconds to talk, correct? Well, that's the thing. We're not in our turn order, so you can just okay, talk freely now. Yeah. Um, I tell Castle to hold up for a second because I don't know Cass is a dryad per se. No, visually, visually he looked. Uh, dryads are are typically known for kind of greenish skin. They they look very elven. Like they, they have those very angular features typically. Like they have almost almost pointed ears. They have very angular nose, very angular jawline, very defined bodies. Uh there's essentially what you think of when you think of like early Christian representations of Adam and Eve. How they're almost the ideal the ideal human. That is very much what dryads look like. And and they're typically nude entirely. But I he, don't have very much knowledge of dryads from. No, I'm gonna say that you don't definitely because this is a very like woodsy thing, very very yeah, very outdoorsy, very, very you're very urban. So um, I'm gonna ask Cast to hold up for a second and yell towards the, the dragon boy. Ask him, homie. Don't tell me. Oh, I can't say what's Cast's fucking character's name. Alador. Alador. Alador, hold up for a second. Um, you never introduced yourself, so you wouldn't know his name. Oh, I'm just gonna, okay. So I'm gonna tap Cass on the on the shoulder, or, or yeah, Cass on the. I'm gonna tap the centaur on the shoulder. There you go. Which shoulder? His second. horse shoulder or his human shoulder? His his human shoulder. His left side. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna tap on his left side humanoid shoulder. Sure. Will you stop for a moment? See how confusing this gets. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sir Dragonboard, by any chance, do you have anything for these wounds as I pull the arrow from my leg? Uh, go ahead and roll me... How many hit points do you have left? Six? I have six. Roll me a d6. Roll your d6. <clears throat> uh, I'll take a one. <laughs> a one? You have one hit point left as you pull that... You pull that arrow from your leg. 
blood squirts, shoots, <laughs> fucking erupts oh, out of your leg. I thought he was only going to take oh. away one health. No, that was how this was going. I was working oh. it backwards because I thought you were going to get excited when I did this. Uh, you fall to one health. You're bleeding out. So if somebody doesn't help you in the next six seconds, you're going to fall unconscious and you have to start making death saving throws. Uh, as Roll me a constitution saving throw. Constitution saving throw? Constitution saving throw, yeah. There'll be a whole different set of, like, stats to pick from for constitution. Seven. <clears throat> I'm gonna say with a seven, you begin to faint. Uh, and your one hit point, you're going to drop it when you hit the floor because you're six feet high and you can lose one d6. It's it's one d6 damage for every six feet you fall. So you're six feet from the floor. When you fall over, you take one d6 damage. Minimum of one damage. You're now unconscious. Um. Okay. So, wait. So I I don't have the. You know what? Chance to 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 grab him and or heal him beforehand. You can try. Chance to, to... The, to catch him. Dexterity saving throw. Okay. Oh, and to heal him. So I, I would I heal him afterwards then? I guess. Yes. Okay, so essentially, if you though, if you catch him, you can stop him from taking damage when he falls, uh, but he's still gonna have one damage and be bleeding out. So you're gonna have to pass a medicine check to stop the bleeding, and then you can heal him, or you could just heal him. I'm, I'm gonna say because of how profusely he's bleeding, you have to pass a uh, medicine check uh, too. I rolled a nine. A nine to catch him. Yeah. I roll natural one, so you catch him. Yay. So I, I, Luckily, I can't cast so you, a spell. So casting a spell wouldn't would that override the medicine check or would I still have to do the medicine check first? I'm I'm gonna say because he is bleeding profusely, you could repair other damages on him, but not his leg by by just directly magically healing him. You would have to stop his arterial bleeding first, and then you could heal him. Now, or you right. could heal him okay. but right. he would still be bleeding well, out. He would keep losing well. health. Question, not to interrupt. The Dragonborn did also just watch me pull this arrow from my leg. Right. Cass said he was going to do something Ooh. first, so I was letting him do his thing. Okay. <coughs> uh, I, I caught him, so uh, can, we, can, we, can we say that's, that's the action and then see if what the Dragonborn may or may not do, and then I'll do my action? Sure. Or is that too much? Um, I'm going to say that particular Dragonborn is not a healer. Uh, you know what? I'll let the dice tell me. What do we got? That is a four. So he's he is not a healer. Um, it is kind of going to come down to you because I don't think anybody could get here in eighteen seconds. Okay. He he has a a potential to die in eighteen seconds. Okay, too easy. So I'm gonna medicine check first to stop the bleeding. Yeah. Okay. Close him. Twenty-two. Let's 22 go. Twenty-two for the medicine. Twenty-two. Check, my boy. Very oh, fucking oh, solid. Yes, sir. Let's go. Super fucking <laughs> solid. So, and the, I'm, I'm, you. I'm gonna say you have experienced a lot of of uh, of arrow wounds being a druid in the forest, and you've dealt with a lot of elven tribes. You've dealt with a lot of elven civilizations. Their favorite weapon, typically a bow. Um, yeah. you. You very much understand what has happened here. You understand what he has been hurt with. 
Uh, you've dealt with enough humanoid creatures, not necessarily humans per se, but humanoid to understand their basic physical structure, their physiological structure on the inside. Uh, and you, you stop his bleeding rather quickly. Uh, you know, essentially you have packed his wound. And, you know, you poured some fucking quick clot in it or something. Like, what do you... <laughs> I don't know how you want me to describe this any better. You've stopped his, you've stopped his bleeding. Um... Now you can cast a, cast a spell to heal him. Or, right, or uh, now that you've I'm stopped a, his bleeding, okay. he is not going to die now. He is, he is stabilized, but at zero hit points. Meaning, oh, he's, he's just, yeah, meaning he is not conscious. He's, oh, he's not going to roll death saving throws. He's just stabilized at zero. Now you can get him inside to a healer, possibly. Or because this is a, this is a uh, a citadel of mages, you would believe there has to be someone who studied healing magic here. It just is not this dragonborn. Yeah. Um, yeah. Or you can cast a healing spell and and heal him. Um, I'm gonna just make him conscious anyway, so I am gonna cast. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna cast uh, cure wounds. Cure so, wounds. Uh, okay. So roll your let's dice. See. You get five. I will fucking take it. Okay, you are conscious with five hit points. You are prone on the ground with a centaur standing over you. <laughs> what would you like to do? Pain. Um, I'm going to look at Cass and I'm going to say thank you. I thought this was the end right there. Okay. Um, you say anything back? Yes. Uh, oh, God. Uh, I'm glad I was able to help in time. Um, we need to talk. I need to know what was going on back there. Um, and so that's what I say to you. Do you help him up? Yes. Okay, so you, you know, uh, you Beastmaster handshake again and pick each other up. Or pick him up. Uh, as you do, the the dragonborn turns towards you and waves his hand and casts prestidigitation, and you're both immediately cleaned. You Clean. you you look presentable. The blood that he was pouring all over oh, your back is not there okay. anymore. Yeah, that's right. I covered you in my blood. <laughs> uh, the the dirt yeah. and blood sure, and. And Bro. I don't know what else would have been on the rogue. I'm assuming sewer or something. I don't know. Immediately gone. You smell. You smell clean. You look clean. You are entirely presentable. Okay. Uh, okay. Awesome. Uh, I'm gonna. He. He still has your books cradled, almost as if they're children. As he deeply, de looks like he deeply, deeply cares for what you've given him. Um. And he gestures towards what is he going to gesture towards he's going to gesture towards the house of rest uh, as, you, as you enter this gate let me describe more what you see because you got fucking blinded by the light when you first walked in uh, on, your, on your right immediately there is a bunch of cylindrical buildings that almost look like they were supposed to be spires but were unfinished like they were just capped at the top flat and that was it Several. I mean, there's in the range of like nine or ten. You can't see them all, uh -huh. but that's what you see. Um, 
you haven't been here yet, so you don't necessarily know what this is yet. Um, in front of you, a distance ahead, you know, a few hundred feet, through the crowds that are kind of milling back and forth. Uh, everyone in here wears robes, by the way. They're all very clearly mages of some kind. Everybody here, this is Mage City, essentially. Um, you, yeah. you can see a clothing sales in front of you. He is very clearly only selling robes. Ro robes and cloaks is what he is selling, essentially. Um, to your left, immediate left, you can see a building with steam pouring from the roof. Uh, a little further past that, you can hear the, the metallic ping, ping, ping of a man, or several men even, several people, smacking a hammer against something metal. You would assume it's a smithy. Uh, a little further past it, you see a very small, very simple building. Uh, nondescript beyond that. There's nothing particular that tells you what's there. There's no signs, no... Um, no windows, just a simple door, small building attached to it. The door is closed. Beyond that, you see a silo, uh, and you would assume that's where the granary is because that's what you put in a silo. Uh, beyond that, a sign, a, a building with a sign that says House of Rest. Uh, a little further past that, you see a sign that has a beer mug on it that's called the Hearth. Um, beyond that, there is a gray two-story building. Uh, I'm not going to tell you a lot about that either. That's, that seems to be like something you're going to come across at some point. Um, uh -huh. but he gestures towards the House of Rest very clearly points directly at the House of Rest and says there you can seek help and rest and tomorrow since it is the end of the day we will uh, after your wounds have been see seen to we will pursue the knowledge and, acc and accrue the knowledge you have given us yay Awesome. Okay. And, and uh, he, he kind of bows his head at both of you, making deep eye contact with you, uh, w with Vincent. Deep eye contact, holding that book. You can see him, him holding it very, very close to him. Aww. As he bows, he even nods his head to you, again, in a sign of the truest reverence your character has ever felt. You, as Vincent, have never felt this kind of respect from anyone Damn, bud. That's what I'm talking about. This man is... Okay. I, I cannot stress this enough. This man, You gave this man something that he never thought he would be able to experience in his several hundred years of life. Um, he thanks you both for your contribution to the library. And the last words he leaves you with is welcome to Candlekeep. Okay. Awesome. Wow. He turns... Walks away. What do you do? Uh, uh, I'm gonna look at Vincent and I say we should head to the house rest. Uh, see if we can get you looked at. I don't know I how much that really helps. Anything more in my life? 
Okay, so you both you both progress through the court of air. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna just start walking towards it. Okay, yeah, you both progress through the the court of air is what this is called. The that open air area that you're in is a lot of like small like marketplacey shops. You know, it feels kind of like a flea market, um, but for magey yeah. shit. There's all kinds of magical stuff in here. You know, you see a guy selling tomes. You see a guy selling flying brooms. You see a guy selling uh, uh, small animals. Uh, you see a person selling rings, specifically just rings. I feel like I just described the inside of a mall. Um, <laughs> Was it Super Center USA? <laughs> uh, Bro, whoa, 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 whoa. Can you, can, can you say that again? My my stuff just started. Eh, 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 you talking about eh. mine or him? Yeah, you, you, while you were oh. explaining this, I'll, okay, that's yeah. I here, no, I said it, it feels a lot like a, uh, a flea market as you walk through here. You see somebody selling robes, you see somebody selling flying brooms, you see somebody selling tomes and, and, and massive dust covered books. You see somebody selling, uh, animals, you know, small animals, uh, what you assume are familiars. Um, okay. You see somebody selling nothing but rings, and I, and then I said I feel like I'm describing the inside of a mall. <laughs> uh, oh, okay, okay, okay. Uh, and but you, uh, unless you plan to stop, can progress directly into the house of rest. I don't have much money. House of rest. <laughs> okay, everybody progresses into the house of rest. Um, as you enter, it's. It feels very small when you first enter. It's it's, it's a three story building, but as you enter that that like front office almost gives you the when you go to the dentist vibe how that's like very collected in the front. They keep all the people like very packed in at the front, and then when you walk into the back, there's so much fucking room in the back of a dentist office. Uh huh. It, it, that's very much what it feels like when you first walk in. You feel very cramped. There's not a, there's not even other people in here. You just feel like they put you in a very very small room. Um. And oh, okay. behind, uh, there's a woman behind the counter. She's a tiefling. So she has horns. She has very, very, very dark purple skin. Almost like a, a, a regal purple skin. Like she's, uh, you know, if she was uh, a, a royal figure of some sort, neither of you would be surprised just by the color, coloration of her, her skin. Um, okay. She very much pro- projects that aura of of loftiness, I guess would be the way to call it. Uh, she seems to be paying you no mind. Um, but in front of her is a big, massive, massive tome. I mean, this thing's like 30 inches tall and 20 inches wide. It's a big, big book. As you walk inwards, you hear... The sound of, of, I mean, fuck, what does an old book opening sound like? An old book opening. I don't, it sounds like crinkling leather, I guess. Uh, just kind of a, boom, as it opens and dust flies out from underneath it. It's so heavy. Yeah. Uh, think very much when, when Jack Sparrow's dad brings the book out for the Pirate's Code. That is the size of this book in Pirates of the Caribbean. <laughs> Slams that big ass book oh, okay. down and dust flies out everywhere. And then they open it and it's got this this weird sound that I can't describe like anything other than 
a book opening, a leather-bound book when it opens. It sounds like it's cracking. <laughs> it's also like paper yeah, on paper, yeah. ruffling. I don't know how to describe it any better than what it literally is. And when it hits, it's, yeah. a, it's a loud thud when it hits. Uh, this thing has very clearly got to be wrapped in like wood or something like that is the main frame for it, and then that's wrapped in leather of some kind. Very ornately decorated book. And on the front, as it's opening, you get to see in a glint of glowing gold, illuminated script, uh, you get to see a book that says House of Rest. As it opens, you get to, uh, you, I mean, you walk up to it, I'm assuming, I don't, I don't, what do you do? The book opens. Um, yes. Yes. You don't have much other options. In front of you is a, is a counter with a book. <laughs> okay. I, I look at the book. Behind the, behind the counter is the tiefling woman, but she hasn't even acknowledged your existence. Um, you can see she, she raises a hand in your direction and just kind of flicks a finger. And as she does, one of the pages just kind of ruffles that get kind of almost a reverse if you put the sound of a, a wave and played it in reverse and it, i think that sound of a piece of paper writing is a piece of paper that kind of just little little scruffly sound i don't know kind of just a little that i guess if you can hear it i don't know yeah, I can hear it. yeah. yeah kind of just that that noise as a book slides open the next page folds over and in front of you is an entirely empty page um and a quill jumps up from the table and stands right above it What do you do? I pick up the quill and sign my name in the book. Okay. Dang. Right off the bat. Okay. I will. I will do the same. After he's done signing his name, I wanna. I'll sign the sign book as well. Okay. So once I'm done signing my name, I will hand him the quill. Okay. Um. As you do. As you do. You hear the book that plays that like that same sound that boom as it closes right in front of you. And the, the quill slides right out of your hand with its own force and flies right over into okay. right over into an ink pot and just sits right in it. <clears throat> what the hell? Uh, I don't like this. She, you can see her hand come up again and she just opens it very, very slightly and just kind of waves it. And a door appears in the room. I, I, I walk over towards the door. Okay, and this is this is a free-floating door attached to nothing, by the way, to be clear. There's no... So it, it is in the room with you. It's not oh. a, It's not against a wall that appeared. This is a door that just exists in the room now. I'm going to walk <laughs> over the door and suspiciously inspect the door. Okay, roll an investigation check. Investigation with a plus one. While you're doing that, I'm going to run to the restroom. I'll be right back. It's going to be an eight. An eight? Okay, I'll be right back. Oh, oh! I forgot it shows us. I forgot it shows us what we roll. What we? Yeah, D and D Beyond. It shows me what control, you I forgot. Which is which is yeah. why I'm okay with using it. I like the dice one on the on the board, but this one does my math. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, it's true. I am not doing great <laughs> still. At least this will this will completely heal me, won't it? Because it should be a long rest, technically. Yeah, long rest should should be full health, I believe. That's fine. I didn't have to damage myself. We're okay. 
I'm playing a oh, very bro. weird. I'm playing a very weird I class. Mean, you, homie. you don't rogue. I mean, um, you're playing. I have a level one in rogue and a level one in blood hunter. Oh, uh, oh, oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh. <laughs> so I don't know anything about blood hunter because. Uh... Oh, when you, I started, you it, will. It was fairly new. You it was fairly will, new, I, I think. Yeah, it was fairly it's, new when we started, right? Uh, it was. It was a few months old when we first started. Yeah, it's it's something that we talk in depth about and just thought it would be a good idea. <clears throat> okay. Yeah. Between that and a gun, Yeah. Oh god. So I, I wanted to be one day. Uh, I mean, you could be a. Cowboy, druid, no. gunslinger, centaur. One day, no, maybe. We'll save that. We'll we'll, we'll save that for a different day. We'll save that. <laughs> we'll make a one shot or something, and that one shot, you guys can play like super cracked ass characters, like a halfling gunslinger, and you know exactly what kind of rogue I'm. A tabaxi play. rogue, yeah, you piece tabaxi of shit. Tabaxi rogue, blood hunter. <laughs> <laughs> this is how I feel about tabaxi rogues. I'm gonna play a tabaxi. tabaxi. Just, just quick question: Why don't you like tabaxis? Just one. Because they get an advantage. They have, they have a racial trait that allows them to travel the distance they can already run in one turn. So if they, hold, no, keep it, keep it with me here. If they're a tabaxi rogue, they can move thirty feet. Right. Well, no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I lied. They can move forty feet because they're a tabaxi. They can then take the dash action. Uh -huh. To run 40 feet. Uh -huh. They can then take the dash bonus action to run 40 feet. They can then double that action with their racial trait and now run 240 feet in one turn. <laughs> they then have to stand still for the next turn. The flanks. But then the next turn, they can then again run 240 feet. <laughs> The flanks would be. That is why I <laughs> don't allow beautiful. Tabaxi Rogues. Because that I had a Tabaxi Rogue. Ta fuck, I can't say that word. I like Tabaxi too. I put that shit on every. Nah, it's red I hot, isn't it? Those rogues in this, I wouldn't have been in the elven situation because I'd have dipped out to the fucking. Woods. <clears throat> yeah, you wouldn't have had a horse. Way more, way a, a horse would be a handy. It'd be a wheelchair for you as a Tabaxi Rogue. <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay. I, I did get that crossbow added to my inventory, by the way. I did the crossbow hand. You got it? Okay, and you have two bolts, too. Yes, I have two bolts in my bag. So, yeah, I don't know if you added those to your inventory, too, but you can. Yes, you you got to keep track of your, uh, your rounds, because I will keep track of your rounds if I give you a projectile yeah, added, weapon. And you'll, if you run out, you won't be shooting it. <laughs> if you run out and you go, oh, yeah, and I shoot the crossbow, I'm going to go, okay, click. <laughs> and you're going to count it. Yeah, that's your, that's your attack. <laughs> That's your problem for not knowing how much ammo you have. Um, I rolled an eight on the. Um, what was the last thing I just said before we started this conversation? The door. A uh, floating door. I went up to investigate. That's right. Rolled you rolled an eight. That is correct. Uh, with your eight, how do you feel like you inspected it? Did you like walk around and look behind it? Did you try and open it? Did you inspect I'm, I'm, the frame? I'm, what did you do? I'm I'm more or less looking at the door. I kind of just visually inspecting the door it is corporeal it exists that. yeah i figured that's about all the it answers. it didn't exist and then it okay. did 
You saw the tiefling raise her hand and wave it. The, t the door didn't, didn't exist, and now it does. Okay. So I'm going to cautiously... Uh, I'm going to open the door, but I'm not going to enter. Inside, there's a room. Love that for me. Um, what do I see inside the room? Um, it looks like the entrance to a very fancy home. Like, I'm talking million-dollar mansion, marble staircases... Uh, you see little things floating around in front of you. You can't really make out what they are, but they appear to be like trays of some kind. Yeah, would this come into my passive investigation? No. Got it? Okay. Uh, or... mm, roll, me, roll me an Arcana check. Both of you roll me an Arcana check. An Arcana check? Yeah. Arcana check. Yeah. That will be okay. a 17. Alright. Cash? Uh. Uh. What the heck just happened? You hit an 18. Yeah, it, it didn't pop off for me, but. Yeah, yeah 18. So a 17 and an 18? It was a nat yeah. 20, but minus 2. Oh. That's fucked. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I rolled a 17 yep. with no advantage or disadvantage to it. So. Okay. Um, both Oof. of you have heard tell of a spell called Mordekainen's Magnificent Mansion. Fuck. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, it lasts for 24 hours. Hell. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Excuse me. Knowing... So knowing the information, the general information about this. Yeah, spell, you would you would instantly recognize it as Mordekainen's his mansion. Like this is you haven't seen it before, but you've had it described vividly to you, and you know exactly what this is. This is Mordekainen's mansion. So I, I still, being me, I cautiously enter the room. Okay. And close the door behind me. And you just leave Cass outside. Uh, Cass hasn't I appreciate signed, it. Cass hasn't signed I the book it. yet, so I don't know. Yeah, how he did. That works. He signed the book. It, it, oh, it the quill flew out of his okay. hand, flew back into the ink pot, and the door closed. It, it flew out of my hand. Oh, no, you said you had passed it to him. Yes, and then he never, said, I signed my name. So, yeah, when I described it flying out of the hand, I was flying out of Cass's hand, yeah. Okay, then I didn't, didn't, can I change what I was going to do? You sure? Yeah, you, you don't have to just shut him outside. That's why I said that, because I knew you weren't, I'm yeah, you didn't mean I it. I reluctantly into the room, just kind of looking around, gathering... My surroundings. Uh, all of the little moving things in the room stop and snap towards you. Um, being on edge as I am, I put my hand on top of one of my daggers. Sure. Yeah, that's what you do. What, what does I'm Alador gonna do? I'm going to look at the tiefling and I'll be, is this for both of us or is this only meant for him? She doesn't say anything. Doesn't, doesn't acknowledge your existence. You do know that there's only one door in front of you. Uh, I guess I'm gonna I'm follow him. I'm gonna follow in. Okay. Do you want to roll? Okay. Do you want to roll an intelligence check for me to give you more answers? Yeah. Yes. Okay. But I have one quick question for sure, you. Sure. Hit me. Hit me. Hit me. Do, do do So do we know the specifics of the spell? You don't know how to cast it. You just know no, that it's very very high level magic. But, 
what what do, do you what are you asking what we can't like clearly okay because i okay so so just out of character because i remember we casted a similar spell in our campaign yep and um the effects of it were terrible afterwards so i need to know that if that's because um, nick was cursed when it was Oh, yeah, no, the effects of this ah, one are... Nick was really carrying big. a curse. Yeah, Nick was carrying a curse. Essentially, that's why. what you know is that this is a... Uh, to be clear, you're, you're in Candlekeep, the city of mages. Yeah. You're, you're in the place that you were told to go rest. Uh, okay. okay. You know that there's only one door... You know that this is very, very high-level, powerful magic. Okay. Um, and you know... Uh, you, you know from what you have been told as Alador that this magic is damn near incomprehensible for you uh, because of how powerful it is, and that... Uh, that from what you've been told, it is not harmful in any way. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, it is. Um, it is a right, safe so situation you... for you to enter the door. It's not. It's not okay. gonna curse you or or charm you or anything in any way. It is specifically a uh, a door to a an interdimensional. I'm sorry. It is an interdimensional door to another plane of existence that the mansion exists in. That you okay. you can spend up to twenty four hours in. That is what you know. Okay, fair enough, fair enough, fair enough. All right, yeah, I'm a I'm a I'm a following behind them. And you said I had to do an intelligence check still, or no? if you if you, you want a little more information, yeah, about the tiefling. Oh yeah, I'll do that. Uh, come on, baby. Trash. Seven. Dude, that would have probably been a good roll. She's for me. really hard to read, homie. She hasn't. She has not yeah, even definitely. looked up at you. Uh, okay, beyond so that, I'm not going to tell you anything. Okay. So, question: With my current intelligence, do I know anything about the tiefling just based off the look? She's a tiefling. That's it. But why fourteen intelligence gets me? Uh, yeah, because you're not actively yeah. asking me any questions. I'm not asking, yeah. Yeah. If you ask me a question, you roll for it. Do you have something you want to know? Well, considering I'm in a different room now, it's past that point. The door's open, and you can still see yeah. her through the door. I'll say. <clears throat> she still exists on the other end of the door, but while you're standing in this room, you are in the grand foyer of a fancy home. This is very much, you know, like okay, a I'm... Victorian mansion. With me... Uh, okay, so here's what I'm... With me recalling the information of the spell... That was cast. I I slowly bring my hand away from my dagger and relax slightly. Sure. And continue moving through through the room. Okay. Just kind of taking in the building, taking in the room. As you go through this room, there is a table in the middle of the room as these beautiful ornate flowers on it. Uh, there are two staircases that go. If you're entering the room, the staircases go up about three steps, and then they split to go right and left and curl upwards behind you. So you haven't looked behind you yet. You don't know what's behind you. You just know that those those they they curl up a rounded room to go up behind you. Um, in front of you is this grand archway, very fine, ornate, 
What's up, Squiddy? Uh, very fine, ornate wood carvings uh, above the doors in the archway. They're very, very finely carved. Uh, you also, again, still see these perfectly standing still now, floating trays and floating, uh, like, like, what the hell you call it, like pitchers. Um, you know, there's there's one holding fine china. Is everybody's standing perfectly still? You don't well, you don't see any bodies. You just see floating objects. <clears throat> okay. um, as you enter that room, there's a hallway going both directions, um, and then there is another entrance in front of you that's slightly smaller, less grandiose. It leads into what is very clearly a dining room. Uh, at the end of the dining room, you can see there's there's a table set for a hundred people, uh, and then at the very end of the room, there are. Uh, this massive fireplace. Above the fireplace, there is a uh, an ancient red red dragon head mounted on the wall. <clears throat> to the right and the left of the far end of the room, uh, there are two doorways. Uh, very beautiful carpets. Very very fine, like Arabian carpets. Uh, to, sorry, Tunisian carpets. Uh, a little different. Close, but different. If you know the difference, you know the difference. If not, you're poor. Um, <laughs> don't spit now. I saw that. Don't spit. You're probably not telling me you're poor. On the walls, there's these beautiful, very ornately painted uh, portraits of, of fancy people, both men, women, tieflings. Uh... <laughs> I thought that would get somebody to laugh. Um, I just about anything you think of. Very, very like heavily armored dwarves next to these uh, heavily armored mastiffs. Dog, very large dogs, almost as big as the dwarf tall while sitting. Um, the fireplaces are roaring. Um, this table is set for a fucking feast, homie. It is roast pigs and. Uh, you know, there, I'm sure there's a roasted wormling somewhere on this thing, a small dragon. There's, there, it is anything you could dream of on these tables. The finest cakes and pastries and macaroons and anything you can think of on this table. It is set for a hundred people. Uh, is Alador some kind of vegetarian? Because he's from the woods and like half horse and dryad, or some kind of like non meat eating choicey thing, cast. Nope. He's a uh, uh, he's omnivorous. Omnivorous. Okay. Well, there'll be um, there was gonna be like massive fruit selections and vegetables and whatnot as well, and. Cooked any way you want, but there's also again there's just floating objects floating around, not moving. Just standing in midair, and they seem every time, every step you take in the room, they seem to adjust to exactly where you are. Ever so slightly turn towards exactly where you are. When you take a step, they all readjust. When you take a step, they all readjust. Uh, okay. Um, well, you haven't uh, walked in the room yet. Sorry, that was for pain. You haven't actually entered the doorway yet. Okay. 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 So you never said that you did. So I'm assuming that you didn't. 
I mean, but he can probably see in the doorway of things going on around me. No, I, I, I said uh, that I that I followed him behind him. Did, oh, okay. Yes. I'm sorry. I didn't hear you say it. I thought you. I thought you said you were starting to, but you didn't actually. The, enter. So the, do you you enter and close the door? Uh yes. Okay. Yes. You enter. When you turn to close the door, you know that that boom as the lock closes shut behind you. Um, the door very clearly has, from this point of view, has almost a uh, translucentness to it. Uh huh. You can see back into the office. Uh, oh. you can well, you can see a circular shape. Oh. Okay. You can see a circular shaped cutout of existence on the other side of this door. Even when it closes. No, fuck no. We've been playing for like four hours. <laughs> uh, but you can, went very wrong. you can come join if you want. Because we're right now, we, they, they're fucking not doing anything super particular. Yeah. Um, let me see. What the hell was I saying? Andromeda cat. That's Nick. Is that is that Nick? Yeah, because yeah, I yeah, I fucked up at our our break our pause yeah. break three hours in I fucked up and clicked stop streaming instead of pause. It was my bad. It's forty. It's forty <laughs> minute one shot. Yeah, the forty. Well, no, the that first fight was supposed to be forty minutes. Oh, I yeah, expected no, I, this I, to last I, for four hours, but you guys haven't face. even got to the main fucking mission. You just fought these three guys for, or well, <laughs> six guys for three fucking hours. Well, I guess when you slit their son's throat, they're a little upset. Yeah, dude, you can come join. Just join the D&D chat, and then we'll figure it out from there. I'll have to fucking readjust the cameras a little bit, but then we'll be fine. Uh, yeah, he's 100. Like, come on. That's fine. Uh, yeah, that's fine. Give me one second to readjust cameras on... And, and even what ha what has happened at this point really doesn't matter, because you can just throw him in like he's already... Yeah, you've, you've been here. You've been in the town. That's the important thing. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, I'm the show. Well, if you guys want to talk to him about what's happened, please do go ahead and tell, oh, tell so, Nick so what's happened. What's happened is While I readjust cameras. I have met uh -huh. Cass's character, we don't know his names, I've almost died, I slit in Elvin's throat in front of his parents on a fight oh, that went poorly, yeah. very poorly. Um, I was being chased by six. Why were you being chased by six? Oh, because I straight up stole a horse. I stole a horse from a guy. Um, <laughs> got chased by six of them. Hit a horse with a dagger. Caused him to fall off his horse. My horse tripped up two other horses. Hell of a first roll. And then uh, ran into the woods. Did my rogue thing. Cash showed up, wondering what was going on. Got insulted by an older elf. Are you gonna turn your uh, Are you gonna turn your camera on, Nick? Because it's gonna readjust where the cameras are again. But uh, I put a I put an arrow into that elf side and I said, "Take this, you elven piece of trash." Kill elves. I did not kill a single elf that I'm aware of. But uh, they surrounded me. Technically, two of them, uh, one to my front, one to my side. And when I went to threaten the the smaller one of the three, uh, I accidentally slit his throat. A, I a natural one on a dexterity check. And I slit his fucking throat. And yeah, I brought him down to one HP that I'm aware of. He could yeah. be dead in the woods for all I fucking know. 
after that, I ran to cast. Fucking hell, bro. Do <laughs> you know what caused this whole fight after, or caused this fight to be extended? Is I tried to jump from one horse to another horse to kick it off, and I rolled like a six on a dexterity on a dexterity check. And I have a plus four to dexterity. I'm just gonna put it out there. I rolled that poorly. Jesus. Okay. <laughs> uh, your camera did not trigger. It's it's. It says you're not sharing camera, but like it moved you up to the top, so you are sharing camera. You know what I mean? Like it, it's just not registering that you are. Yeah, I had to do it a couple times. You might have to turn it off and back on. Oh, it's your fucking your streamer mode's turned on. Yeah, you gotta turn off streamer mode. My streamer mode? What? what? That's yeah. that's what it is. We figured that out earlier because I turned mine off and then I could visually see him afterwards. Oh, yeah. is it because I'm hosting your shit? It could be. Yeah. Uh, no, it shouldn't. It shouldn't be because I'm currently hosting too. Oh, but we also have your streamer. So. We also have your streamer mode turned off on Discord. Yes. You have oh, to turn streamer mode off on Discord. My streamer it mode. It turns on off. automatically. It is off. Yeah. I turn. Okay, off. Turn, your, turn your camera off and back on. Okay. <laughs> exit out of the fucking uh, switch. Wait. Do you want to throw us on a break real quick while you're trying to get everything figured out? Oh, my cameras are fine. I'm just gonna have to. Once he does this, I'm gonna have to swap the spots again. Then we're fine. Okay. Yeah. I'll just make sure. Yeah, no, we're we're fine. I know we have six viewers. But, uh, I apologize for the technical difficulties, everybody. We're working. Yeah, we're new. So, God so damn it. We're figuring it doing, out. While, while he's doing this, I'll, I'll explain <laughs> Yeah, so please. This is keep... a stream on this on Twitch. Um, for those of you who weren't in here earlier, I'm Ben. This is my first D&D stream. Um, we're trying something new with this. Um, we will eventually be moving over when we start our full campaign to a new account. <laughs> once that kind of hits that affiliate area and we can start having more interaction from you guys. But uh, currently, this is our first time trying this tabletop simulator. Thank you, Nick, for throwing it out to us, showing us this. But um, so we're still experiencing the technical glitches and things that we need to work through to figure it out. And then uh, JJ over here, he's doing his best as, to DM and, and work all of the technical things at the same time. It is a task. Do bear with us. Do, do bear with us on it as we are trying to finalize everything, which is the big reason we wanted to do this one shot first or this session zero. So that when we move into our full campaign, I believe the first Tuesday of February. There we go. Um, we're going to hopefully have a lot of this figured out before we get there. For not only for the ease on us, but the viewing pleasure from you guys. Okay. And also any questions that you guys My have man. over over the story that we have today. Uh, at the end of the session today, we will go ahead and most of us will typically at the end of every session will stick around and we'll answer Crazy. some questions from chat and stuff like that. And Nick, since you are now here, if you want to go ahead and introduce yourself while he's still finishing all this, since... Yeah, not your character, just, the, just you again. Just you, yeah. Yeah, I mean, we're not really using our normal characters, are we? No, you are. Oh, yeah, yeah, we're using. Yeah, you're, you are. You are several days, cool. several days, prequel to Fine. getting doing what we discussed. I don't want to discuss openly yet. Uh, the being on the thing, going to the place, <laughs> as vaguely as possible. Explaining, explaining why or how we met each other and how we're gonna come back together. Yeah, later. yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. Minus Rob. Well, anyway, I'm Nicholas. I introduced them to Tabletop Simulator. They already thanked me, and that's basically it. You have two in Nick's up, by the way, Jerry. I know. I've fucked up a little bit here. I, I'm good. 
I'm figuring it out. No, my subscription ended. What? Son of a bitch. Uh, <laughs> I'm really having some trouble here. That is also my fucking other shit. Um, <clears throat> wait, I'm not, I'm not gonna join the um, the actual tabletop sim. I, I can't run it right now. That's fine. That's that's fine. I'm te I'm I'm pretty much the only one in it. We're not using visuals for this campaign currently for this this one shot because he didn't really design a whole bunch. Yeah, I the only reason I have it up right now is to have the fucking the map up. You made this dude, homie. You made this whole story in like two days. Yep. Did you already disclose the name of the uh? Most of no. The no. other. No. no. Okay. It's some bullshit. Is what it is, son. Why is this? So Nick, Nick, go ahead and continue with your introduction. Ooh. Oh shit, nah, man, I'm done. <laughs> oh well, that's like. So what we do is name, Twitch name, and then like your experience with D and D. Oh so, shit. Okay. I should yeah. explain that. No, yeah. Uh, my name is Nicholas. You can call me Nick. My uh, Twitch handle is uh, Andromeda Crab. My experience with D and D. Uh, I started in high school, but we we've, we've played not by rules at all. We just fucking dicked around. But my uh, full actual campaign was in college, and it was not fun. <laughs> Come on, you don't want to relive the Erectus days? <laughs> oh no, bro! I know so much about your guys' campaign already that I wish I would have been involved. Erectus the Sorcerer was life changing. I mean, the second campaign, the one that JJ actually DM'd, was fun. I hated Jeff. Uh, Jeff was an asshole. Oh god, his was... Oh my god, dude. I appreciate you busting out that D20 and just ruining it. Oh my god. Yeah. Oh yeah, when I fucked up his entire campaign with Olvid Stormbringer. Yeah. You were just dropping 20s on him. He's just I don't do know it. how many in a row that I rolled. But it was fucking absurd. I I was a level four character, and I beat his boss that he had designed to be level sixteen. Because you rolled so many. It was fucking. It was one after the other, after the other, after the other, and he just gave me the authority to do that. He gave me a fucking hammer that came back to me, bro. Like he gave me the dwarven thrower. He gave me two of you. Two of them. He gave me two of them. Yeah, and I was like, well, throw, 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 return, return, you're stunned. Throw, throw, return, return, you're stunned. <laughs> Utter abuse. Also? Yeah, I kill his boss. And yeah, the, the, like, the one that he was trying to play, too. I killed that character, too, while I was at it. <laughs> like, his legit character when he played. Yes. Can we kill him? I killed his character as well, yes. Alright, uh, Cast, you wanna go ahead and just do a reintroduction real quick since more people have joined in? We do have a few more people, we might as well. Howdy, my name's Cass. Uh, um, Twitch, Twitch is uh, Obelisk832. I don't really stream too much, but I do every now and then. Um, I'm playing Alador uh, Hazelcroft Scorn. Sorry. Hazelcorn, yeah. Yes, I'm a Santa. Alright, so uh, welcome to the stream. The horse grew it, man, guys. That's it. I'm a horse. Horse dryad. Dryad, yes. Are you a druid? He's a horse dryad druid, yeah. That's, yes. that's badass, okay. <clears throat> I guess for the people who, who I haven't actually introduced what my character is yet. 
for people who don't know, my uh, the character I'm playing is Vincent Moontrack, and he is a uh, rogue blood blood hunter. So you can inhuman, take that in yeah. how you will. He's very inhuman. <clears throat> Nick, do you want to see what I'm using? I mean, I th- I was watching the stream like. <laughs> oh, okay. I didn't see if you saw what I, the the dice that I'm using. I'm not doing as well as normal. No, Wait, no, no. He, he's rolled terrible about me. Oh, it's the the ones that everyone is afraid of. Oh, he's rolled bad. <laughs> that have been no, terrible they, this game. They have rolled terrible against me. I, to be bad. fair, I'm rolling them on a wooden desk. I'm not rolling them on a dice tray. Why aren't you just rolling in? D- <clears throat> Because then I have to open up a whole other tab to do stuff. I have one half of my screen's oh, OBS. Weird. Another half, if I move it, will fuck up the cameras. You can do it on tabletop. I could. I don't. But because I have That's the, I, I have the. Uh, I would have to move away from the, the map. I've seen the map, map right long now. enough. That's true. It's fine. It's fine for now. We'll leave it now. Um. Well, I don't have anything else pulled up, so like I wanted something interesting to look at. We can go look at the beholder. How about that. Yeah. We- it's fine, and I guess uh, that's my fireplace. A nice, a nice little reintroduction from our dungeon daddy over here. I'm, I'm JJ. I'm the dungeon daddy. I oh, I nice. hurt people for a living. I don't know. Um, <clears throat> I'm his special target for the stream. Yeah, always, always. Uh, ben has very much become what Nick once was to us. I don't know oh, if EO, EO works. I'm gonna throw something uh, out here. And, and viewers, you might, everybody in the industry might not know what this uh, is. Wait, I don't know if EO is a thing in D and D, but I'd like to invoke that. Equal opportunity? No. The elves literally just told the horse to fuck off. That's yeah. True. No. And I put an arrow in that motherfucker for it. That's fair. You did. But he learned a lesson. You did. But he's gonna be nicer to people. Yeah. Pay better attention right. to your horse, and maybe they won't leave with people. <laughs> maybe your son's throwing uh, That's that's a fair point too. Back to where we were. You guys are standing inside the uh, what you two know is Mordekainen's uh, marvelous mansions. That's not the right way to say that. Mordekainen's mansion, whatever the fuck the middle word is, I can't think of it right now. It's not important. Um, when you magnificent, goddamn it, that's it. Mordekainen's magnificent mansion. Um. When you turn around and you look back through that door that is now translucent, you see a swirling portal of energy close shut, and then you can no longer see the. Uh, Who the hell? You can no longer see the lobby of the building that you walked into. <clears throat> um, oh, gonna... Go ahead, go ahead. You. It is now just past sunset. It's dark outside. Not that you can see that. Um. You can also change this room at will. Okay. I don't. Let me. Um, let me rephrase. What are your base intelligence stats? Who who is who is over? Are you over both over ten in intelligence? I'm a fourteen. Yeah, I, I know. Okay, are you above a ten or no? No. Okay. Seven. Okay. <laughs> then you're then you're gonna roll. Uh, uh, How's that? Vincent is going to roll me an intelligence check, a direct intelligence roll. Awesome. Actually, you know what? You can make it history. History roll. Oh, oh damn it. <laughs> you can just take whatever you roll and add your modifier to it. Okay. 
Um, I like the intelligent check better. What is what is on his mind right now? <clears throat> is is there anything peaceful on your mind, or is there like hellfire and damnation and brimstone on your mind? I'm I'm <clears throat> I'm feeling on my mind. I'm in this sense of gratitude for this stranger who has gone out of his way to to damn near bring me back from the brinks of death. He has assisted me. I'm I'm feeling this when you think safety. When you think of him, where do you think of? What place? What place? What place do Ooh. you think of? Oh. What um, what place would remind you of the centaur um, that just saved you? Keep in mind you've never seen a centaur until this point. <laughs> I just I, I want to stress that. I, dude, oh my god. If I you if you want to make another intelligence me. check, I'll give you a hint. Okay, yeah, I'll make an intelligence check. Go ahead. Straight intelligence roll. I will take a 20. It's not a nat 20, but it's a 20. Dirty 20? Okay. Um, with dirty 20, you know that they're typically woodland creatures. They're typically uh, mobile. They don't typically stay in one place for long. They have like these kind of tent cities that move along with their tribes as they camp. Um, you know that they're very outdoorsy. They typically thrive in the woods and plains areas. But you've never directly seen one in person. You're intelligent enough to know what they are, where they're from. But like when you still saw one, it was kind of shocking to realize that 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 actually exists. Okay, I got you. Um, it reminds me of when I was a, a younger child. I'm talking like five or six years old. Okay, uh, so pre-parental murder. Yes. Okay. Well, we hadn't even talked about the fact that that happened, but yes. Um, <laughs> my father telling me a story about the mystical creatures in the woods while he was out traveling one day that he ran into and, and just it brings me back almost to a childhood memory that I had not brought back in, in or thought of in 15 years 20 years describe the place from the memory from the, mem from the memory itself we're, we're sitting at home sitting in front of our fire uh, of a fire and it's my mother and father they're and my father's just telling me this this amazing story. Pause for a second. Just pass some time. Cass, you're watching the room change in front of you. Um, what? The, uh, you. the room is adapting to his thought. Uh, as he's describing you this story, as he's just not not describing you this story, as he's verbally describing uh -huh. to us, me, the DM, and you, the other players, this, this story. This in my head. The room is changing. Uh -huh. In front of you. The walls are changing color. The roof is changing height. Fireplaces are springing up. You know, uh, uh, like, probably probably comfy, I, I comfy chairs. Yeah, yeah, please, keep describing. But I'm just, like, the things in front of you are just appearing, like, growing from the floor. The room is adapting in shape. It is becoming his, his memory. Okay. <clears throat> you want me to go into more description of what the room itself looks yeah. like? Yeah. Describe so the room. In, in, in a... In the living room, in this in this wooden hut house, I would say a mid-sized house. It's not it's not a small hut, but it is a medium-sized home. It's an all wooden home. There's a couple pictures on the walls, some animals, and a family portrait. Um, my mother and father are both sitting in in their own separate chairs while I'm sitting on the ground in front of my parents, listening to this story, uh, right in front of this 
beautiful stone fireplace. Okay. You don't see the people, you just see the, the room. To be clear. Yes. Okay. <laughs> you can describe the I memory vividly, but as yeah. he's as he's seeing it, he only sees the room change. <clears throat> and just mm, lost my train of thought. Thanks. So. <laughs> you were describing um, the chairs they were sitting in and the fireplace. Yeah. They're sitting in these almost handmade-looking rocking chairs. You can kind of see the chisel marks throughout where they they were <laughs> stripped away. There's some pieces of bark still left on some of them, just a little bit, little pieces that might have been missed or not hit as hard. So the handmade looking chairs while well, sitting on this, this red more throw rug that has just been sprawled out in the middle of the floor. Okay. I think that's about all I got. Yep. <clears throat> no, I mean, that's... A lot more newer. Do you see? Do you see the room as he's described it, Cass? In your head? Yeah, and and I'm 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 kind of freak. I'm freaking out a little bit. <laughs> uh, you know how a horse like starts to like trot and like. Yeah. Well. Uh, back up a bit, like when it when it's he like, is he is in the room with you, so you can converse with him. You guys are more than welcome to do conversation oh, okay, cool. as characters be between question. each other. Uh, <laughs> you you also have seen the room change in front of you. I would I would assume that you are just as in shock as he is, because it is a memory you are now standing in a memory that you you have not considered to be real for you know how, however long would that be f- probably close to fifteen fifteen years almost twenty years something would, like that. I would say twenty years. That would have been about five or six and twenty four. Yeah, so going on twenty years, a memory that you hadn't considered in more than more than Correct. fifteen at least, uh, and that memory just because of how somebody tried to sacrifice their life for you and and ex- and, and, and bring you back from from death. It's it's almost like in bringing you back from the brink of death, it paused that life flashing before your eyes moment, and once your adrenaline like stopped pumping, you came back. It played for a second, and this is it playing right in front of you. Okay, okay. So I noticed the the room changing around me, and I look at, I look at the centaur, and I ask, "What what is your general knowledge of this spell?" Let's say that one more time. You broke up a little bit. So what is your general knowledge of this spell? Because I don't know how much you know about it. Ah, uh, you rolled better than you. <laughs> you yeah, you is. you both can open the spell in D and D Beyond and know what it says. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I just, you you both I'm rolled very well. I don't know. Okay. Uh, yeah. But... <laughs> <clears throat> oh god. I know what the spell entails because me and him talked about it earlier. That's the only reason. I, I don't have to. Yeah, unintentionally it became a thing. I did not. Unintentionally, that's why when he said it, I said, "You motherfucker." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, then I then I'll tell him about. Uh, dang, dude. I was not expecting you to be like that. Mordecai's magnificent mansion. Um, yeah, I, I don't remember this one too well. But I, I, whatever, whatever was in, in the spell is what I, I'm gonna be talking about. Um, but I'm, I'm a, I will say that I was, I'm, I did not know that the scenery changed with the thoughts and emotions of a, of a, of a, of a creature. Um, okay. Um, 
Do you try and think of something on purpose? Him or me? Him. You've already changed the room. No, I'm not going to think about anything on purpose because. <clears throat> no, I'm I'm a I'm I'm not gonna I'm not gonna think of anything on just because I don't want to accidentally think the wrong thing and change the scenery to something that you know I'd rather not see. Okay. Okay. I'll have to readjust those cameras on the other page too. Born just all in the room. Jesus Christ. What? Can can we we gonna, are we gonna have to change Yornir's name to fucking Pornir? Like, what is going on here? No, I'm just... No, <laughs> yeah. Okay, so... Uh, to continue on with what, Cass, with what Cass just said. Yeah. Go crazy. Um, yes, I do apologize for the sudden change in the room. Uh, today's events have just brought up an old memory I thought lost. I'm, I'm gonna say that even though you both rolled really well, you did not know that the room did this. That's why you are just as in shock as he is. You did not know that the room would change with your thought. Okay, then... You are... You are... Surprised, but pleasantly surprised to relive okay. a, a, a childhood memory that... had just okay, escaped okay. you until, until this exact moment. Okay, then I'm just gonna say... Oh yeah, let me think for a second. You're fine. It seems the spell has the ability to change the room to an imagine to a place you imagine, and this place is somewhere that I have not imagined in many a years. Well, it looks like a scenery that that brings peace and calm. I do apologize for being frightened. I was not expecting such change to occur. Um, that's all I'll say for that. Okay, um, there's no need to apologize for something neither of us knew we were getting into. But I do appreciate the memory. Now. Now do you think of anything? No. Um, now, now that uh, you've nope, sort nope. of established what the room does? Nope, nope. I'm I'm not I'm not thinking of anything. I'm 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 I'm, I'm, I'm He's like in the room. I'm I'm just I'm just like I'm just trying to keep just relax and not try to try to change it. Are you sure? Because it soothes it soothes him. So I'll leave it at that. It does calm him down. So I will. And as the jumpy ass guy I am, I appreciate. I will leave that. I'll just not change it for that. Okay. You should totally do it. I offered. You you did offer twice. You did, and you're sure. I'm um, positive. All right, all I'm saying could be interesting. We can continue uh, on. Yeah, absolutely. So we're gonna cut to Nick. Wait, what? We're gonna oh, cut yeah, to right. your near Yokel, the golden half dragon, standing at around six foot three. What do you weigh, like 260? Is that what it is? I like that. Heavyweight champion of the world. That's. I was actually going to say that after I said how much you weigh. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm about 260 something pounds. You're a cleric. It would make sense for you to come to Candlekeep to study magic of some sort. 
um, by coming you wanted to be what? No, I, you wanted to be a sorcerer. I'm not going to know. I'm not going to say that. Maybe you have to come here seeking some sort of information. So what, what would you have come to a citadel of mages of all kinds to seek? What would your near have come for? Because now that we're just kind of throwing you in, I have no idea what to give you at this point. What task um, do you give you? Shit, no, I don't fucking know. Alright, fine. I'll run with it. Um, <laughs> nope, you gave me the authority. You gave me the authority. Probably something to help oh God. appease the, you know, the put someone out of their misery. Not, like, harshly, but uh, in, a, in a nice way. I don't know, like a fucking healing magic type of thing. That... I'm gonna say that the name of his god trying to learn more about his faith. Not so much a church as it is a school. But they have knowledge of... Like, yeah, there could be historical knowledge. There could be knowledge about, like... Mm, ideas, original. Yeah, I mean, I was going to go with something like that. Uh, you've been sent here by Strail. Um, the reason you've come is because Strail ordered you to come here and study. Uh, you're, not, you're not the best at the, the Hooked on Phonics. So... What we're going to have you do here is you're going to be here under forced study. Because he feels oh. that you are not worldly enough yet. Does that make sense? Yeah, I'm not smart enough. Not necessarily smart enough. You're. With an eight, you're smart enough. He just has higher hopes for you. So. To be clear for anybody who's watching, Strail is one of the leading members of the Order of the Gauntlet in Waterdeep. Um, and again, Waterdeep comes into the, the actual campaign later, uh, when we will start, which is February 1st. Now, Strail is one of the leading members of the Order of the Gauntlet, as I said. They follow Tyr the war god and the god of justice. Uh, Tyr is loosely based on the Norse myth of Tyr, the Norse god, um, who is then just loosely based on Apollo later on. And Air, well, I guess a mix of Apollo and Ares, I guess, would be what he's based on. Um, but not that's not necessarily important. All you need to know is that he is a god in deity and he is our half-dragon cleric's chosen deity. So, to, to, uh, to reiterate, you have come under the Order of Strail to study. You're probably rather reluctant to do it, though you dedicate yourself to your god. You probably, knowing your character and knowing you, feel like uh, you, you know a better way to do it, and it's not by reading books. Am I pretty on par there? Yeah, probably uh, learns better with hands-on. That's, that's what I'm thinking, too. You feel like you, you want to go out and heal the world, right? Because you're, you're a cleric of Tyr. You want to go out and, and benefit the world and use your hands and actually 
change the world one you know one healing spell at a time one one spell at a time whatever you must do um sorry got stuck mid yawn there for a second um with that being said you are in the citadel not citadel i apologize you're in the keep uh you are in the library you're in the Great Library, specifically. And you are wearing a blue robe, no armor. You have no sword on you. You have no shield on you. <clears throat> because once you pass through the Emerald Door, the guards confiscated everything. And because you are a... <clears throat> your squire, essentially you've been assigned to scribe for these people. Early on, you're not no, you're not even learning what you wanted, to, what you thought you were coming to learn so far. Essentially, for the last few weeks, you've been here just writing shit down, recopying things from another language, from Draconic specifically, into Common. Fair enough. Yeah. <clears throat> okay. Now you have become friends with another guy who is a little mischievous, but he's also very very smart. His name's Ian. Ian is. Uh, human. You know, he has, he's 5'10", kind of medium build. Um, kind of a nondescript face. You know, he, he looks like every average white guy ever. Nothing, nothing special. Okay. Nothing, hey. nothing unique about him. Like, when you look at him, nothing unique. But when he speaks, he's very eloquent. He is very decisive. Uh, he... He seems like he knows where he's going, and you find that interesting because you feel like Tyr is leading you somewhere, but you don't know where that is. <clears throat> Does it make sense? Like it's it's weird to see someone with so much confidence in yep. the in their ineptitude. Not ineptitude's probably the wrong word for this. In their stumbling through life, you know, like he's letting destiny control whatever because he feels as if he has no control, and you feel as if Tyr has all the control. Um, so for the last few weeks you've been stuck on this terrible duty of scribing things and well, with your newfound friend um, beyond that I mean you're, you're, do, you're up doing your daily tasks we'll say it's getting towards the end of the day it's almost sunset for you uh, and you you're uh, you're almost done with the book you're working on right now. You're say you're three pages from the end of finishing scribing it. What is the book? Uh, this one's gonna be something about draconic ancestry. Something something about discussing the styles of draconic ancestry from a draconic point of view, not from a com uh, a human point of view. So. Would you say that when I'm scribing it, I would also be kind of remembering learning from it? Make an intelligence check. Wait, are you trying to, like, actively read it while you're scribing it down and, like, memorize it? Is that what you're trying to do? Well, I mean, when you're scribing it, you obviously would have to read it to translate it. Yeah, I'm, I'm just trying to make sure. Are you trying to comprehend what you're reading, or are you just copy and pasting, essentially, by writing? 
Oh no, I would like to comprehend it as I'm okay. going. Yeah, make, make me an intelligence check. Then. I would do it. Yeah. That's right, and it has to do with your bloodline. So. A ten. Ten total? Yeah. Okay. Um. You rolled a I'm, save, homie. I'm roll me a oh, d8. Wait, yeah, you rolled a save, homie. It's the same thing. It's still a negative one. Oh, is it? Okay. I didn't know if there was Roll one. me a d8. A d8. Yep. An eight. An eight? Okay. Um, you were learning about... Uh, the part that you, va you, you seriously remember is about green dragons. Okay. Um... There was some in, some speak about gold dragons. There was some speak about uh, the metallics, but really it was the chromatics that were spoken mostly about in this book. There's a lot more about chromatic bloodlines than than metallic bloodlines. So I learned the most about the green dragons. Most about the green dragons, yeah. So okay. essentially, you've been you've been filling this book out for weeks. Right, so you've learned the most about green dragons over the span of weeks. What I'll do is I'll give you advantage on remembering things about um, green dragons later on. So write that down. <clears throat> so if you if you want to do uh, like an intelligence check about green dragons, you would get advantage on it because you I, we've said like story speaking, you've been doing this for weeks. Typically, it takes one month to gain proficiency in something, so you've essentially gained proficiency in remembering green objects, or remembering stuff about green dragons. Dragons. <clears throat> yeah, green objects. Anything green. The Grinch, you fucking got it, homie. Yeah, okay. I know. Green eggs and ham? Only the green eggs. If the Grinch so, appears here, I have other questions. I have advantage on things... Remembering... Yeah, intelligence checks pertaining to green dragons. Okay, I wrote intelligence green yeah. dragon. Could it be intelligence or history? It's the same well, stat. It just oh, it, oh, it the same stat? yeah. It, me it measures whether or not he has proficiency in it later on. Yeah, you're fine. Okay. Um. Where do we want to go? Let's say your let's say your duties have finally wrapped up. It's the end of the day. Ian is done. Ian is working on a book about elves. <clears throat> Essentially the same thing you're writing, but it's about Elvish bloodlines, not Draconic bloodlines. And he was copying it from Elvish to Common, and you were copying yours from Draconic to Common. Oh, so he had the same uh, thing that I was doing? Same task, but he's working with Elvish bloodlines. No, oh, okay. Uh, and he doesn't seem to hate his job as much as you do. You feel like it's a burden, he feels like he's gaining knowledge. I feel like it's a burden? Yeah. You don't want to learn. You you don't want to do the book work. That's just All not right. your character's style. <clears throat> so what do you do? Well, the day is over. I'm probably going back to where I was sleeping to begin with. Okay. Um, Because you are... new, I'm going to say maybe they haven't got you quarters yet. They don't know how long you plan on staying. And they can tell how reluctant you are about doing the job. Um, I was there for like a week. A few weeks. Yeah, you've been there for a few weeks, but you you seem reluctant, and they've had to stop and and you know discuss with you a few times. Not necessarily your behavior, but your 
I fucking lack of work ethic, I guess. You just don't like book work. You, you are a hands-on learner. So multiple times, like, you've seen somebody fall and, and skin their knee or something, and you cast, you know, uh, Healing Word, and you heal them, or you cast Cure Wounds, and you heal them. Um, you, have, you haven't experienced anything like attack the temple or anything, attack the citadel, the keep, candle keep, um, but you've... You haven't necessarily been experimenting with the aggressive side of clericness, cler cleric clergy, aggressive side of clergy, I guess. Um, but you have been experimenting with the healing side of clergy. Now, uh, they've been keeping you at the uh, the House of Rest, the same place that they keep everyone uh so you you leave you walk through the emerald gate you're rehanded your items your weapons your uh your armor your gear uh you don't have very far to walk so there's if you want to stop and put it on it takes 10 minutes to put your armor on if you don't want to you can literally just walk to your room and then put it on or go to sleep or whatever you plan on doing it's entirely up to you but you're going to walk through what is now closing down uh, essentially what is a, uh, a flea market of magic items. You're going, to have, you're going to have people selling tomes. You see this every day when you go home. You see people selling tomes, you see people selling robes, people selling uh, familiars, people selling, uh, what I say, rings, people selling communication devices. Uh, it's essentially the inside of a mall. Like what, but it's I, closing. But they are closing, yes. So depending on who you walked up to, you would have to. I would, I would roll a dice to see if they're willing to deal with you upon closing. Uh, okay. so if you wanted to approach somebody, you could. But I'm that's up to you. Somebody. Okay. Who? Uh, what? What do you? What stall? Uh, okay. So, verbatim. Uh, if I were to get a cloak, could I wear that over my chainmail? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'd love that. Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna go to whoever selling cloaks. Okay. Um. You you approach the closest clothing clothing sales, and there's a sign that says, uh, "Erudite Outfitters and Clothing Clothiers." Want it's, it seems like they're attempting to be a little fancier than they want to be, or than they are. Oh, okay. Uh, but it's mini cloaks. It's uh, hats. It's very fancy hats. They they at least appear fancy from the distance, the the fifteen feet or so between you and them. They sell shoes. Uh, multicolored. Is what multicolored? Like cloaks? Are they like? Are they all black? Or are they? Uh, yeah, the, I, I thought you meant like tie dye. I'm sorry. Uh, no, they're not going to be tie dye, but they'll be they'll be red ones. They'll be blue ones. They'll be green ones. Whites, blacks. They have all that. Like a silver. Yeah, not a silver. So okay, is the the person who runs the store like behind the counter? Yeah, yeah. It's it's essentially like a stall. It's not really a store as as much as it is essentially what is a food truck. Yeah, you know, sized stall that is mobile. But he's like cleaning. 
yeah, he's very much wrapping things up. You know, one side of the thing is already closed up. He's he's uh, very clearly like cleaned off the little table that he seems to display his items with. He is very much in the process of cleaning up and leaving. Yes. I want to approach the actual sure opening for the what you said was like a food truck. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. So, like I'm saying, essentially, it's like a trailer, but like one side opens and he can deliver you things from the trailer. But it looks like he's very much cleaning up. So go ahead. What do you approach and say? I approach and say, "Hello, good sir. I won't take what but a minute of your time. I would like to purchase a cloak from you." Uh, that's fine. You see a guy. He turns around, an elderly man. Uh, elderly gnome. A gnome. He's an elderly gnome. He's a rather small gentleman. He's he's just just over three feet or so. Um. He's dressed absurdly fancy. I mean, everything has these beautiful golden pinwheels and, and outlining, and, and uh, the clothing itself is this dark, dark crimson red. Uh, his hair is very much giving you Lord Farquaad. Oh, great, so he's probably an asshole. Uh, and he's, his lips are very much, like, pursed. And he, when he looks at you... Do mm. do a wisdom saving throw. Wisdom saving throw. <clears throat> Seventeen. Ooh, good shit. Um, I got a nine. So, <laughs> so he looks at you. Uh, he kind of nods his head in in respect by seeing your cloak and then uh puts down what he was doing walks over to you and and greets you good morning sir how may i help you or good i'm sorry good evening because it is it's almost dark good evening sir how may i help you i'd like to purchase a cloak from you oh wonderful wonderful are you looking for anything uh magic related or are you looking for magic related Particular color? Preferably preferably uh, silver in color. Would you like it floor length or ankle length? More of a cape? More of a cape. So, uh, your, your character's what, 6'3", right? Yes. And you want it like what, just down his, just down his lower back, or you want it lower than that? Um... This is me as the DM asking for context. <laughs> no, yeah, I get that. Uh, prob yeah, probably like lower back a little bit over ass, I guess. Okay. Uh, roll me a d20. Just a straight d20 roll. Straight d20? Yeah. Right. 11. 11? Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was 10. DC was 10. So, uh, he's gonna kind of clasp his hands and look you up and down and go, uh, uh, yes, yeah, so I, th I think we have something along those lines. Uh, and he, he does that shit where you like, I can't do the noise, but where, like, they suck their teeth, you know what I'm talking about? Oh, you mean, like, 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 gargle their... No. Their you know like when, a, when somebody knows they're wrong in a situation, and they do that fucking... The, that's it. That's the noise. Oh, I, can, I can't do okay, the noise. You're welcome. I do it all day long. Yeah, I, I can't do the noise. Yeah, it's, I, I always think it's, like, people sucking their teeth, because that's what it looks like when their lip goes up like that. I just can't make that noise. <laughs> Uh, it's like some people can't snap and some people can't whistle. I can't do that shit. You know? 
um he he makes that noise but not in a derogatory way in like a like a thinking way i'm no in like a i'm fucking closing <laughs> you saw me putting my shit away uh he gets up and he turns around and he, he he walks into the the trailer of sorts and disappears for a moment and this is a really short man you're looking down at him okay. he, again he's he's just north of three feet um he comes back just a few moments later and he has several shades of silver let's say three three shades of silver one being almost white with a very very hint of like chromatic metallic to it uh, and I know those are two things that are related to dragons, but I, I mean, uh, like al- almost a, a rainbow effect to it when the light catches it. When he pulls it out and the the last glints of the sun are hitting it, it almost reflects every color. You you can as the sun flickers across it when he hangs it up and it waves, you can literally see a rainbow shift in this cape when he when he puts it up. Uh. He goes, well, we have this, this wonderful piece here. It's one of my favorites. And he grabs another, uh, another one and hangs it up. And it, that one is rather long, I'll tell you. It is, it is more ankle length than, than lower back. Uh, he grabs another one and hangs it up, and it very much looks like a poncho. But it's, it's uh, more on the lines of like gunmetal gray than silver. Less, less metallic, more drab-colored. Uh, and the third one he hangs up is very, very dark. It al- it's almost a black until the light hits it, and then it has this shift of, of very, very pale color to it. Like a very, very pale white shifts through it. No, I'm sorry, not okay. a pale white, a pale silver sh- shifts through it. But only, okay, but only when one. the light hits it does it go from very dark to very light. And then when the, when the, when the bottom of it kind of ripples again, it goes back to black, and it almost is like a, a flowing river at night is kind of what it looks like. Alright, nice. Uh, but that one's not like super long like the middle one? No, the first one is very long. The one that's the silver one that has the multicolors in it. The gunmetal gray one is just looks like a gunmetal gray poncho. Okay. Uh, he doesn't say anything about it when he hangs that one up either. And the third one uh, he says, and this is also a very fine piece, it's, it's a little more expensive. The, the black one that kind of shines silver in it when the light hits it. Uh, he he goes. This is a wonderful elven cape. It's it's very very fine, made from the finest finest elven materials. Um, and he just kind of he leaves you to decide. He, do you have any questions? Uh, we are trying to close. If you could. Oh, uh, I would like to know uh, how much the blackish one is. Uh... <clears throat> For context, the last one. Yes. Okay, it is short. Just so you know, it is it is uh like upper back. No, 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 not fucking <laughs> no. Uh no, it is it is like lower back. It's just above oh. just above the butt. Oh, okay. <clears throat> uh, he uh roll me 2d10. 2d10. Yeah, 2d10. You know what? No, just roll me one. Sorry. Roll me 1d10. Okay, I'm just gonna clear that and roll another one. Uh, two. Okay. Uh, uh he's gonna say, "Well, this this one is uh, is twelve gold pieces. It's very fine, as I said. It has been sourced from all over." 
I want to ask him about the first one. Um, you have any uh, what what would you tell me about this one? And I point to the the gold, the like rainbow fuck fuck one. Okay. Um, again, it's a very very light silver. It's almost white. Uh, but when the light hits it, it has almost the opposite effect of the black one where it turns silver. This one turns all different colors, and they're almost in a flowing motion across it. Again, like a... a, a it'd be like if you... Uh, it'd be weird. If you, if you took a prism and caught the sunlight and shot it over water, this is what that would look like. Yes. Um... Uh, he says, oh, it has, it has innate magical abilities. It's a cloak of protection. It gives you plus one to AC... Not that you know what fucking AC is, but just so you know, it's plus one to AC. Uh, uh, it, it is enhanced protection capabilities for the user. That sounds better. It will protect you in times of great need. How much uh, would you sell this one for? Uh... This one would be uh, double what the the black one is. The black one has no innate magical ability, and this uh, this one is also made of substantial elven materials. I've brought okay. crafted by the finest gnomes. I'm gonna go ahead and gesture in the general area to the the one on the far right, the the blackish. Sure, the, the, the twelve say, gold one. Yeah, and kind of, kind of say like, I would like to buy this one. Oh, wonderful, wonderful. Do you do you have the money on you now, or would you like to come back tomorrow when I reopen? I rummage in my pocket and take twelve gold out and lay it on the counter in front of me. Okay. Um, he immediately draws it from its hanger and, and passes it to you, and and scoops the gold off the counter. And uh, do you do you wish to converse anymore, or are you? I give him a gentle bow and th uh, thank you for your time. Oh, thank you for your, your, your patronage, sir. We appreciate it from, from all of the wonderful mages here in Candlekeep. I give him a little nod and walk my way out. He, he looks at your necklace and he says, oh, may, may tear bless you. May tear bless you. And then uh, obviously he reaches up and closes his, closes his little shade that he has, I guess, on his uh, little cart. And uh, you can hear a lot of rummaging inside the cart once you start to walk away. Nothing crazy, just like he's moving stuff around. Okay. Uh, beyond that, anything? Are you heading back to the, the room? I'm going to go ahead and, you know, put the cloak around my body. Make a wisdom save. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I swear to God. <laughs> yeah, I want to get snuck into the fucking Rolls room. Rolls a one, you drop the cloak. No, I'm kidding. The, you disappear and the cloak just sits there in midair? No. <laughs> no, I'm Wait, fuck, I just fucking with you. I knew I had the perfect opportunity here to <laughs> just do something to you and I chose not to. What should, what should, should I just add a random cloak to my inventory? Uh, You don't even have to do that. You just write it down in your notes because there's no item that's just cloak. Yeah, there is. Is there? Closed costume. That's what we have is my cloak. Okay, that's fine. Just write, yeah, clothes, costume. Because I also wear a cloak. <laughs> his, is, his is more... Um, 
If you took a poncho and just cut the front part off, that's what his is. His is more like Red Riding Hood, where mine is more... Yours is more like the Grim Reaper. Yeah. So, yeah. So asking the guy, oh, you have any magic cloaks? Yeah, I got one, but, you know, here's, like, two other ones that's not magic. 100%. No. Okay, I'm just you didn't ask him anything about the other cloaks. I asked him about the third one. He said there's no magic in it. Oh, the black one, yes. The black one had no magic. The gray one did. And the silver one did. Yeah. <clears throat> call it call it good inquisition. Or ca call it good intuition. Not inquisition, Jesus. I'm not trying to punish you for being a witch. Uh, call it good intuition that you didn't have the money to buy a magic cloak. Just call it DM's intuition. <laughs> Black cloak at night. <clears throat> but bright during day. It's a cape of billowing. Ooh. Wait, what is? It's a cape of billowing. Or cloak of billowing, whatever the hell it is. Something like that. What? What, what is that what I got? Yeah, that's what you got. Fuck, I was like making a whole ass fucking item. No, it's, it's a cloak or cape of billowing, whatever it is. The uh the silver one was a count of Montebach. You just over here rolling dice. What the fuck cast? is that? I wouldn't be able to buy that probably. No, that was yeah, me dumbing it down by like ten times, ten times the less of money that it would have to be, eh? just in the hopes that you would go ask somebody for money and then they would turn you down. <laughs> I'm kidding. I don't know that they would turn you down. That's what the dice roll, man. Um, I have purchased. They turned you down. So you throw you throw on your cloak only if you use yeah. a bonus action to activate it. Okay, well, yeah, I put it on as I'm walking away. Yeah. But you also don't know that it billows. <laughs> Neither did he when he bought it. Fair enough. Uh, so that being said, do you head home? What do you do? Do you head to the bar? What, do you, what, is, your, what is your purpose here? Uh, I would head home. Head home? Okay. Else to go. So you walk into the House of Rest? Uh, the very dark-skinned tiefling sitting at the counter as she normally does. Um, as you step through the door, and I'm going to retcon something a little bit here. As you step through the door, Cass, when you're turned around looking through the door, you see a golden half-dragon with his tail extended long, wearing a black cloak, wearing a blue robe underneath the cloak, uh, carrying goods. Uh, and by goods, I mean, like, his equipment. You know, he very much ha he has a plate of, like, uh, he has armor in his hands. He has... Yeah. A beautiful golden scimitar. This is arguably one of the nicest blades you, a druid from the woods, have ever seen. It's beautiful. Um, like you, you find yourself okay. envious for just a moment. I see, I see. For just a moment of his sword, you find yourself envious. Uh, and it's it's just as golden as his golden scales. That's how beautiful it is. Huh? Okay. I see, I see, I see. Okay. Um, and it's, the blade is golden, not like the hilt. The hilt is uh, very dark metal. It it looks very similar to the metal the elves were wearing. And you can't, oh. because of how high your perception is, you catch just that as the portal closes. I just clapped really loud for no reason. Oh. <laughs> as, as, the portal, as the portal closes in front of you, you catch him walk in. Right? Now back to Nick, yeah. when you walk in, you see the typical tiefling, and uh, the typical blue tiefling that is behind the counter, she look, doesn't look up at you like you don't exist, but as you walk in, she raises one finger off of what she's doing, which you can't really tell because she's behind the counter, 
Um, she just kind of raises a finger over, over the counter so you can see it bounce, and as she does, a portal opens. You can't see the portal yet, but you'll see in a second. You heard me describe it to them earlier. A door appears in the middle of nowhere. You know this to be your room. You know this to be the spell Mordekainen's Magnificent Mansion. You've experienced it because you've been here for three weeks. Uh, you walk into your room. As you turn around, like you do every time, you look at the tiefling, and the portal closes. Uh, what does the inside look like? Does it remind you of home? Does it... Uh, probably. Does it remind you of some fantasy land you've always dreamed of as a child? Probably where I grew up. Do you remember that? No, not where I... I meant where I was fucking raised. That the... The fucking... A Hall of Justice. Oh, you're talking about the Hall of Justice. Okay, yeah, so describe the Hall of Justice to people. I'm gonna run to the restroom while you're doing it. I can hear you, but I'm gonna be in the restroom. I don't know any fucking thing about what it looks like. Jesus Christ. Oh. It's a building on the cliff uh, overlooking the Sea of Swords. It's a Neverwinter. There's not really much. Maybe what's the interior detail? No, yeah, I know. I'm looking at it. It's like one sentence. It's, it just says it's mildly decorated with several rooms for daily routines and worship. So it's pretty bland. Yeah, it's just, it's a fucking, it's a church. It's it's made of stone, iron, and wood. It, it, there, it There's like a great hall with enough space for dragons to rest in. It's built to accommodate giants. It's a very spacious church. Neat. Yeah, it's not much to, uh, describe. There is a picture, but I can't really show that. Joke's on you, the guy who runs the play's name is, uh, Noel Ghostein. And he never fucking opens it up, even in times of emergencies. What? I said, joke's on you, the guy who runs it, his name is Noel Ghostein. And he never opens the place up to the public or the dragons or giants that need help, especially in times of need, like like dramatic, uh, natural. Like running away from a war. Yeah, running away from a war or or uh, a storm of some kind never opens the doors. Oh. To to the public in need. That's a joke. I was making fun of Joel Osteen. <laughs> the the Texas oh. preacher. <laughs> Okay, I thought you the were millionaire. I got that because I'm from the south. <laughs> Noel Ghosting, come on, I handed it to you. Bruh. I understood where you were going with that. I I don't know. I like Brandon. You're super proud of me. I typically don't catch on to anything. I'm making a TikTok out of me making fun of Joel Ghosting, and I'm gonna tag him in it. <clears throat> sue, sue, sue. Come at me, homie. Try, homie. You can't sue bullets. 
They can't legally penetrate your skin if unless you give them permission. <laughs> you know, I'd love to. Fuck, did Nick just make consent? <laughs> That's what I heard. I heard consent. Did Nick just, like, bring consent into gunshots? I, I don't remember ask, ever asking the bullet that shot me. <laughs> I don't sure remember did. it asking me you if it's subconsciously okay. did. Yeah, I would have said no, homie. You remember that voice yeah. in your head that was like, oh shit. This hurts. <laughs> or you just get, I don't know if I can say that word on fucking your streaming. Shot? I don't know. No, I was gonna say, you know, rap. No. Crap? Yeah, you can say crap. No, no. Yeah, you, you got crapped oh, by no. bullets, my guy. I know what he was gonna say, and the answer is no. Oh, yeah, uh, I don't know what you said, but yeah, probably not. I don't know. You said listening to oh, rap okay. music. Yeah, no, no, let's let's avoid that. I feel like I know yeah. what you're doing. Taking a left turn. Let's get back on track. <laughs> Damn. That's um. That shit busts and busts. <laughs> that shit busts and busts. That shit busts and busts. Sorry. You know who else? Everybody gets their long rest. We'll kind of fast track through the night here. The uh, you finally figure out at some point in the night that those little floating things are in, uh, called unseen servants. They're invisible beings that you can like command to do whatever you'd like. And once the spell ends, they cease to exist. <clears throat> so, question real quick. So they're they're me seeks essentially. My max HP went down since. You healed earlier? Well, so it's uh, I, I hit the long rest just to hit it. Mm hmm. And now my max HP is at 12. So. It's at what? 12 instead of 13. It went down one. I mean, my like, HP went up. What the fuck? All this motherfucker's hit points, bro. <laughs> Where did it go? What? Yeah, my shit went down too. My HP went up, boy. That's what I'm talking about. Skirt, skirt. Stealing all y'all's health. XHP is supposed to be 16. What the fuck? Okay. Hang on, I gotta open a fucking... That's just weird. So, up to one hit die. Recover up to one hit dice. That's a short rest. No, that's a long rest. I'm, a long rest in the period is recover up to one hit dice and 8 HP or something. Yeah, a, a long rest restores you to full health. Okay. So do I just need to fix my max health to 13? Uh, what the hell am I looking at? I'm trying to see what you're talking about because I don't know that that's a thing. Like, if two people have it, it's a problem inherently. I need to figure out what the problem is. Wait, did you do the override max HP when you we when we did this? I don't think so. Mm, no, yours is 13. My it daily was... beyond says 12. No, I'm not. Talking about yours, hang on. Uh, Nyx is 13, Centaurs is 13. He's 16, though. Oh, I don't know. Yours is 12. I don't know why yours would have been 13, homie. Yours is supposed to be 12. Mine was supposed to be 12? I guess. That's, that's what it says, and there's no modifications to anybody's shit, so... Okay, so I, I was trying to check and make sure I didn't accidentally put a fucking modifier on one of them, but I, yeah, everybody's health is what it's supposed to be. Okay. I don't... 
That's fine. I was just concerned with the change. If that's where it's actually supposed to be, that's fine. It'll change. Because <laughs> it didn't lower... Bless you. Thank you. It didn't change any of my stats, so I'm not upset. It just changed my health. Everybody took their long rest, though? Yes. Yes. Okay, great. Um... Picking up the next morning, everybody finds themselves very well rested. The food you've eaten was amazing. It was wonderful. Fucking three Michelin stars, good food. Best you've had. Best, best uh, Vincent has ever had. <clears throat> not the best that... Uh, not the best that Yornir has ever had. And... I'm gonna say probably... Maybe not the best flavor, but the fanciest. Fancies. That Alador has ever had. Or the country bumpkin. Yeah, essentially. Um, food was out of this world. You guys all really enjoyed it. <clears throat> and that was both night and the morning. So, uh, when you had breakfast, it was the same thing. So when you wake up in the morning, we'll say it is roughly nine-ish. That's a very, very long rest, but we'll say maybe you, you spent time bathing yourselves or something and then bathing we ate dinner we ate breakfast yeah you bathed again i don't know <laughs> enjoy the luxuries exactly these are luxuries that you don't often get so to use them now seems like it's probably a great idea um because you don't know when you'll get them again <sighs> that being said you leave the tiefling still sitting at the counter it hasn't moved Um, when you when you open the door to leave, do you open the door to leave? I don't know. What's your choice? What do you do? Yes. Okay. I open the door to leave. Cast. Do you follow? Yeah, I'll follow. Okay. Yep. Do you try and take anything from? Nope. The mansion. No. no. Nope. None of the little free shampoos or soaps or anything. Nope. Nope. No coffee. Cast understands. <laughs> nope. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, nope. Not even like the monogram robe or anything. Like it, it fits a nope. it fits a centaur. It's got a really long like ass in it, so you could fit the whole. I horse appreciate in it. <laughs> humble, humble centaur. You just really want one of us to roll a flat hand check. <laughs> yeah, I did. Uh, so you leave the. Uh, as you leave, the tiefling waves a finger again. The, the door just disappears. It The door doesn't just disappear like the portal did from the inside. The door disintegrates like when somebody got fucking turned into black ash in Endgame. It literally just flakes apart into nothing. Uh, but it's not just it like turning to ash and then breaking apart. It almost looks like it's burning at the edges, like it's smoldering. As it burns its way down rather quickly to the base and then disappears. Uh, Nick, yours does not do that. When you leave, which is just, just moments after these two do, um, when your door leaves, you, you see that portal swirl shut in front of it. You don't, you don't see the portal, but you see the, the door swirl shut. And kind of cease to exist. Oh, like it f uh, flushed the toilet. 
sort of, but less less total and less like uh less of an ending as flushing the toilet is as much as it's like kind of like a, a when a cartoon would fade out and like pinch itself that's kind of what it looks like yeah <clears throat> or like the screen would go black and it almost looked like somebody grabbed it and pulled it and like the whole thing would just compress into this one singular point kind of like singularity that's what it looks like a singularity okay um That being said, I'm going to say you two are just outside. Maybe finally, like, gathering the last pieces of your gear and putting them on or whatnot. Um, you're both very, very well rested. And as, you, okay. as you're standing outside, a very tall uh, half-dragon steps through the door, kind of stretches his arms out. He's wearing a blue robe. Actually, are you wearing your gear? Or are you wearing the robes? I would be... Wearing my chainmail and my cloak. Okay, so he is wearing his entire full getup. Uh, do you want to describe what your character looks like now that he's not in my forced clothing that I gave him when I made him a priest? <laughs> Alright, yeah. I am 6'3 in height. I'm about <clears throat> 261 pounds. I'm fairly young looking at the age of only 22. I have golden scales, light gray eyes male i'm wearing i'm wearing the um the fuck is it called the mark of tear mark of tear yeah it's around my neck it's an amulet it's golden it's a disc shape it's decorated with tears holy symbol in the middle of it and i'm wearing chain mail with my what would be would it be black or would it be the bright because there's light in the the room uh, right now it appears to be black. Okay, so I'm I'm wearing a black. Yeah, I'm gonna say uh, you're you're facing towards no, because it's the morning. The sun will be behind you. Actually, it is it is not vividly white, but it is shifting black and white. It's like it's like a again, it looks like a river at night with moonlight on it. That's what it looks like. Okay. Yeah, it is. It so, is like it looks like rippling water with white stripes uh, in it, basically. So, okay, I'll be 6'3", fairly muscular with my chainmail and, like, a... a, a, a he he very much fills thing. out his outfit. Not in a chubby way, but in a in a muscular way, in a defined way, for sure. He is not small by any means. I'll let out a yawn and my tongue would be out of my mouth. Do you two say anything? You both, you both see him. It's not necessarily that you make eye contact, but like you're standing in front of the door. He walks out the door. I so I give him a glance with kind of a cautious once over. He is the only other person that you've seen there not in the blue robes. Yes. He appears uh, to I, be I, just like you from somewhere else. I look him over and take note of who he is. But I don't say anything. Okay. Um, make an intelligence check to see if you remember later on. Like how well you remember. Dirty 20. Very well. I mean, down to the... Down to the, like, one missing scale he has under his right eye. Not directly <laughs> under, but, like, a couple, a couple of, like, rows under. He has one missing scale. <clears throat> nice. Okay. I want to make a note that my scimitar is on my side and I'm kind of like resting my hand on it. 
I just gave your half dragon a beauty mark. Beauty? What, what you <laughs> that I literally did write down, by the way. I did write that down just now. Yeah. <laughs> a beauty mark? The fuck do you mean? You're, you're missing a scale about three rows down on your right eye. That kind of scar. Great. Yeah, essentially it's a scar. You're missing one scale. That is it. Uh, you're no longer perfect, my boy. A sore for eyes in it. Hey, but you can make a history behind why you're missing that scale. Yeah, I'm giving you, you more I'm giving you plausibility. No. <laughs> Alrighty. Uh, do you say anything, Centaur? Oh, it's Buddhism. Centaur. Uh, <laughs> since since I did not arrive with him, even though he is leaving with us, uh, I'm not gonna say anything. I'm just gonna. But you, I remember you did casually... see him the night before when your portal closed around the door. You did see yes, him entering, but so you you have true, noticed true. he existed before. But yes, last that's, night when that's he true, walked in, I he never... was wearing the blue robe. Now he is wearing his armor. <clears throat> that's the only oh, only difference is he's wearing see, see, see. he he's the same face you saw last night, but he is okay. he looks more I'm... outdoorsy and like ready for adventure right now than he did last night. Okay. He looked like some kind of priestly little shit. <laughs> wow, okay. Damn, bro. He he looked like Magic. the silver dragons walking around. So the one that took yeah. the books from you, he looked like the silver dragon. But he's gold. Okay. Uh, okay. Yes, 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 yes. Um okay. I'll, I'll I'll mention that. I'll mention uh I'll mention oh you're you're the dragon from last night that I saw. You were dressed differently. Oh, why is that? You, you look like everyone else here. Um, okay, so would I have seen him notice me? No, he was behind the door. Uh, Once the door closed, it was only translucent from one side. Think of it like a, a door... Uh, like one of the fucking doorbell cameras. But the whole door is the way you can see through it. When you close the door, essentially it becomes translucent. Not transparent, but translucent enough where you can see what's on the other side. Okay. So I'm just, I'm just gonna, like, tilt my head in, like, confusion and just say, Oh, uh, I was doing my daily scribing at it, the whatever the fuck it was. And I didn't have time to put my chain mail on. The Great Library is what you're talking about. Well, it's actually the uh, the Exaltation. I apologize what the building is called that you're working in. The Exaltation? Yeah, E-X-A-L-T-A-T-I-O-N. Yeah, I'm just going to say, oh, I was just doing my daily scribing at the Exaltation. I didn't have enough time to put my chainmail on. You have no fucking idea what the Exaltation is. <laughs> I don't... No. No, I don't. Yeah, I don't. I don't your, know. your druid has zero idea what the exaltation is. Oh, then I'll just say a library thing. It's the most important zero. building in the library. Uh, uh. <clears throat> okay. Okay. <laughs> Alrighty. Well. Oh, snap. What would I say? What do I want to say now? You can chime in too, but if you have I'm just going to nod. I'm going to nod. Okay. That's it. Mm -hmm. 
Um, you also, you also know that he works here, because you saw him wearing the same outfit that everyone else is wearing. Mm-hmm. Uh, just right now, he's out of uniform for some reason. A little unclear as to why, but it is an option, or it is an option to to talk about or anything. But we, um, you were told yesterday to go to the Emerald Door, and that is the last piece of information you received from the Silver after or the Silver Dragmore. <clears throat> I choose to do something different first. Yeah, what do you do? Uh, as it's the morning, I look towards the Centaur. Centaur, fucking words are. Uh huh. I say, I say, well, friend, I have a couple things I need to do before I head to the Emerald Door this morning. But I do appreciate everything you've done. And instead of calling you friend and stranger, my name is Vincent Moonjack. That's all. My name's Salador Hazel. Hazel Scorn. I I reach a hand out to shake his hand. That I was able to help you earlier. Yeah. Yeah, you guys shake, shake hands. hands. You shake hands. You're you're very. Uh, you seem very amicable thus far. You know, like these. Even though he was somebody that saved your life just just yesterday, uh, <laughs> with his fucking twenty three or whatever. Medicine check, like homie, homie pulled it out of his ass. God, uh, <laughs> it very much is something that not many no, no, people. No, no. You, you don't think anyone would have ever done that for you because you, you know, it just seems like something unlikely. So you, you no, feel I... a weird bond to the centaur. Like it's not necessarily friendship. It's not necessarily brotherhood, but something, something is compelling I'll... you to. Uh, I want to say I hold almost a certain tier of respect and guilt at the same time. Yeah. Fair enough. That works. That's fair. So yeah, you you haven't felt some of the feelings you've felt in Candlekeep, and you've only been here for just a few hours, but it was the respect that the, the Silver Dragonborn gave you. Mm-hmm. It's the, the the seemingly unwarranted care that this this one has given you, and hmm. I want to say it's put me at a sense of ease that makes me almost uncomfortable. Okay, that's fair. Mm-hmm. But um, I'm gonna say I will see you around at some point later on, either today or in our time here, and then I leave and head towards the blacksmith shop. Okay. Uh, you do you two do anything? Cass and Nick, what do you do? Um, I want to do a little mini pray to my god asking for guidance. Okay. Um, what kind of guidance? Well, no, I'm sorry, roll a d20. No, roll a d100. I apologize, d100. A d100? Yep. Alright. Uh, Holy fuck, really? <laughs> what what, what guidance are you looking for? No, like, uh, next, like, where should I go? Like, my next stage. 
So you're looking for Tier to direct you on where to leave this place and go? Yeah, pretty much. <clears throat> you feel three... You feel three pulls on you. Right? Two of them are very light, and one of them is very strong. Uh, the two that are pulling from... The, the two that are very light seem to be rather close to you. You can tell one is towards the smithy, and the other one is towards the Emerald Door. The very strong one... Roll me, roll me a basic intelligence check. You know what? No, make it, make it a, make it a history check. History check. Yeah, I don't know if that's any better, but. Uh, two. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. In total, a two. Yeah. No. No. I was expecting you to get way better than that. It's north of you. North of. That's, that's north. all I'm gonna tell you. It's north. Okay, so it's a, it's a strong pool. Like it's like yanking me to it. Yeah, you feel you feel a you feel a very strong pull to the north, almost directly north, and you feel you feel a like beyond that sense of summoning to the north. You know, like like essentially somebody's in the back of your head, fucking screaming, "Come to me!" Uh, this is it seems to be pulling you. Towards the emerald, the emerald door, and towards the smithy. But you also feel the smithy one move slightly to your your right, and then you feel the uh, your your left hand, you know, which would be your uh, your not not doing thing hands. Because I think your character's right-handed, but your um. Let's call it experimental hand. And it's, there's no negative connotation to that. I just don't have a better word to use for it right now, and I'll flesh it out later for you. Was it, like, fucking moving me? No, it's not that it's moving you. It's that you could feel it moving away from you. Okay. In both directions. You could feel one going towards the exaltation, and you can feel one going towards the smithy, and then you can feel... The one very, very strong one pulling you from the north. I'm going to follow that one then. <clears throat> but not running. Like, I'm going to, like, walk. But with pizzazz, <clears throat> I fucking, I don't. You're going to power walk like a granny down the street. No, I'm going to power walk, but my arm is going to be resting on my scimitar on my hip. Okay. So it has, like, a, a rather large handle then. Well, it's a fucking scimitar, so like a pirate sword. Yeah, I know what it is. <clears throat> oh, um, shit, no, I'm thinking of cutlasses. Oh, yeah, I mean, pirates were too, but they were like substantially earlier than cutlasses. Yeah, okay. Several, several hundred years previous. Right. Uh, it's fine. If you wanted to be some kind of cutlass, that's no big deal. Um,. Well, do you want to move everything out? Move everything out? What do you What do you mean by that? 
are you leaving town? Well, I have everything on me. Oh, okay. Fine. I don't know if you took anything out while you were in the mansion. No. Um... That's fine. So you're you're heading towards the gate to leave. I just want to clarify. Yeah, wherever the strongest <clears throat> pool is. Okay. Um. So you're not gonna say bye to Ayun or Ayun. Sorry, you're not gonna say bye to Ayun. You're not gonna acknowledge that these other two are close to you. These other two poles are feel much closer. I I feel like you want me to go <laughs> the smaller pool. Sammy says hi. <laughs> uh, no, I'm I'm just trying to make sure that your final decision is literally just to leave. No, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna say my goodbye, like you know, like nodding or you know, see uh, <laughs> nodding to them. Okay, that's fine. Uh, that being the case, Nick's prequel story is gonna end with him leaving the gate to the main entrance of Candlekeep. That was short-lived. Yeah, I I can't really give you anything That's what he beyond was that, homie. To hit you at. Uh, my, my boy oh, the story is meant to be had you in the realize. in the place, and now you have to pay a book that you don't have to get back in. <laughs> Motherfucker walked outside with getting his hand without getting his ham stamped at fucking Chuck E. Well, Cheese. He can't get back theory, in. In theory, if he was working in there, wouldn't he be allowed readmission? Nope. That uh-huh. thing. Costs you a book. Sucks, well, I mean, what the fuck? I'm supposed to just. He well, my character... tried so Bro. hard oh, to get you man. to go with something else. But yeah, but you know, my character would obviously go to the strongest fucking pool. <clears throat> you want to know what your other pulls were before we you go back to them? You literally fucking told me to the fucking library, obviously. To north, homie. He didn't even say it was outside the gate. No, you're one that was going to the smithy. What the fuck's... Okay. Is the other player that's going to the smithy. You're one that's going towards the emerald door. Is the okay. other player that's going towards the emerald door. Okay, I wanna, I wanna take a while to guess. Is the fucking strong pool the fucking boat to go to a festival? Yeah. The fuck, bro? <laughs> Okay, he tried, man. You gotta yeah. get like did. I didn't know out. how to better line these up than this. They okay, just described where they were shit. going. If something is further away, wouldn't it have more of a faint pull? So, I, I want to say yes, geographically speaking, but necess- n- your, your destiny is on the boat. Your, al- your allies were close. Uh, uh, does that does, does that no? I, I can't. Yeah, no, you can't now. Watch of time reversal. And I uh. Does it I make sense the way I'm trying to explain it though? It's like your your pot- uh, yeah, your potential allies, not even necessarily your allies. Your potential allies, the people that were could possibly help you on your your destined quest, oh, yeah, are a hundred and fifty feet from you. I chose what Yorner would. That's fair. That's the good decision to make, then, man. I'm not mad at you about it. No, I'm kind of pissed off at myself for doing. That. Well, it's your fine. your next. Well, the, you didn't even say bye to Ian, homie. Like I, this man I, I been your friend said, for three you weeks. Didn't say he was gonna say Who the fuck eyes? are you talking about? 
I'm so lost. I don't know who the, this guy is. Oh, the guy that's been transcribing shit next to you for three and a half weeks and you've become friends? You, okay, well... He did say that. But you said I've seen him once. What? That he's been doing elf shit. No, not that you have... No, no, no. Not that you've seen him once. I think that was a misunderstanding. No, that he's been with you transcribing shit for three and a half weeks, and you've become friends over the three and a half weeks. That's what I said. You just left without him. <laughs> okay, yeah, well, whatever. It's fine. You it's fine, because no, because that, that'll play the story in, because I can make that work. I've already got it in my head. He'll understand. Oh, um, so we're going to cut to to Ben, to, uh, to Vincent. Vincent is approaching a smithy. Um, as you approach, you can smell burning coal. Burning, burning wood. You can smell burning wood. Um, Sidebar. Question. Yeah. How does selling work in this? Is it off the cost that's in the inventory that it shows on cost, or is it kind of going to be a bartering? The selling is going to be bartering. If you were to buy something, it typically goes by that price. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and you could barter a service. You don't necessarily have to barter just money. Okay, okay. I got yeah. it. Um... Yeah, it's very much like feudal kingdoms, that kind of that kind of service and, and economy. I just wanted to double check going into this, so I knew how to play this. That's fine. Yeah, so you you uh, you roll up to the smithy. You don't hear any hammers yet, but you do smell, and immediately, like when you approach the building, feel the warmth of uh, of the the forges. Okay. God damn it, Nick. Now I gotta fuck the cameras up again. <laughs> oh, I'm leaving, bro. That's fine. No, no, no. If you're done, that's fine. I can fix it. Don't worry yeah, about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, All right, see so. Yeah, man, we'll see you. Okay, so I'm gonna play out my little smithy thing while you're doing this. Yep, I just gotta fix the cameras. Do your thing. I approach the smithy, and I'm gonna assume there's somebody at the front. Um, not yet. Okay. So I'm I'm gonna walk into the smithy and walk up to... I'm gonna say the counter. Sure. And I'm gonna I'm gonna look around and look for somebody. You approach a a mostly wooden counter. Um it's got uh iron like rivets in it almost, pounded into it to like construct what it's made of. Are there any items like on display in, in the smithy? No. They're, well, that's not true. There are, like, basic martial weapons hung up on the wall, but they very much look like shit they've been practicing to make, not... Uh, not necessarily the good stuff, yeah. Like, they, they would work, but, like, not forever. Okay. So I, I go up to the counter, I, I lean on the counter, kind of looking around for somebody to assist me. Okay. Um... You, you, uh, I'm gonna say when you walk in behind the counters, you see several forges warming up, but you do not see anybody directly. You do see a couple of doors behind the counter, um, but it's basically or basically just a workplace right here, and there's currently nobody standing in it. Though you can see the forges are lit. Okay, then I'm gonna holler in from from the area that I'm standing in. Is okay. there anybody here? You guys open? Uh, 
like to purchase some equipment. In the back. Roll me a perception check real quick. Perception check? Yeah, I want to make sure you can hear this. 18. Really? Yes. Oh my gosh. Okay, so... I rolled a 19, but I have a minus one. In the, uh, in the back, you're going to hear, uh, like, metal fall on the floor. Uh, ping, 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 kind of... Oh, God damn it! Fucking, oh, it's too early for this shit. Kind of scenario. Uh, Messing with the wrong fucking guy. I'm too goddamn drunk. No. Um, and essentially he, uh, well, no, essentially she, sorry, is going to come and uh, the door is going to slam open so fast you think it's a gunshot. When it, I, when it hits the wall, and when she opens that door, this woman is fucking ripped. Am I startled by the sound? Mmm, I don't know. Are, are you afraid of sounds? I'm a jumpy-ass motherfucker who's startled by everything, so I'm gonna assume I am. Okay, then yeah, you're you're bothered I by the sound. It it makes you my instant reaction physically is scared. I have a dagger in my hand. Okay. Still, it's still concealed in my cloak because it's still on my side, but I have a dagger. In my okay. Um. I mean, uh, roll a. Uh, stealth check for your uh, slide of hand check, not stealth. Slide of hand. Damn, I wish it would have gone with stealth. Yeah, I figured you did. Slide of hand, seventeen. Um, yeah, I mean seventeen. Yeah, I don't have a stat block for this person, so we're just gonna call it an even number. Uh, they work at a forge. They're not gonna be that fucking wise, I guess. Um, we'll say that. You definitely, uh, you hide it, but just, just enough, we'll call it by, like, the turn of your body. You know, when you, when somebody came in, you, like, arched, not arched, you, uh, you, like, rotated your waist a little bit to kind of put you, put you in an almost, like, you could spring forward position. Uh, and then that was the only reason that knife was hidden behind your, behind your cloak. But, uh, she walks out, she's in a very, very obvious bad mood. Um... You can you can see it on her face, and she definitely looks like she's been drinking. Uh, it's a dwarven woman. She's in her thirties. Uh, you know what? No, you wouldn't. You wouldn't know what age she is. You're not the best with with, with dwarven women, I would assume. Do you speak? Uh, do you yeah, speak no, dwarvish? A, I do not know. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yes, actually, I do. Oh, okay. Then you you would know. I do you speak dwarvish? I didn't know I spoke dwarvish. Yeah, because I speak common. Do you speak dwarvish, elvish, and these yeah, well then you would know. Um, she's gonna she's gonna mutter something in. She's gonna mutter something in. Uh, dwarvish. In dwarvish, and it's essentially gonna be like fucking humans. You know, no no respect for other cultures. Essentially, is what she's gonna say. No respect for for other cultures. And basically, what she's trying to get at, I'll tell you directly, is because you've. You've woken her up in her hangover. Okay. Uh, and she's a dwarf. So drinking is like... I'm gonna reply... Drinking is like 30% of what they do. I'm gonna reply in dwarvish. Um, apologize for the early hour, but I'd like to see some of the equipment you've made. A specific uh, magical daggers. Roll a persuasion check. 
Persuasion? Yeah. 16. Uh, oh, shit. <laughs> um, she's going to kind of look at you and go... Though I understand that this place is, is magical in nature, uh, I am but a smithy. I I do not make magical weapons. I can make I can make weapons prepared to have magic infused into them. I can make them out of metals that make them more likely to accept ex curses and accept uh, boons of sorts. But you know, ha have have room for a gem to be pressed into them. Uh, no matter what that gem be infused with, that 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 be your business. But I I have no innate magical abilities myself. I I swing a hammer. That is fine. Can you show me the daggers that you have prepared that are capable of being enchanted? Absolutely. What's your budget? Because they vary wildly. I have ten gold and an elvish crossbow for trade. May I see this crossbow? Yes. Uh, I'm assuming you pull it out and hand it to her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I know the cost on my inventory sheet, the cost was worth 75 gold, homie. But playing the bartering, bartering game here. Yeah, um... And, and the two bolts that go with it. Okay. So you put the two bolts down. She takes it. She uh, examines it for a moment. Uh... Wh what were you looking to receive for this? Uh, I'd, I'd like to... Trade that and possibly add some gold on top of it for one to two daggers of decent quality or higher quality. Hmm. That could probably be arranged. Do you have any particular requests about these daggers? Would you like them custom made for you, or are you just looking for whatever's on hand? Uh, I'd like to see what you have on hand first. All right. Uh, just a moment, please. And she, standing a foot and a half from you, turns her head over her shoulder, and screams at the top of her fucking lungs. Uh, I don't want to scream in my house right now because people are sleeping, but essentially, essentially it is Jezrith. We have a customer. And again, you hear shit being fumbled in a room. Metal fucking bouncing, glass breaking, uh, the door thuds, and you're, oh fuck, it's got to you know, a bunch of a bunch of dwarvish curses behind a door. Um, he. I guess they don't care that I speak dwarvish. Uh, why would the dude that was asleep know that you speak dwarvish? Uh, the door snatches open, and he goes, "At this fucking hour, how do?" Uh, he's. They're very clearly people that do not wake up before, you know, eleven noon. Uh, so he. Uh, she goes, oh, but he's paying. Look, look at this. Look, dear. And uh, they essentially look at the weapon. They exchange. Uh, uh, they set the weapon on the counter. That way it, it's inside of you and it doesn't look like they're, they're bothering with it all. Uh, and they, they walk to another room. They discuss for a moment. And she comes back with a crate. Not, not a crate, but like a very, very finely made box. Right? Uh, when she walks back with this very finely made box, she sets it on the counter, and this is, I mean, even the box is one of the nicest things you've ever seen. 
It is so beautiful burl wood. It kind of looks like a cigar case, but like a very fancy cigar case, if that makes any sense. It doesn't look like a shitty one. Like th This would be like Diplomaticos would come in this box. Um, so she's going to have, and give me one second while I pull up a fucking... List of daggers? A list of, of, list of what she would have, because there, there is a list. I just have to find it. Yeah. I'm looking at the list of daggers right now. Well, this is a list of specifically what she sells. Okay. So I have to pull up the the list. I didn't know you were going to go buy anything. I didn't count on you having enough money, and I'd forgotten how much that thing cost when I said. Yep. I looked at it, and I'm like, oh, this is my plan. <laughs> it's fine. And I have a na uh, I need a new dagger, so it worked out. <sighs> you also know where that horse dropped. <laughs> I... If it's still there. I do know where that horse dropped, but that just means I can have a fourth dagger if it's still there. Um, so she's going to say, uh, we have these three wonderful daggers. Um, now, th they are rather expensive. And that being said, I, I do believe... I do believe for this and the ten gold, we could trade you, uh, simply, it, it, it's just one. The problem is, is we're never going to be able to find anyone here to buy this particular item. They, they only look for books, so this is going to be something that we're going to have to take on a journey somewhere to sell in, intentionally to someone. Um, I do understand. So it, it's, as much as we would like to have this... These people here don't use crossbows, they use their hands and they use their spells. Uh, we personally have no use for one, but we know they are quite desirable. Um, how does... Hang on, let me, do, let me do some math here. How does the... Uh, and, well, okay, so she opens this thing, and there's three beautiful daggers. Right? One is very simple. Uh, it... What the hell is them little curved blades called? A karambit? Yeah. She has a, a karambit that has this mesmerizingly green blade. Uh, it, is, it is a very pale green, but it has these beautiful little sparkles in it. And it is a, it's full tang. Um, the grip on it has the thumb hole that a karambit has on the uh, on the, the grip. It is very much uh, you can't quite place it, but it's definitely a tooth of something. Okay. Uh, roll me roll me d twenty for intelligence. For intelligence. Mm-hmm. Eleven. Um. Yeah, no. I'm gonna say it's it's a tooth of something. You don't quite know what it is, but it's definitely a tooth. A tooth of some kind that has been carved and sanded and and perfected down into this perfectly crisp blade. Uh, the second one 
is pitch black. It looks like a piece of uh, flaked uh, obsidian. Nothing special. It has a leather wrapped, um, leather wrapped handle, and it very much just looks like a piece of flaked obsidian. Now the last one that she has. Uh, <laughs> the the last one that she has. I feel like you're upset about this. Not necessarily. Uh, the last one that she has seems to flicker with fire. The blade it looks identical to your other two, and it but it seems to flicker with uh, a flame in it. You have the beautiful green one with the tooth handle. You have the blade that seems to flicker with fire. Uh, and what was the last one? The... You said a black blade? That's right. Uh, a, essentially a... Very standard looking black blade. Right, right. And she, she just shows them to you. She doesn't say anything about them. She says, well, we have, we have these... These are our finest pieces for for daggers, of course. Do you mind if I inspect that uh that last uh, dagger you showed me, the one with the flickering? By all means, I just attempt not to break it if possible. Okay. So I take the dagger. I'm, I'm inspecting it. Yeah, she doesn't mean by it's weak by any means. You realize that she no, means... Just, just try not to fucking, like... Yeah, she means don't it. drop it. <laughs> well, uh, you're in a wooden yeah. building. Wooden building, yeah. Um, is there a way for me to find out more about the dagger? Uh, You would have to spend an hour with it and attune to it, uh, because it is a magical dagger. Um... Or you so could have, ask questions. <laughs> what can you tell me about this dagger? Uh, that's that's a special one because it has it's infused with the spell Firebolt. Uh, when you throw it mid-flight, if your target is going, if you, if you're going to hit, that's a DM saying if you're going to hit. Uh, if you if you throw it mid-flight, that she uh, she has infused it with a a spell that will inflict. Uh, I want to say firebolt's a D six of fire it's damage. Hellfire dagger, like on the list, is it a hellfire dagger? It's gonna be basically that, but changed a little bit. Okay. And so you, so for the price of this, you said the ten gold and the crossbow, correct? Uh, yes, but there are. Other options as well. These were just our finest, and we, we believed you would like these the most. It does a D10 of fire damage, sorry. D10 of fire damage. Yeah, plus the D4 of regular damage. But she also has two others right in your face, too. So Yes. I'm extremely interested in this blade. So, But I want to offer you the crossbow five gold and a favor from me. What does a favor from you entail? How do I know that you would keep your word? I, I don't... Unfortunately, a sale is different than a, a trustworthy bond. That is fair, but the only thing that I have from you is my word. And that favor can it tell anything that you need done. <sighs> Roll a persuasion check. 
19. I rolled a 20. Oh, did you really? Yeah, I rolled a 20. Fuck! Uh, she's going to... Are you really trying to push the favor? Like, you want, to, you want to spend less money? Uh, she's gonna kind of blow it off and be like, uh, we, we've tried accepting favors from some of these mages and we've never seen them again, unfortunately. Because you're not wearing the costume. We know we wouldn't be able to find you twice. We, we would rather payment or send you on your way. That's kind of what she hits you with. Yeah, I wish you hadn't rolled a 20. I God just damn, the way the dice were calling me is a natural that, 20. I know. Of course, I rolled a 19. Yeah. If I, I had any kind of plus to persuasion. Yeah, well, hers is a plus three to insight, so it would have been play. You would have had to need a plus four. Oh, okay. Um. It was worth the try, but I will go ahead and pay the price. And that's the dagger you want to take? I want that fucking dagger, homie. Okay. You keep saying that like there's a better dagger somewhere in there, but I know if there's a better dagger in there, it's gonna be more. Mm, not necessarily. I mean, she brought you the the best three that she had. Yeah. And you you didn't ever ask a question about any of. Them. Well, because I like the black blade, and I'm trying for three different elemental daggers. Sure. But you and didn't you didn't ask any questions about the other ones. Well, that. I'm past that point now, aren't I? Yeah, 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 yeah. Money, money is exchanging hands at this moment. Uh, unless you can make a persuasive argument why you'd like to swap it back for a different one, I feel like. I can still add. I, I mean, I would still like to hear about the other three daggers, because I could come back later and buy more. Alright. Uh, in the sake of time... And because I'm starting to get tired, I'm gonna tell you exactly what she has. Uh, I'll be back in. That let's just make this real fast. Yeah. Just yeah. Um, the green one is an adamantine dagger of explosive returning. Okay. <clears throat> Meaning the dagger returns on its own. You don't need a belt. Yeah. Uh, the the very basic oh, one. Yeah, the very basic one is the Corpse Slayer dagger. Okay. Nice. And then the one I got is... It's going to be a custom one that's essentially a dagger of firebolt. It's not going to be much different than the Hellfire dagger. It just does a d10 of fire damage. Right, I'm guessing you'll make that later. Yeah, I'll just make a custom weapon. That's what it is. D10 of fire damage. <sighs> or the one that explodes and does like... I think it's 2d6 and returns... I'm fine with that. It does, it does 2d4 fire, so the potential of 8, but it comes back to you. The explosive returning? I mean, I'll yeah. take that over you having to go through and make a custom pin so I can just add it right now. I'm 100% fine with that. That's fine. Yeah. About what the price will be for it, so. Um, so if, that, if that's what you want, yeah, here, I'll just click, I'll click add, and then now it's in your shit. You just have to equip it, and then make sure it's attuned. And now I'm out of gold, and I need to remove... Yeah, you are broke as a motherfucker. 
That's fine. That's fine. Money comes and goes. It sure does. Um. So, you're she's uh you see a green one. You know, we'll say it catches your eye for story's sake. Uh, and when you pick up the the regular bladed one, you you just keep looking down at that green one. Something about it is really pretty, and you you just can't you can't part with this thing. You need you have to have it. So you end up putting the obsidian one back in the box, and you pick it up. And as soon as you pick it up, there's almost no weight to it. The green one. Yeah, one. almost no weight to it. It is very clearly not a stabbing dagger. It is a slashing dagger. Um, meaning. If you're using it as a melee weapon, it's going to do slashing damage instead of piercing damage. If you throw it as a, a uh, throwable weapon, it's going to do uh, piercing damage, not slashing damage. Does that make sense? Yeah. Because you're, one, you're trying to like stick it in it from far away, like firmly. Another one is it just rolling. Um, beyond that... Uh... She she just seems very pleased that you you purchased it. Uh, thanks you for your your patronage and uh, says she's about to go have lunch with her children. So she will be back another day if you'd like to to come back and purchase something. She'll be back another day. Just today she hadn't seen her children for a while. Okay. Um, cutting back to cast. Basically, that's going to be where your story fades out for tonight. Like okay, tomorrow, cool. whatever day you guys, you guys want to go again, we can we can pick back up and keep going. Yeah, because um, one thirty in the morning. Yeah, I'm I'm getting tired of myself. I feel myself like nodding off and catching myself as I fall asleep. So I'm getting there. I haven't heard anything from Cass in like an hour and a half. He laughed a minute ago when I was joking about the knives. <sighs> uh, to pick up for Cass right here, essentially, uh, while he's been buying these knives, you go up to the door, the gate, uh, emerald door, anyway. And there are two guards standing in front of it. Mm -hmm. as, as you approach, do you try and walk straight through? Do you try and discuss? Like, what do you do? Mm. <clears throat> yeah, no, I'm, I mean, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to get through, you know. Okay. Um, That's where we were told to go by the, by the, the, the dude at the gate. Do you so. tell them that? I feel or, like I should. Or do you just walk through I, the gate? I, I feel like I, w I, I will. You're going to tell them? I, I feel like I'll, I'll let them know. Okay. I'm here because, yeah, I'm going to tell them. That's fair. Um, so you're going to walk up and essentially say the silver dragonborn that was on guard yesterday at the front gate um, asked us to come in to the city and, and visit the exaltation um, and also the great library to seek knowledge uh, as we have paid our dues to enter and they these men are almost animatronic they move very slowly and kind of look at each other you can see the eyes connect and then their uh, their pole arms yeah. instead of being X'd in the center slide up straight and the door slides open behind them magically <clears throat> okay um... uh, as, as you walk in and cross the bridge uh, there are two more guards on the other side standing in front of a gate. But as soon as the bridge behind you closes, or the door behind you closes completely, this door breaks, their, their pole arms come up straight into, you know, like a fucking 
would that be? Uh, just like your at ease position when you're doing like a the 15 count fucking manual arms. How it's down uh -huh. on your left side. Essentially, there it goes from all the way out where they're crossed in the middle up to at ease on your side. Okay, I got you. I got you. They let you walk right through the gate. There's no issues there. Um, awesome. Okay. And. Uh, I'm going to say you're smart enough to know that the largest building in town is going to be Exaltation. <laughs> uh, okay. And then uh, around you, there are tons of buildings that just say the Great Library on the front door. Several. I mean, like, every third building you see says the Great Library. Oh, fuck. Oh. Yeah. Okay, so I guess I'll, I'll I'll go to the first one then. The exaltation. Yeah, I'll go okay. to the exaltation. It is this massive kind of uh, medieval church-looking building, very tall spires. At the very top, there is a big silver silver piece of metal, like a disc that is spinning very slowly, and you can mm -hmm. see it arcing a light across the entire sky. It, okay. it seems to be focusing sunlight into this beam and then sending it around as it spins in circles. It's essentially functioning as a lighthouse. Gotcha. Okay. As far as far as you know, looking at it, it functions like a lighthouse. Yeah. You've lived on the coast long enough, near the coast long enough to understand that these people sail and that these people, uh, they they find ways to protect themselves from sailing into other things. <laughs> um. So you head to the exaltation. It takes a little while to get there, maybe an hour walking. And uh, mm -hmm. that's even at your speed, a little faster than his would be. You get there, and anything particular you're looking for? Uh, I mean, uh, the I mean, the main reason I'm here is just to learn information or possibly see if there's even a cure for you know the the disease. Okay. Um. So as uh, I'm gonna as you stand at the door to the exaltation, the door is not even open. Uh, mm -hmm. All of a sudden, a few seconds into this, a a few seconds of you standing there, the door snatches open very fast, and it's the dragonborn from yesterday, the silver dragonborn. <clears throat> and his hands aren't touching the door; it just seems like the door flew open in front of him. <clears throat> Ooh, snazzy, snazzy! Uh, as he walks out, and he's got this whole stack of, of papers that seem to be an unbound tomb or tome, I'm sorry, unbound tome uh, uh -huh. like, it need, like it needs to be put yeah. in a book yes. and uh, he goes, ah yes you from yesterday, please please follow me, please follow me we're going to the, the library, is your friend with you? Oh no he is not oh uh, well, should I, should I send someone for him, is he is, how, hmm. how in a hurry are you both? <clears throat> um. <clears throat> I mean, we're not here for the same reasons that I'm tracking, but. Oh. Well, all right. That makes it more interesting how you arrived together. Um. Oh, God damn it. Fine, fine. Come, come. And he, uh -huh, he uh -huh. kind of starts rushing towards the Great Library. Okay. Uh, the one that's on the north end of the island. Mm -hmm. uh, or the peninsula, I guess. So he... Yes. 
he's very speedily walking even for a two-legged creature you're finding trouble to catch up with the two the two-legged creature and, and maintain speed with him he seems to be in a, a major hurry and he's carrying these these pages that are trying to fly okay. out from his hands and he's got them kind of pinched together as best as he can yeah um and he uh he goes into the library you follow him in uh and he he says, if you can give me just a few minutes, I will go and find uh, either somebody to help you or somebody to do the job that I am currently doing, and then I will help you. Give, give me just a few moments. Um, while you're sitting there for oh, your few you. moments alone, do you do anything? Uh, I just want to do a perception check and just see how, what do I see? Okay, go or... ahead. Hit me with a perception check. Perception check. Oh god. Perception check. Sixteen? Right? Yeah, sixteen. It's not bad at all, homie. Um These books are stacked uh, at least four stories high in this one building. And these stacks go as far as you can see in every direction. What the hell? Um, like something is a little strange about the space of this building because when you walked in, it was barely bigger than like a, a two-story apartment from the outside. Uh -huh. But once you're inside, it is. It seems to be so much more space. Ooh. Um. It is in an absurd amount of space. Now. Magic. Magic. Okay. 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 I can do that. Wow. You did just sleep in a door that had a mansion inside of it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's not unbelievable to think. For uh, sure, no, no, for sure, for sure. So, uh, nothing, nothing particular jumps your fancy for book titles around you. Um, but to say that some of them were uninteresting would be kind of false. Like every now and then, you catch yourself very focused on the title of a book or the the back of one to read, and you you don't really go anywhere. Uh, and after after a little while, the probably closer to four hours rather than one, the uh, the silver dragon warrior comes back, greets you, um, asks if you've if you've seen your friend. Is he still is he still looking? Um, again, you you have not. You haven't seen him all morning. No. Yeah. <laughs> Other than when you you went one way and he went to the smithy. Mm hmm. Um. Beyond that, let me see. He goes, ah, oh, yes. Well, what, 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 what is your issue? Maybe we can resolve yours rather quickly, and then we, we can uh, tackle your friends with even more minds. Tackle your friends with even more. Okay. So, I journeyed here to Candlekeep in search of information or <clears throat> about uh, what's it called? the Specter's Decay. That is afflicting my sister. Oh my! I don't know if I didn't know we even had Spectre's Decay left. Um, let me let me contact someone real quick. So you kind of see his eyes glaze over for a second. Mm -hmm. You've seen somebody do this before. You know this is the spell message. Oh, okay. He's sending That's somebody good. a message. You don't know who. You just know what this is. Mm -hmm. Or it's it's the spell sending. I'm sorry, not message. It's the spell sending. Yeah. <laughs> 
Um, but his eyes kind of like gloss over for a half a second and they kind of go milky white and then all of a sudden they snap white or snap right back. Like he blinks and all of a sudden they're back to what they're supposed to be. Um, gotcha. we, we do have one, but it's in our, our, uh, classified sections and we don't, we don't quite let anyone in, uh, that isn't a member of, of the order. Th that being said, we do have a task we could we could use you for. Uh, we, we do need some, uh, for lack of a better word, muscle. We're not typically known to be the strongest physically, and we've run into an issue that isn't as easily intellectually solved as it should be. Uh, is that something you're interested in? Maybe, maybe you and your, your, new, your new friend can contribute uh, and we could help both of you find what you need. Yours specifically from the the uh, private collection that we again we ha we have in our vault. We don't we don't typically show it to everyone due to the rarity of some of the books and the the value and worth of them. Um, curing a major disease, obviously, as afflicting as it once was, you understand that it it could in theory be used as a weapon. Yes, 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 yes. Um, um. So, uh, essentially, he's just, he's asking you if you want to take a job. Yes, I, I'll do anything <clears throat> that it takes to... Oh, wonderful, wonderful. So this, it shouldn't take more than a day or two to do the job in particular. Essentially, I have a couple of books I need you to read, uh, and I need your help finding what the books are teaching you to find. Now, when I tell you some of the best minds in all of Faerun have gone over this text, and we cannot, for the life of us, figure out where this information is. Yes. Now, you and your, your friend that was rather intelligent for, for someone of his age, he's, he's rather mature but intelligent for somebody at his age, they... They seem... Hmm... He seems conflicted. There seems something... Something's not entirely... I don't know, I can't, can't quite place my finger on it. Something... Something strange. Uh, it's not particularly important at this moment. Obviously we need you to hand us and handle our, our issue and, and... We can then attempt to handle your issues. Uh, you know, give us the, the old quid pro quo, essentially, is what well, he's asking I, for. I, of course, would be willing. Yeah, yeah, but I'm gonna let him know, I, I don't... As I said, I had only met uh, the, the the other person um, understood. just uh, yesterday. I don't know if he'd be willing to help, but... All those who come uh, are seeking knowledge of some sort, so we... We do not discriminate based on race or or, or yeah yeah or anything. We we understand that that people of of your species have gone through much strife over the years for simply being different, and we yeah, yeah. we acknowledge that. I don't want you to think I'm taking advantage of you because your size and your obvious physical prowess. I I just need well, typically we we. We could cast a spell for this, but it doesn't seem to be working in the way that it normally would. And I, I do rather need 
someone's help who's much physically stronger than than us. If you if you know anyone else, we we could appreciate them too. We we would be happy to help them with whatever knowledge seeking uh, wish they have. Within reason, of course. We can't teach them how to live forever or something. Yeah, I understand. Um, I'm going to go find him, and uh, I'm going to go see if he'll, he'd be willing to help me with this. Or help. All right. I appreciate this. Um, how should we... How should we contact you again? Should, would you like to just come here? Because I can password to the guards that you you could be coming back through. Uh, if you can yes, just let me yes. know. The gar- go guards. Right away. Yes. Okay. So immediately his eyes are going to glass over again, and he's you recognize it again. He's spending a spell, uh, sending the cell, spending the cell. Fuck, spending the spell, sending. Holy shit, was that hard to say? <laughs> You <laughs> he he is doing the spells, and <laughs> that's easier to say. Uh, you, you very clearly see that's exactly yes. what this is. His yeah, eyes yeah. kind of glaze over again; they pop back. Uh, all right, we've given you uh, essentially the the base tier of access until, of course, we we find out that the mission is complete. You bring back proof of some sort. Uh, yeah, and. What he's going to ask you is going to surprise you. So I think we wait till next time. As as anti cliffhanger as it is, I think what he's going to ask you is going to shock both of you. So we'll wait. Okay. Okay. I have no idea what he's talking about right now. No, because you're not there. You're picking up a dagger. I just got me a nice dagger that is going to be helpful to me in the future. Yep. Okay. Can for be. sure, for sure. Until you attach it to a something and it explodes. And returns. <laughs> Maybe. Um, it is an explosive knife of returning. It is. It will return because I will atone that motherfucker. Oh, oh god. Okay. You okay, I'll tell you something as a player. You as a player don't know yet. But when you put a bag of holding inside a bag of holding, oh god, it explodes, and it opens up everything into the astral sea. It essentially you lose everything you had. Now, you you as a character would not know this, and you as a character because you would have never experienced a bag of holding. Uh, you as a character would also not know that if you took a uh, something of returning and put it on or in something of returning it would explode (laughs) nah you do not but it is a possibility at some point currently it's going to be heavily beneficial yes in the future but technically I could intelligence check to make sure it's okay Gonna die, baby. Yeah, you could, but you would have to pass the intelligence check. Yeah, and my intelligence checks have been going quite well. But yeah, that's fair. We'll see. We'll see. Let's see what happens next time. Um, yeah. Uh, anybody who's here, do you guys have any questions for us? Any anything you want to talk about? Because we're gonna sit here for a few minutes. 
talk about it, and if not, we're gonna go crash because all of us are tired. Very tired. We're at five hours and fifty one minutes in this total yeah i would not imagine or not doubt it so we streamed for longer six than, hours a, today. than originally planned it was yeah my god that's my fault it's fine well, it should happen i i couldn't find a decent spot to just like end it and be like okay next time until right now when i had both of you at a point where like you both were satisfied at the current moment even though we hadn't even got to the fucking story yet <laughs> yeah 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 and i do session 0.1 tomorrow yeah, I would just do. That's fine. I mean, we could do it tomorrow. We can do it another day. It's, it's totally up to you guys. We'll see what time I get on tomorrow because I do have my beer pong tournaments. Yeah, that's true. But I don't leave for that until like eight o'clock my time. Well, I'm not doing anything. So if you want to hang out before that, that's fine too. But uh, and then I don't know I how how late you're working tomorrow. Like the next time we do this, I probably won't open up tabletop. I'll probably just be on D and D beyond. Uh, if it's yeah. session zero, yeah. If it's session zero, we don't really need this. Like, I can just have it up because my computer yeah, can do all of it and have no problem. It's just a good visual because yeah. I can sit here and look at the map and I can make gestures at the map, you know, and like it makes more sense than me. I guess I could just pull up a picture of the map too and put it in that uh the hole up there above me. Okay, nice. Um, so. Yeah, do you guys have any questions? Level. Yeah, hit me, hit me. Go ahead. Uh, what's with what's with the armor you gave me? I don't want to say anything about it, but what's what's with the armor you gave me? Just wondering. You don't know. You'll find out. Yeah. That that was the magic wait, item wait, wait, I rolled wait, wait, for. Wait, 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 wait. But what did I? What did I feel it though? That's the, that's the that's the thing. You would feel the urge to never take it off. I do want to put out. I really wish Nick would have stayed in town. Because Nick would have seen what? I really wish Nick would have stuck around a little bit longer, just just for what me and you have planned. Yeah, well, he has now seen you, and he knows that the centaur exists. Yeah, that's fair. <clears throat> Whether or not. And it, it's only days until you guys are going to be in Waterdeep, so. Yeah. All right. Just, uh, I don't have any more. Yeah, nobody's replied, so I'll end up going to raid somebody so that we have uh, they have a few viewers. But, uh, you know, as always, we appreciate everybody for coming out. We had fucking, I think, 11 viewers at one point. It was the peak. I have no idea, man. Yeah, well, I've got it up here on OBS, and it was... I don't see them now, but I want to say I looked over and I read it as 11 at some points, and that was... I, I actually went and clicked through the thing, and it was all real people. There wasn't a single fucking bot in there. Yeah. Um, so it was people, it was people actually zero, checking it out. Session screen. Zero, we had a peak of 11 people, and... advertised anything besides our own... Besides yeah, our own on Discord. Discord, that's it. Um, when we start our real sessions, we'll start advertising on... Question is, did you have a good time? Because that's the important thing, dude. I, I, I just tell the fucking story. Okay. That's I'm good. Funny. That's good. Am I exhausted? Yes. Am I not near as drunk as I plan to be? I, <laughs> but I, I did. I did try and gear it a little more towards your intro than Cass's because Cass has already played with me. He knows the basics of how I do it. I'm just trying to expand yeah. a little further. He was just here to be not so much backup for you, but add to the story. Uh, yeah, he he was another element to bring to the story, but I was trying like, to gear it to no, your story. To run this just as a backstory for me, we could. We could have, yeah. 
But I feel like it's a lot. Actually, I would have died. I would have died right in the beginning. Did you make the centaur? Or did you just look it up? Kinda. No, I, I actually made this. Okay, uh, if you do that and you want him, what I need you to do is buy the buy the, the digital file. The, like, the $5 one. The 3D tabletop download? I think so, I don't know, is it... It'll say digital file or something. I, I need the STL? the STL file, yeah. I guess I'm calling okay. it I'm drained. Alright. All right. All right, dude. Let me before you buy it. Let me look at uh. Later, guys. Have a good night. Uh, I'll see you tomorrow. Yeah, night, Ben. I need to look Thanks at sure, uh, what exactly I need because I haven't imported anything yet. But this yeah. it actually looks really cool with the spear and the energy flowing out of his hand. It does look really neat. Um, Thanks. something I want to go over while there's still a couple of people here. Actually, we'll do this. Uh, it does look really good though. I like the the red, the black. That goes with that armor very well. Yeah, uh, that's 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 what I based it off of too. Yeah, I, saw I think that it looks it was... really good. And then I couldn't find any. Couldn't what? Any spores, but I found mushrooms, which that's fine. You know, yeah, I just picked. I picked one of the ones that I thought was going to be the most fun. So, do you have my do you have my stream pulled up? Uh, yeah, on my phone. I I don't, I, I can't for the love of God remember my Twitch password, <laughs> and I didn't want to reset it while. We're, uh... That's okay. Um, can you see what I'm looking at, though? Right now? The, yeah, the yeah, I see. The dude yeah. with the sword that's glowing and the energy and shit? Yeah. So he, this dude's a, essentially just a paladin of somebody. I don't fucking know who. It doesn't matter. Um, these, these pillars yeah. with the little things, they're gonna be memorials. So right now, okay. these, these are memorials to people that have died, but who, who they were, I have no fucking idea. Though, if a character dies... One of your characters. One of these is going to get removed. Oh, I see. And I your see. characters are going to be going to be placed up here as a memorial to your character, and then you'll roll a new yeah. one. Yeah. Okay, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. I thought that was a super cool touch, and then I fucking somebody had made this beholder, and then I took it and I put. No, it is. No, that's. I, I was. I was looking at that. I saw that. I'm like. Ooh. I made all of his lights, eyes glow. I made the one that glows in here, and I made the mouth glow. And then this fire yeah. is just stagnant red, and I gave it the ability to flicker. Uh, nice. Okay. Damn, dog. You I did spent, a lot of shit, spent, dude. I spent yeah, a lot of time I, I in here. That. And even though, like, when you guys spend money, I can literally pass you money. Money. But D&D &D, D &D Beyond makes this a little obsolete, in my opinion, because you can just type in how much money you need. But it's kind of oh, it's kind of cool to just oh. get, like, a pile of it, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, no, I see, I see, I see what you're saying. I see yeah. what you're saying. Um, yeah. Um, so, so, cause, so, there's an STL download, and then there's the 3D tabletop download compatible with Tabletop Simulator, which is. It's gonna right? be the one that's 3D compatible download for Tabletop Sim, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, More yeah, than likely, that that's one. gonna be it. Uh, what I'm gonna do is do a little fucking, a little extra research here. Because I, I haven't imported one yet, I just know it's a possibility. Okay, and I'll and I'll save save it. I mean, I'm logged into my account, so I'll be able to pull it up anytime. Shit, so I'm if you're like, hey, you know, I am dropping the, shit everywhere. Oh my god, bruh. <laughs> bruh.
bro. You good? I'm not. I'm tired. I'm having a I'll rough time here. I'm, bro, I'm so glad because even though I had today off, there's a nearby job that needed some fixings that we were going to go do, but then our form is like, I'm just going to go and this other dude's going to go. And so me and the other dude don't have to go. So I'm glad. Otherwise, I'd be up in like three hours. No shit. Two, two, no, no, because it's two fifty, five o'clock. Two, two hours. I'd be up in two hours. But that's crazy, dude. I don't know how. So, but once we once we do run it, once once we do run it though, um, definitely once it hits one thirty, I'm gonna have to call it. Unfortunately, that's fine. Because, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you got working you know, shit. It's way more important yeah. than you play in D and D, hundred percent. But yeah, I'll, I'll be I'll be on for sure. That's but, fine. Yeah, dude. Um. Yeah, I just have it listed as a couple of people are gonna sit around and and fucking. You know, talk a little bit to see if anybody wants to ask us questions, or if you guys have questions, yeah. we can sit around and talk about it. Because I feel like that's a good thing to do. It's a good thing to recap what we've gone through, and oh, I feel that. you know, I feel people that. can deal with yeah. it in different ways, however they want to deal with it. You know, if they lose their character, they might really want to talk about it. they just lost their fucking character. Bro, I've I've lost I've lost. Oh man, I'm salty. I still lost my first very first one, which I was expected, but oh well. Oh wow! All right, bud. I'm a. I'm a cat. I'll catch you later. I'm actually gonna go to bed. All right, man. All right, dude. I'll see you. Thank you. See ya. Son of a bitch. All right. Anybody still here? Uh, who's still here? I am going to go raid somebody on Twitch. And there's not many of you left. I'm trying to shrink this thing down so I can put it back in its bag. There we go. Hoggles lock. Okay. Alright. That was super fucking fun. I had a great time telling these dudes a story, because that's essentially all I did. And, uh, let me get in here and, and save my game real quick. my double save because I'm 100% worried that the thing is going to lose my game files at some point. How many iterations of this shit that I've gone through? 20. Uh, and that's not including the ones that I've lost the save files for. Uh, anyways, I appreciate it, everybody. Thanks for hanging out. Thanks for, for chilling with us. And uh, I hope you guys enjoyed our story as much as I did. That was that was a fun one for me to just kind of wing. I barely barely did any prep for this. They just kind of wanted to run one, and uh, Ben really wanted to be able to understand his character, and I thought that was super important that he had that ability because it's not something that he he's ever played. He's he's never experienced it like this. So it was just something new, something different. And I'm glad so many fucking people came to hang out with us. That was really cool. And I'll see everybody next time. I gotta pull up this. This over here. Give me the Twitch. I do have nobody on. Shit.